everyone to the last podcast of the year and what a year it was i'm america's sweetheart eric shea and i am jim Moore. and this is the weird science dc comics podcast episode number 260 260 uh this is going to be books from last week some carry uh, 259b from last week i ended up having batman beyond mark end up asking me and i'd like to call him mandalorian mark Obviously. but he said hey uh are you guys actually going to take a week off and i said yes and no is <laughs> what the answer would be I don't obviously know. we're recording this right now we are going to have some of the books that were left over from last week. There's a couple there, and also we have some mail and things like that going forward here. But as we always do, I want to tell you that there's places you can find us. You can go on Twitter, where we're at Weird Science DC. We also have a website. Uh, award winning at one point, Eric. I think those <laughs> awards were all put away. We put them away. Uh, they but were that taken is away. com, where we try to review each and every book each and every week. This week, there were no books, so we succeeded. Correct. <laughs> they were mission accomplished. But we also have a Patreon that is patreon.com slash weird science, where you can end up supporting us for as little as $1 for this podcast, the Marvel podcast, whatever you listen to. But also, as you go up in levels, you get more and more shows. Up to 30 plus shows a month that we have that are exclusive to the Patreon account. One of the big things is the Patreon spotlight. And because DC didn't have any books this week, we did not have a Patreon DC spotlight. But instead, we ended up, and me and you just recorded it to pull the curtain back, we ended up just recording our DC Comics Best of 2019 award show. What a year it was. Oh my. And if you want to listen to that, it's about two hours long, I saw. And I'm like, what the heck were we talking about? I expected 45 minutes. I did too. I, I actually, at one point, I even as we were recording, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to be that long. It ended up being almost two hours, if not a little over. I I've never seen that two hour deal. Um, but that is over on the Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash weird science, where, Eric, we are no longer listed as a pornographic that time. Uh, somebody had uh, listed us as being pornographic. I think that sometimes, you know, Eric might be, but you can't see Look, that. I we record some of my pants off. It's it's that's a podcast. It's, it's cool. not a visual, though, so I don't know what's going on. But I we might got talk that. about and describe we it, got but that come on. taken care of. I ended up uh, getting a hold of somebody because I realized this has been happening since last February. Oh, good. So I got a hold of somebody. I'm like, what, what a year the it was. heck happened? Well, what's going on? And like, oh, you know, you're going to have to get a hold of these certain people and it could take up to six months to a year to get this rectified. And really, not many people, when they're listed as this, are able to convince them to get them off of that. And, and this guy's like, what we'll do is we'll tell you how to make another Patreon for other. Co- what? <laughs> I got so angry. And then I kind of push some few buttons and, and we got it rectified right away the one guy actually who was saying all this that ended up helping us before he ended up well let me check out some things because usually it's pretty clear what you guys have done that messed up and he, oh two minutes later he gets back and he's like there is nothing that is against any sort of guidelines you guys don't it's nonsense so he ended up just changing it so if you go and search us right. on, we weren't in the searches anymore or anything like that oh my that's the worst right but if you do go over now we're non-pornographic you can go over there and check it out and yeah there is a two-hour best of show that will be out when you do listen to this show but we're going to move on right now to what eric loves to call the badass roll call. Eric. I do love, love that. It. 
<laughs> Will I be able to do it without messing up? Is the big deal. It's my last chance of 2019. We got T Funk, Niels at T Word. Our man Rob Lewis, Bertel Akachuk. You can tell I'm out of I'm out of shape already. Uh, Dalton Edom, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, all new Dave, Mandalorian Mark, Batman Beyond <laughs> Mark. We have Eric G, David Fink, Manship. I haven't heard from Manship over the break. I hope he's okay. We have Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Admiral Whiskers, Seth Nine Brennan. We got. Ben Townsend, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear, Costco, Joseph Watch, Sick, Comic Boom Rocky, D-Man 3000, Carlos Ian, Brian King, my man Pete from NYC, and, and a big shout out, Holly P, who I somehow missed last week. I don't know how. Oh I even had something I was going to say about Australia. Uh, I'm, I'm playing the devil's hand. Know, you are. Acceler Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Akeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf Marv, and Ruben. Perfect. Eric C, that's what happens when you're under the gun. I'm sure I missed somebody. Somebody will be mad at me. Please yeah, add Jim P. later in this week if he forgot Poly your name. Holy P, I missed, and I, I, I'm saying I even knew exactly where he – he's right near the cellar dweller. And I'm like, there is no way I missed because I was going to say something about Australia. I don't even know what I was going to say. I think it had to it do was, with Suicide Squad. You were going to say it, and then you forgot a Polly P, so you had no reason to do it. Well, I was, it was going to be something about Suicide Squad. No, oh, we'll be going down to Australia later on. The podcast tip, and I think that what screwed me up was because we weren't putting all the books on, and I didn't make up what we were going to do, and that kind of threw me off. And I didn't want to say that, and somehow I just skipped Polly P. So I apologize to Polly P. That's why I'm going to keep saying it all podcasts. Polly P. He does have a mail, so we'll be hearing from him a little later. But there's no need, Eric, no need at all to delay. What you know what is you the books coming up. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at my outline and just looking out what's going to go. He's out of breath. No, it's our last podcast of the year, Eric. It's bringing a tear to my eye. Uh, but man, maybe the last podcast ever. Who knows, Eric? Who knows what tales will tell? Wow. But we're going to go on now to the book. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Jim rings the bell. Eric Shay's reviews are all the bomb. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single misstep, ring the bell. Yes, Eric, here we are. Welcome to the uh, first time. It sounds like we're some award show or something. Ah, uh, yes, here we are. We're back. We're going to win the potties. Uh, oh, man, I, I've been on the potty. Oh, I'm having some issues. I'm having some big issues. And I'm talking like they're not fun issues either. Big uh, issues you should learn. Something I'm going to have to get checked out. But we'll, we'll talk about that later there, Eric. That's you got that butt cancer? Podcast. It might be. I'm telling you, I got some tests coming. We'll see. And, and usually I oh, don't not good at tests. do well with tests. No. Usually I'm not good at That's tests. They call stupid. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, that song means usually 
that you don't have any books in a section. But, you know, lo and behold, it's actually true this time because we're going to be doing all of your books here. You had a lot of books that were uh, on the docket this week. Both of us had some. I had a, a couple more at Marvel, too, to even me out as well. But, yeah, with all of this going down, with all of these books coming out, and this was a tough week for a reviewing. You you jumped on it early. Yeah, I thought uh, I did not. I did not. And and it really came to bite me in the butt, speaking of the butt stuff. Uh, but <laughs> you end up here where it's funny, too, because we've had a couple sections now. You've heard us talk about these books. And overall, I, I can't say, and this section to me actually is the epitome of it all. Like overall this week, nothing was great. Nothing was right bad. down the middle it's for like, the most yeah, part. Th- this section, especially, and it has one book that we really, really enjoy, and, and two that we're kind of digging more than a lot of other people, but yet it's still like even Keel Kenny right down the middle. And yeah, we'll get into this because I'm trying to psych myself up. Because right, a, a couple of these things kind of will let me. Okay, Jim, you can do it. What is this book? This is Nightwing number 67, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ronan Coquette, Nick Filardi, and and World Design. Now that Grayson's gone full-blown town, it looks like the rest of the Nightwings are cruising for a bruising. Thankfully, Condor Red just happens to- Sit on to- it, oh, yeah, you, you, can, you can't shut up for <laughs> 10 seconds, can you? <laughs> Thankfully, Condor Red just happens to be flying by, surveying the Doom Sigil when he decides that no Nightwings will die tonight. But because of the fight he picks, it looks like he just might die instead. In the end, though, Rick Grayson decides that brainwashing just isn't for him and spares Condor Red's life. Duh. Yeah, there you go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna interrupt anymore. Liar! Take it away. Yeah, the the weird thing about this is one thing. Number one, in my mind, going through this because by the end of this, you end up having the Doom Sigil fading. You end up, and I thought, boy, having a setup where you ended up having riots at nighttime to lead into a Doom Sigil that causes you know nighttime all the time. I think that wasn't played no, out that well. I. You should have just you should have just had these wait for it, have the doom sigil, then you have everybody flipping out. The idea that there were these power outages, you know, rolling blackouts, it really didn't do well for the overall story of the doom sigil. And so when you end up having this like, oh man, people have been jerks with the thing. It actually seems like now that the doom sigil's in the sky, people have calmed down a bit because you're just going and centering on you know, Rick Grayson, Talon, Red Condor, where the heck Condor this came Red. From? Condor Red. Yeah, you end up when you get into this and start going through it. I just, I just didn't know what was going on. Well, I know is, what's going first, on, but just like, do, what is we've had happening? We've Sigil in the sky this whole time, but the idea of like what that meant, because different books aren't really playing. The first time we actually saw the idea that it's been nighttime the entire time the Doom Sigil has been out was a few issues ago of Aquaman, or even the an- of the annual we had of Aquaman. So the idea now that we've had this now then, but who knows, who cares what nighttime means with the rolling blackouts whenever the Nightwings had to be out for this. But I, I enjoy this issue for tying into what was going on in Justice League recently, where he starts seeing the Doom Sigil go away when the just well, league was starting to win you're gonna start seeing that with a bunch of books now they they end up uh they're gonna start uh you know having that going on but the idea of all oh, right and they even have to spell it out because you know oh man it's 11 o'clock in the morning and it's still dark because we've just been dealing with yeah. nighttime rolling blackout so it doesn't really affect your idea of oh man this doom deal is really causing <laughs> i mean it's just that the the looting and the awfulness can continue during the day it's like now they're working overtime uh but with that you have a story where people want to have progression we we are at least with dan jurgens we are past 
every issue being half the issue you know, recap yeah. of what's going on. They're, they're getting past that. So now you end up having the idea of people, when are we just going to get Dick Grayson, the Nightwing back? Come on. we Or if, and me and you saying, well, if we're here, explore the space. Let's yeah. have more of the Nightwing well, squad. Especially Let's get since more we started dealing that. with the idea of the last Nightwing animal we had, where we saw that this was a whole Court of the Owls conspiracy yeah. to actually replace his memories. And the reason that he didn't remember Bruce or the rest of the Bat family or anything he used to do as Robin yeah. is because, because of the Court of Owls messing with his mind after he got shut in the head so yeah. now that we're finally here we have the brainwashed goggles on last issue we have the gray son back the talent that was grandson the bay and his first task now as a talent is to take out the rest of the nightwing squad i'm like yeah all right i can deal with this yeah i can deal with that and, and especially when red shows especially when it starts out especially when it starts out though where you have the placards to remind everybody who these nightwings are i wish oh, yeah, you had, have them you know nightwing the- prime nightwing bloom nightwing red as well yeah, as their actual names but you get their actual names here for anybody jumping on with the storyline the problem is though people jumping on they're not going to like this you have condor red show out of nowhere takes up half the issue this is a character that nobody knows it's just shown up no reason no anything of an inkling of what's going on just to show up and to have because you end up having to have rick grace and you know talon now end up fighting uh you know a adversary that is up to his speed and be able to show that he's good to and then not have him kill that, this character that, we I'm have no that, idea that is who it one is. decent thing though because Why if condor red hadn't shown up our nightwings would have been killed so yeah, quickly true, but, here but and that's the promise this is the, the the dead end he got into because he's better than the nightwing yeah. squad so they can't fight him off even three of them can't so you needed to have something else happen where he's got to fight somebody of a level but we don't know this because nobody knows who Condor Red is and it's being, you know, very mysterious and you're adding a character in when you're not even exploring the full characters of your roster already. I thought that was the most ridiculous no, thing the one that thing I've, is, I've read in a long Condor time. Red showing up is out of the blue and it's very forced and convenient to be what it needs to be for this issue. But I do like the idea of the background of it where we do have the global surveillance ops going around and surveying mm. the areas to see what's going on with the affected parts of the world with the doom sigil nighttime. The world actually getting around the governments that are still left after Leviathan. And, and that's getting fine, together but to try to figure you're out doing what's that going in a on. book, what's the uh, what's the police in, in Bloodhaven doing? What's the Bloodhaven police doing? Because we haven't even seen them. Then all of a sudden, this global ops thing shows up there and is reporting. We have no idea where were they during all of this whole doom justice war. Surve- where were, why didn't Leviathan take them down? Like all of these things just pop up because this is no sort of setup whatsoever now maybe we'll continue with it i have a feeling we're not going to see much of them they're just going to it's going to be nonsense at this point it just seems to be black condor with a red like armored up suit and and it does seem like uh he might be asian which does tie into the only thing i could see that would be any sort of connection is a redo of that global organization of organized defense good it was and they were a global peacekeeping agency that had richard dragon and bronze tiger at one point so a condor going with a dragon tiger motif deal maybe that's it i don't know maybe we'll find out i'm not so sure it's okay i mean he shows up you get a fight but you're having an extended fight with somebody that you've never seen before it's not set up just shows up as if i I think that people are going to be upset if they just jump on with this and they read it they're going to really think that this is a character that's been set up somewhere And it hasn't. I'm just shows it. up the, because the best you need part that about threat. the idea about the threat that you need. The, the best bit of explanation you have is uh, Rick's girlfriend B saying it's divine intervention. 
That's as far as yeah. you're going to go with this whole thing. It's William Cobb jumps off to go try to make sure that, you know, Grayson, Rick Grayson, can go and actually take on this Condor Red yeah. and kill him. And, and the, the weird thing about it, even in my mind, is when you have this happen, at least give us a hint by tell, having somebody named back at their base. Because you do go back to the base yeah. kind of deal. Have somebody named that we could say, okay, it's that person. I mean, the one thing was that good that I, I, I mentioned yeah. is the only thing I can really – it was run by Barney Ling. If Old you just Barney. said, okay, Barney, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a new deal of it. But it's not, I guess. And I don't know. But like I said, of all the things going on and this big threat, it is a neat thing that you do have a global type thing. Uh, let's check yeah. this out. I don't know why what appears to be an agency that might be, you know, out and about wherever ends up wanting to know what's going on in Bloodhaven, but you know, they might have some other things to go. We see, we have, we we have some of the the other places they're on, on screen over at the global apps, you know, surveillance apps, the whole thing. That's like London and you know, big cities, London and you know, the other big one, Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. This is what I'm talking about. And it, it makes the idea of like, there's Dan Jurgens given a little solid to the whole story of like, listen, it's not just in Bloodhaven. It's global. But but we need it to be in Bloodhaven because here's where my story is. So like you said, poor Condor Red, he he got the short straw. And all that too. He, like said, that. I'm we, here in Bloodhaven. We don't know how many agents this ops has, how how many cities all across America yeah. they're actually in. We just know but that this time. we've never seen them or it's oh, not set up as the thing Condor that bothers me. But we have Condor Red here me. flying and he's actually disobeying orders to go and save these night yeah. because he's not going to yeah, see anybody die tonight. They're thing, protectors. Yeah. I'm not going to see and them die on my there. watch. Do not he's also there. It's funny too where he ends up. There is some weird comments about you know what's going on at points he's very impressed with talent oh, yeah. and then, then then he doesn't want to fight him but now he can now he can you know go full out even at the one point he's like hey listen here i'm not gonna let you kill people but i'm gonna dump you in the river and you might die <laughs> i don't know what he's doing here um but yeah you, you get to have talented it, it's just there it to gives show rick somebody with a, a, a good that's fight what is. is what it is for the that's entire is. but the it's problem only, is it's the entire issue with the character you is. don't it's know so crazy and this is the first yeah. bit you're seeing of rick grayson as a talent and for to actually yeah. end the series where this issue where he breaks off condor red's mask and you have yeah. william cobb yelling kill him kill him now with the doom sigil going down in the sky the sun actually rising and then all of a sudden after his his like uh, rick's mask is pierced by condor red seems like he decides Killing ain't for me, and this decides well, to stop. This is the take problem his mask that I off have. And smile at him, I'm like, yeah, and smile at him, <laughs> looking like Scott Snyder. My mind, but with that, with the whole deal, now you're starting to convolute things for me. Just as in general, where you do have a Rick Grayson, now a Dick Grayson, the Gray Son. He's got all these memories, wooja wooja in his head, <laughs> and you do have this where you even have B getting told by William Cobb, like the whole idea of like, oh, he, can't he shut doesn't up about know his plan. about Batman. He he thinks that I trained him, and he's this, and he's so great, and he's not going to stop. He doesn't have that Batman moral code, and he's going to do all this. So he's going, and he's just about to kill Sapienza at the one point where Condor Red does come and save them. Then he's fighting 
you know, Condor Red looks like he's going to kill him. And then the doom sigil goes down. The daylight comes up. And that's when he stops. I'm like, oh, what are we playing at? This is because the I'm thing you, that we he had was a brainwashed point. through medical, like, and, like, yes. like medical means. This and all the, isn't like, this other a thing. sigil this, thing. This technology was like, that's the thing. Is and we it don't might even have just know. been a coincidence. It, it might just be a saying, coincidence. We don't even know what Lex Luthor offered William Cobb yeah, for this whole know. thing. Because the, the goggles were just a quarter balance technology for this whole thing. Yeah, it wasn't the goggles that he granted. He granted them there's your, your and it doesn't you know, seem to us from anything that we've seen that any of the offers are really codependent no. to the sigil big in I the know. sky but that's the problem is like you said though we haven't seen the after effects of it coming down now so all of this stuff is crazy but the offer started to make the sigil now you're it's the you know the chicken or the egg and the problem is you ruined it for me you son of a gun because you ended up saying boy i hope that we see that the doom sigil was the thing that's causing everybody to get angry. And we thought yeah. that was the case. So when you do this, also getting a little skewed with the idea of Bloodhaven going nuts with the rolling blackouts before the doom sigil, but then it became an all night affair all day, all night. And so everything's getting twisted in my mind. And at the end, just the coincidence of him stopping and not doing something just Give as it a very they say, handsome smile. Oh my, <laughs> you end yeah, oh my, you end up having the sun come up and the doom sigils down for him to stop then and then smile not as sexy as gold. And you know, no, but he does it. Still I'm like Hi, hey there, Rick Grayson. I, I, I'm kind of getting a little turned on about that grease paint. Yeah, please get it Maybe out of there. I don't need that. Yeah, I don't like the grease paint. Uh but just that idea of him, like, is he just smiling at the sunrise? He's a sunrise fella. Is is the gray sun coming back to the fold, Eric? Uh, but we don't know. And so when you end up with a mysterious, like I said, kind of a convoluted, if you're on that line of thinking, cliffhanger coming off of a fight that was cool enough, but with a character nobody knows that just shows up from an organization that's never been around. That's the thing. To I, deal I look with at this thing, Condor Red, so and when his mask breaks and we can see his face, for some reason, I, I, I was really having a lot of problems. With re- re- I can't talk now. I'm having a lot of different yeah. problems right now, but no. When I was reviewing this book, I looked at this guy, I'm like, I have seen you before, and I could not place where well, it was. It was bothering it, me so it, much. You aren't reading Marvel, but he does look like Swordmaster a little. Oh. Oh, but oh, even no. then, it's just it's like a random that. deal. It's, but he looks very familiar being, to me. Like out of nowhere, like I started having ideas about like Man. new, uh, when, like a reimagined yeah. Black Condor at some point no, before, I, like I you know, know the new Fifty Two or something like that. There was something about him. Yeah. It's very recognizable to me, and I can't figure out where it's from. But if you're gonna do that, you do have to give hints of what this is, and so I don't get that there's that much, and I don't think that people are gonna be intrigued who are already losing their mind of this book. People have bailed. The sales are. Really really bad and the way you get it back is introduce a character red condor from an organization that nobody knows and that's supposed to be the thing uh i don't get it and i want more if you're going to do this and eventually we are going to get a dick grayson nightwing back you you would assume that right i I don't know that that's crazy but when we do it's going to be one of those where okay well you've actually given us less and less of the nightwing squad than as we go on when i want more and more so when they do either have zach get killed which we always think he will he's, still he's hospital. in the hospital I yeah. he's sound. in the hospital he couldn't die because he's recovering from almost dying the last time from talon uh but i just i need more of them i want to be kind of invested in this book and you're you're making up reasons for me not to 
And it's odd. And the whole idea of the Court of Owls was a neat little twist to get this going to be the the villain, the year of the villain thing. And it ties into Rick Grayson's whole deal and everything. That was really neat. Yeah. Now you do this. And this is more than just a filler issue. It's just an out of nowhere add a character to a book where people are already not invested in your characters. And I, I just thought it wasn't played well, except you need a threat. Yeah. Like you said, you need somebody. Uh, you might have been better served to have Batgirl show up and actually fight Nightwing or even a, a you know, She's a Batman or a Luke problems. Fox. But I'm saying well, Luke Fox you're going to end up, cool, but I still think end Rick up having... Uh, well, that's what I, I'm saying, though. You have, you're ending up with him not killing anyway, so it can be anybody. You just need a threat. Make it somebody that Cassandra really, like, Kane. oh, my God. Like I'm saying somebody that he has an older deal with. Damien. So at the end, you're like, I wonder if it's that he remembers them. Is he this with the smile? Because he's smiling at a character that nobody knows. He's you don't realize smiling. how far I, back I Rick Grayson goes with Condor Red. I mean, he's he the mask comes off. He ends up taking it fully off then because it gets hit. And he just looks and smiles when he takes off going like, really? Dan Jurgens right. is going to you? A, I don't know who you are. Daddy, he takes off that mask at the end, Rick Grayson. And it's all like, uh, I just think he's gone goofy. This whole brainwashing thing and what they gave him yeah. before, he just he's not oh right my. in the head no more. I think that I know Sues. He's wrong, turn. That's all it is. He's like, oh, let me tell you about this movie, Predators. Please. And then there's all, but yeah, uh, but I do like the idea of Condor Red. He's going to meet with Because he's black Condor in a red cannons. armor suit. And also, he does look a lot like Iron Man as I'm going through this too with the with the wings, but that just with those added wings, it's okay. I, I if you gave me an organization, if you showed me a little more, gave me a name, gave me something like that, I think I could be invested in that. We'll see what goes on. If it's one of those where you, you end up like he's smiling because as he's doing, he's pushing him slowly off that bridge. <laughs> he just goes into the drink, never to be seen again. We hardly knew yees, but yeah, by the end, I was kind of disappointed. Not hating the issue. I actually, it's a very quick issue. I do like the fight. I think the art is good. It plays out that fight very well. I like that he almost killed Sapienza. So you know that he is brainwashed. And then when you end up having to fight off Condor Red, and then he's smiling and he doesn't go. No, 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 he's a real psychopath. He's smiling. it's It's an odd deal. It's like one of those where... You have this book. A lot of people hate it. Me and you don't hate it. We've been trying to like it. So it's kind of our little thing. So I'm just like, all right, I'm still here. I'm still going. Hopefully, Zach heals up fast and quick enough for him to die coming up because I still think it's going to happen. At one point at the beginning, you know that Colleen, she ain't going to die. She gets what appeared to be the worst thing that ever happens to a guy where you get the back of her kneecap possibly hit. I didn't know. But then she's like, oh, no, I can't walk Ah, until the next panel. She is. She's fine then. Uh, But other than that. Yeah, she did. Uh, what did you do? I ended up giving this a 6.5 out of 10 because I really enjoyed this issue, even though, like we said, we have a lot of problems, obviously. But the whole thing with the, the background information, while it is forcing a condor right in there, I do like that there is something going on where the world is trying to figure this out outside of the metahuman and superhero community. I like that cool aspect. I like seeing, like, you know, Rick Grayson as a talent and being able to take on somebody who is his equal, if not like, you know, t- exactly his equal, but he gave us a good yeah. fight. And I tell you by the end, like we talked about before, the idea of these cliffhangers, I'm like, I want to know what's up with that goofy smile and Rick Grayson by the end. Cause I have no yeah, idea what's he's, up he's now. He's had that goofy smile a couple of times in that. Okay. Boomer. You know, and he, he's had okay, that. Boomer. I just needed to do that. I have, I have a lot of sounds queued up. Eric. I haven't been able to use it. What's God, that? I told you to shut up. <laughs> That's for you. Right. That was right on cue. Uh, but yeah, I, 
I want, though, more of the, you know, the idea of the Nightwing squad before they go away, though a lot of people hate them anyway. Uh, it is the idea where when Rick Grayson, when Talon Rick Grayson shows up and they're like, you're the Talon that ended up putting Zach in the hospital. And then they, I wish that they won like Hutch. No, it isn't. He looks different. No, you get a no. Nope. <laughs> See, I'm well, like, they wouldn't know. all right. They no, but I, I'm just saying this. I wish there was something more than that, that they could see that there's a connection, though. He does take his mask off. So maybe that they're, you know, peeking around somewhere that they're close, but they don't seem they to be close. They uh, yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> I just I just wonder what you end up out of this issue, really, except showing you in one issue. Man, him as a talent, that's pretty bad. And then it looks like he's out of it already. And so maybe it's going a shame. forward, when we do get our Nightwing back, he'll become part of the world surveillance ops. <sighs> really that that's what you want the I world surveillance ops uh, that that I didn't get in Leviathan's you know deal that wasn't in his point of view there that he was going to take them was down. Shut down he likes them and they, they have all these so I, I actually w- was hoping that this was going to be one of those where they end up like just the reveal okay this this ops going down like listen I don't know you you can't do this bail bail out there Condor Red listen here Waller I'm not listening to you like something a little more something to get Waller's me excited gone, about this yeah but she might not be and maybe then we find out this is actually a Leviathan organization oh my then I'm getting excited about not me things, but just there it's just nothing I can't get excited about nothing that I don't even know. And I, I, I've I been reading the solicits. No mention about any solicits with this ops thing and going on. So we'll see how that goes down. But we're both in agreement. Six, five for different reasons. But what's next? Next up, we have Shazam number nine, written by Jeff Johns with art by Marco Santucci, Scott Collins, Dale Eaglesham, Michael Atea, and Rob Lee. Let's get teleported to Wazenderland so that the wizard Shazam can explain why our Marvel family's powers have been acting all wonky. Even with this explanation, though, it doesn't matter in the end because even though Billy has to choose between his father and his foster brothers and sisters, he says, why not both? And makes everyone a part of his family, which really just should have been the case all along. But in the meantime, yeah. Savannah and Mr. Mind have sent King Kid to Philadelphia to cause a ruckus. Yeah, he's coming to our hometown. Okay. The funny thing is, you have King Kid and, and all these, you know, crazy kids and all these going. They're all going to die. They're going to Philadelphia, they're going to please. Aren't they? Please. They, they show up and they're like, hey, we hooked you up, everybody. And like, what is this star on the shirt? Don't worry. It's just a cowboy shirt. You're, oh, you're fine. Everybody's dead. Uh, but yeah, so you have this. And again, it's one of those where, okay, I like the, the message of it. I like the idea that family trumps all. And you ended up even going against a rule just to have a full family. Well, even but to the get rule there, you're doing a lot of nothing. It's the problem it, with this whole thing. We're working towards this whole idea of the seventh champion for Jeff John's reimagining of the Marvel family. We have to have the seventh champion for the Rock of Eternity and all this other stuff. So we have, you know, Billy Batson's father has now become the seventh champion. But for some reason, this whole idea that Billy's powers have been acting wonky, like even this one, it, it acts more because we saw it like, you know, Freddie and Darla's powers not working for. Yeah. We saw, you know, Eugene and uh, Pedro's powers not working. And now in this one, we see Mary Marvel. She still has her powers until Billy points at her. They're taken away. He does the same thing with yeah. his father here and he can give them back and forth. He doesn't know what's happening. So when we go to the Wazenderlands and we find out the idea, Billy's heart just isn't in it anymore. He has to make a choice. I'm like, no, he doesn't because right now, right now, even if he is with his father, he still considers everybody here his family. So yeah, I don't understand has. why the magic would be different this issue. 
Yeah, there was never the the setup should have been the idea that the, he got mad at the re- the kids, you know, his brothers and sisters, and ended up saying, you know, something that you you have to have this change of heart deal where he does say the way, oh, he's confused about who his family is. Not no. really. It's that his dad showed up. He is excited that his dad's there, and they're got got the thing. We're gonna go find your mother. Which you know, who wants that, lady? And even the the father who left. Like at this point. There is no confusion. He still would consider and seems to, in the book, be very concerned about his brothers and sisters there. And the so weirdest no part, the whole there. thing, maybe if it was like, you know, the started acting wonky after, you know, this last issue where he gave his father the power to become, a, you know, a champion as well, because then you might have something. But they were already acting wonky before that. So I don't understand this whole thing because yeah. I, he he doesn't love the, the idea of his father. His father's coming, has rocked his world. He doesn't know what to do anymore, but he knows who his family is. And that was how what made this book so great is that yeah. you introduce these new kids to this new world and you give them the powers, you spread the power out and you have a lot of cool stuff to do with Billy and all the rest of the kids, just more than Mary and Freddie and that we used to have. But now that he yeah. has given them the power now should be something because he didn't do it the same way he did before with the kids where he yeah, knew I, and, that yeah. these kids were his family. It's like, this is a biological, but he has not been in his life this whole time. I, that, or I'd even go with the idea that because, you know, poor, poor Tawny, uh, end up with these champions. I would have liked it if we had the seven champions already and then with the father involved. And now he's giving him, now we have eight, like a, a change of the deal. Now we're going to have eight at the end. He ends up changing the rule. And because family's stronger, we have eight champions and we need these eight to do this, whatever you would go. And then at the end, you, you could even have his dad by the end of this whole deal say, you know what? I really Don't appreciate it, but champions. I got to go, whatever. Don't be ridiculous. No, I'm saying though, you're already changing the rules anyway. I'm saying make it make sense that you never had eight so you can't so it keeps flipping out now you have to make the the, the choice again and then poor talkie tawny's out because he's just there you know doing he's nothing anyway man. But, it's fine i know but i'm saying if they would have made him that it, you're already changing up the rules anyway of how they're getting it you're going they say you, you can't have this you can't share you can't do this family is the thing you got to pick and then they, oh well both out of nowhere just make it make more sense in this kind of come up with a, a fun way that makes it seem like by the end when he goes, I choose both that you're actually shocked because you're not. No, I mean when this happens, you're just like, what are you doing? All right, this is what we you, think. You we know the that Billy's a good magic, guy. Billy, you know what you're going to do. You expect it the entire time. And, and the one and thing the, about yeah. this whole idea that I'm glad they pointed out because it has been kind of ambiguous for what since Jeff John has recreated the you know the Marvel family for the New Fifty Two and stuff like that is that when Billy does give somebody the power, he lends his power out. He becomes weaker as a whole because he is. Well, that's why I thought the else. eight would have been cooler. You're then he he's going to be able to be more. a regular guy now. He's given his yeah, power well, eight That's times. what I'm saying. He could go, but that would be the thing. All of them are, are going and wonking out and things, and they'll be like, because you can't do that. And then all of a sudden, he does it. The Rock of Eternity, it ends up shifting it's, for it's him. So, oh, it's my. so funny, too, because like, you know, back in the 90s when they revamped uh, Shazam and stuff like that, Captain Marvel, when he started giving his powers to Mary and then the Freddy and stuff like that, yeah. Black Adam was talking crap on him back then for the idea you're going to share your powers because he got yeah, so weak. They actually had to go and like, you know, Shazam out and become normal people so Billy would have more power to fight Black Adam. But no, no. with all the people that have the power of the champion, I'm like, he, Black Adam's going to be able to single-handedly take everybody out in a one-to-one oh, yeah. fight. Yeah, I, I laugh at the beginning, too, because you do have Black Adam there. He's with the seven deadly sins. And I'm like, boy, Zillia sucks. Well, when you become gluttony? I'm like, I, I like you. But they're going with this. But the problem with this whole deal, again, it it's kind of rushed. But in a way, it doesn't necessarily feel rushed, but you are. Because it feels like things have changed. Up, 
That's and yeah, and it, it's like okay, now we're gonna find out that there's only gonna be twelve issues, so we're gonna find out that you're only gonna get the sixteen because it did feel changed, and the whole idea of those underlands and things like that seemed like a really cool concept, and you just get there and really just like. This, 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 and this. Let's go. Well, it's like we Let, had the you know, Wonderlands here, which is a combination of Wonderland and Oz. And we and find out you really, know that's singing my tune. Exactly. There. Okay. But yeah. we, we have this really brief explanation that, like, you know, when when the magical lands were unlocked before and the door, like the doors were open, the, they had the Oz and Wonderland apparently were separate magical lands at one point. They yeah. had to combine together to fight they off the monster combine. lands. And so, like, you have this weird backstory to something you're not fully, really capable no, of understanding. And I want to see some we're, more. We're only it's briefly seeing these. Like, we spent so much that's time it. in you're the Funlands, and we spent yeah. some time in the Wildlands, which was a really good time, but like the Game Lands, we were gla- like yeah. glossed over that Darklands, glossed yeah, over that. Yeah, we wanted more of that. And it's and, all and about it seemed like we might have gotten lands. that, but the delays then yeah. and something where they're just like, we got to get through this, because you, you are ending up in a story where it may not be your thing, but uh, some of the things I'd like to see more The idea of you know The scarecrow there and he's talking They're talking about the tin man and hey he's dead Here's now, his axe yeah, that, But that's the thing it's like it's so weird Almost like we would have done more But here's the axe you know the tin man He I know he's your friend And oh my Dorothy's gonna be so upset As we go but nothing really Happens from it you just end Up there and the funny thing is I really thought that Jeff Jones was being fancy Because you do have the deal where they're following the yellow brick road. And then the they're trying to get to the, the deal. Brick road? Oh, the blue brick yeah. road. They say, okay, the blue brick road is a shortcut through the Queen of Hearts forest. So we can take that shortcut. Well, at the end, you end up having Billy trying to make that decision. And his dad's on the yellow brick road and the kids are all in the shortcut blue brick road. I'm thinking, what does that mean? Like, is this the shortcut? That, you know, no, really nothing. I was like, but it was just an odd visual and also just out of nowhere. Calling out that blue brick road that from the at the point we're not dealing yeah. with it now. And so it's just this combo. And it's like, all right, we're going to combine Alice in Wonderland with the Wizard of Oz. We're going to have this fun with it. And just like two the game lands. But just like in Billy's heart, up- there's a fork in the road. Yeah, there is a fork, but you end up with not. not having the fun. I mean, where is the lollipop guild? Where there. are they? Where are they? Where's the mayor? You're about are they in charge you of the munchkins and the lollipop yeah, guild? Yeah, I see and stuff him, but like even that. even even he or they are like really like, and they're throwing shade at scare. Like there is some fun. Cheeks. Like it seems like you too. end up Jeff John wanting Andy. to have fun. But there's no time for the fun. But is there no well, that's time? The thing because is, out of all the stuff that we've been dealing with, the magical lands, we're like, all right, this could be a really cool story. Until we got to the Wonderlands, when we just have an idea of like, so Wonderland and Oz combined together, that. and the whole thing, like, that just kind of seems really unimaginative for everything else that you I were actually like creating. The idea, and then you're setting up, oh, the witches here, and we're doing this and stuff, and Dorothy, she saved us all these times, but it doesn't lead to anything. You can't have a setup like this that leads to nothing, and so you're just kind of left there. Like, all right, I I don't understand why, how, why are we even here? And some of the bits now are, you said, you end up a little too long with Kid King Kid, and then you went to the Game Lens, which we thought would be fun, and set up a really neat thing where Eugene is really great at the games, but Pedro, he, but he's the one who ends up having to do it, but you never did that because the wizard came and grabbed him. You had an idea that the wizard might not be on the up and up, but now it's just, eh, I was just pretending I was dead to that, see that, things. That whole and, thing, with the, uh, the, that was one of my biggest concerns, the idea where we had to call out that somebody in Billy's you know, family is a traitor or something yeah. like that, like, and the wizard supposedly is dead but he's here I'm like well does that mean the wizard's traitor and he's just leading yeah, Eugene and Pedro like, but that's it doesn't thing, come anywhere in no. this issue 
And the thing is, if at this point you had issue after issue with this wizard who he thinks on the up and up saying, oh, Billy, but you can't. You have to pick between your father and your brothers and sisters. And we find out that wasn't the case when Billy just does it. And now we realize he was a traitor trying to, you know, neuter the whole thing. The whole, But we don't get that. No, we don't get anything really. And, and everything just seems to be like, all right, here's this, this, this and this. It lines up. Let's now, go. All right. We have a family. Boom. As and I say just, that, I'm telling you, I was not surprised by the fact that Billy did this because I expected it to be no, the case the entire time. That's but, what you want. Right. But the buildup that we had here. I'm telling you, you can see it a mile away, but the build up and the reactions from the characters from Darla, the okay. idea where you have, you know, the idea of Billy's father. He knows that he's been away this whole time. He's just jumped back into Billy's life and he's so proud that he's a champion, all these things. He doesn't want to have to have the powers. And he, like, the kids are all upset, like, I don't want to give up my powers, but that's Billy's dad. You know what? We yeah. love Billy. So if he wants to give the power to them and not us, that's fine. And it's like the reactions from both of them, I'm telling you, it's really good, it's Jeff okay. John speak yeah. for oh, what this whole thing is, just for Billy to decide at the end, you know what? I choose. But like, of course you do, Billy. And and yeah, of course. And then you that, have that great spreadshot of all the kids, oh, like great. you know, all his Captain Marvel up and stuff and like that. Even, even leading to that, even leading to that, the problem being is you have not established. Like this should have been established at a point. You did have Billy's dad coming back. Hey, I'm Billy's dad. Look at me, Mister Batson. I'm here. I'm looking cool. I got the gray silver fox look up there. Look. Up there, I look like Rachel Gould. But he's there, and you never because they were already out and about they were already in the the lands things like that right away so you didn't get that idea we thought like oh man maybe this is a dupe right so that was one of the things that people were saying yeah. right away oh maybe this isn't it but you you never got the setup which you do have here but it doesn't hit as hard with me of the idea of oh my god we never really thought of Billy, like, yeah, we he could be taken away from us, but we never thought of the other side where we would love to be with our parents, and we would love Darla starts crying. Does this mean that Billy love doesn't Darla. love us? I, I do too. But then you end up having you know, Eugene even saying, boy, you know, I kind of understand. Even Darla says, and like, it, it breaks their heart, but they'd understand if he'd want to go in his Pedro's father because like, they're, you have a they're chance orphans. To be dad, Billy. Take yeah, they're it. We'll orphans. Be okay. This is what you want. This as an order, like, this is your dream that your parents will come back for you. It just wasn't set up enough. I still have the feels because I love Darla. Like you said, we love the characters. But this idea of this conflict and stuff, they've been too busy. Things are delayed. Things seem to be shifted a bit in this as well. And then by the end, when he just says, like, that whole mystery of is it really – well, it, it has to be because now you're, you're getting this. And then, yeah, you get to the point where we want to get to. I just didn't have enough leading up to that that made it – the it's it's cool. This could have been spectacular. This could have been our moment of the entire year oh, yeah. if we would have had this complete setup where you ended up where they're like, we understand, we love you, Billy, but we'd understand. And then he says, just like he does, but you just haven't had them together enough in this book yet. Well, I'm telling you, you from the get-go, we pretty much had the them things. separated right after the fun lands and just trying to do different things because so many things yeah. were added to the story on top of each other yeah, that's that we never problem, had enough time to really develop any one yeah. thing. And you haven't. And we love Darla, and you end up, and even Freddy, uh, Freddy there. He's, got he's a, little, a little bit of a jerk. Like, look, he can't really take our is, powers away for this guy, huh? No, he's no. Got his, he he's can't. got his little 
his uh, five o'clock shadow going on there. He looks cool with that hair. Looks like he could be in like a, you know, winger or something. He's cool. But a lot of people, we, we listen to podcasts. A lot of people never even remember Eugene and Pedro's name because they, they're pushed aside. And I wanted more of the family before we get the family yeah. so that it hit more than it did. It's still a great moment. It's still one of my favorite moments I of the week. just wish it would have hit just me better. I wish it would have hit it more. I didn't really have much emotion and from I'll it like I you, thought like, I should. DC, I Jeff Johns. was crying. I'm telling you, I almost cried. And the thing is, even with that, up. DC or Jeff Johns, whoever like decides who's going to be on what pages for this whole thing, even just the artists yeah. themselves, when you go, because yeah, when you get to Wazenderlands, like I said, you have a lot of artists. You have Marco Santucci, Scott Collins, and Dale Eagleson mm-hmm. on this who have to separate. Before we used to have a bit where it would be separated by the story that we're dealing with from yeah, different lands. you going to different now lands. Now it's actually just whoever, it's, it seems like a grab bag, but when you have Billy decide and it becomes Dale Eagleson's art, yeah, as it Dale actually transitions it looks like it actually transitions from scott collins to dale eaglesham's on one page it looks like and he says shazam and you have dale eaglesham giving you the entire shazam marvel family it's amazing i'm like good job doing that it it made me laugh too because as it would go down if i would guess you kind of get marco santucci right away yeah and then it shifts and there is that separation because then you go into the wazenderlands but then everybody joins up but i don't even mind Scott Collins there I thought he did a really good job in that but then all of a sudden when you do get to the big you know the big to do and all like oh yeah there we go and it it looks great that that spread page is awesome it's something that you could get signed by him at, at a con and stuff and it would be really cool uh, especially having his dad there. And that's the like, thing. Pedro for, looks for so happy. Reason, though, I don't know what it is, but just because the idea of having the seventh champion, I wish that wasn't a thing that Jeff Johns decided because just having yeah. the six champions as the kids, or even if you're going to have the seventh, Black Adam having the connection to the power, even though they're different gods and different power that Shazam gave him at that point. I don't, for some reason, Billy's dad being there. I know. It I actually for me think that he may not stick around. That's what I'm saying. And really, where's Tawny? I, I actually didn't he's really see him much. He's hanging out in Philadelphia. Much. He's, he's, at, he's at the Vasquez's yeah. house. So I, I think that maybe we're going to have – maybe we'll have a, a little change because, yeah, it kind of does – Seem odd to have them, and I don't see no Captain Marvel mention on this that we thought we were going to get. Or you know, I was arguing with you. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But at the end, you, you get what you wanted out of this. This is what you, we said even earlier with with Flash Forward. If it ends, and then we go back to our yeah, and all of a sudden you have the Flash family together, you can overlook a lot of things because that's what you wanted to get. And the spread page is what we wanted to get again. Everybody has their powers. They have the seven. They're a family. They're ready to kick butt. And they're going to go. And then you even as a Jeff Johns deal, that could be the end where you're like, yeah, all right. But you have to set up that everything isn't so well, that's you know, the thing rosy. Is, you know, they, they've chosen the seventh champion. Like the Wizards revealed himself. And Dr. Savannah seems a little bit concerned. Mr. Mind is not. He's like, look. No, he's well, like, well, that's well, just the we're deal. We're the Rock of Eternity now. Nobody knows what we're up to. We're going to send King Kid to Philadelphia with his little clown monsters. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to unlock the Monster Lands. The Monster Society of Evil is going to be here before they know it. They're going to be able go. to take us on. Yeah, and there's that little thing even before where they're like, oh, the portal's open. So that sets that up. The, the biggest thing in this is Black Adam and the they don't really do much except to just show well, that the just, powers a, are wonky. He's a dupe right now because he's just been like blackmailed. They're like, hey, guy, if you work with us, even though you hate our guts, we'll be able to bring back characters that shouldn't exist in this continuity. You know what? I'm all about doing that. I'm in. 
And even then, he's like, y- you're all about family, Billy. Well, so am I. Uh, I want Billy to be like, is this about Kondak again? Because if it is, <laughs> this I'm is about just going to go here. Family. You're kind of uh, like, you know, you're 2,000 years ago. Family. Here. We're talking about Osiris no, and Isis. We're talking now. Oh. Kind of, uh, all right. Uh, and then, but I'm going to, we're talking kind of, but we're also talking that. And, uh, all right. I'll be over here. I'm going to go over you here when you're done. You want to do. I'm going back talk. to the magical I, I've heard, I've heard this song many a time, and I don't need to. I'm changing the channel. But it, all it's there is to end up in a, it. It plays out kind of neat where you do have Billy's dad. All of a sudden, he has powers. He doesn't understand him. He's doing fun. the old classic holy moly when it happens. This. Yeah, you're doing all that stuff. So it is okay, but it's just a back and forth just to show that the powers are wonky, but never really explained. But it, it's, it's okay. It's a Jeff Johns deal, so I, I do like it. Things, but it does seem rushed. It does seem shifted. It seems like things aren't exactly how it was going to play out. Maybe this was one of those. Well, well, I was going to pad this out a little, and not that we need to get to, but it has been delayed. So let's so kind of get this done to make up for the delay, so people aren't saying and, and really getting out of their mind saying you delayed this book that long just for a filler issue. That's nonsense. So he ends up okay. Let's. It does seem like there's parts of this that aren't Jeff Johns-esque. Things were set up that never came to be. Things seem rushed, things like that. So it did affect my score, but I like the end. And I like the art overall. Love that last page. I so. hate Scott Collins' art. I'm I don't mind it I feel like such a jerk to saying I hate his art. It's just when I have Marco Santucci at the beginning of this book, I think it looks really good. By the end, we have Dale Englisham, who I love. And just the middle with the was Enderlands where everything just looks you know grainy and is? cartoony. I'm telling you, you know what the problem is with it? It's that the Flash family's there. If they weren't there and it was just the, the you know, Flash the family? Scarecrow. Or, you, no, the oh, uh, Shazam, Shazam family. family. Right. If you just ended up having the Scarecrow and the Munchkins just talking about things like, oh, my, we got to go find Dorothy and things like that, it would fit that art style really well. But then when the, the Shazam family shows up, the, the couple show up there, then it's it's off because then you're like, oh, they don't look as good as they did. But I I don't mind like the Cheshire Cat and things. They look like, I would think that they would look in there, but you just add but the But imagine Shazam if Gail Eagleship was doing it. Yeah. It would just end up looking, you know, Amazing. a little more or less cartoony, I guess. But I don't mind that it looked like that. The Scarecrow, I think, looks great. I wonder if Gail goes and to cons, like whatever it is, I do want to get that page actually signed by him because it yeah, looks great. Yeah, it'd be great. awesome. I just want to – can we airbrush the dad out of there because it kind of ruins it for me? Uh, the, the thing uh, – that's the funny thing. You also have that he'll have those word bubbles away, which makes me laugh because that's where you end up having to make it look like nobody's really talking. They're all just smiling. <laughs> Billy it right there is showing that he could – end up being a really good ventriloquist he's talking through his teeth there and everybody's loving it but i just telling you pedro and darla are the best pedro is like listen if anybody has oh, a hercules movie going hercules out there if anybody needs hercules i'm here i i can do this and darla just looks great they all look great um but i do love that uh what'd you give it? i ended up giving a 6.8 on the site but after talking about it, i think i got a little wowed by the ending whole thing even though it was very like you know you could see it coming when when it does happen it does hit you if you are a fan of captain marvel shazam whatever but i think i mean i want to go down to six point five just for how rushed I'm actually, it seems it's the weird thing is i'm gonna let that last panel get me excited uh for once eric i, I don't get excited a lot unless i see gold acting all sexy yeah. right and so i'm going seven i was actually at a six five and i'm like you know what yeah, we got to where we wanted to go. It, it was what, but just now the wonkiness of the powers. Like I yeah, had a problem with it while we're doing it, but talking about it, where is, it doesn't yeah, really work for me it's to true. lead up to that big moment. Just so happy at that end, and then 
just thinking that we could probably go outside in a you know a day or so and we could see kid, King Kid. We could see all those clowns <laughs> and all. I'd really, a lot of times I go into Philadelphia and that's all I see is a bunch of clowns, bunch of clowns, clowns everywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, but yeah, I hear me. I'm excited. Yeah, really, I get scared. Uh, but yeah, I like it enough because now we're here, and hopefully, when the next issue comes out n- next April, Eric, there. Uh, we're we got past this. You got out of there, and we can go into now our to explore world the and have some fun. That's the and we'll see too. what's going on. How are we going to go back to our world? Because we still I have to explore know. the Wasenderland. So we have I King know, Kid I, running amok. That's is what there, I think. That, that a maybe we situation? I think that they're just going to go Black out. I'm going to say this. You know what? I can't have this happening. I better stop this King Kid and his really? clowns. If we're not going to get Scarecrow and the Munchkins in Philadelphia, then then I am going to be upset because I need them there. Day in Philadelphia. And they're like, follow the yellow brick road. They're like, no, no, that's piss from the hobos. Get away. <laughs> that's not the yellow brick road, please. Uh, so look at all the I need holes. It's obviously yeah. not the yellow brick road. Look at this. Where's the witches? <laughs> they're down at the meth house. <laughs> oh, this is a crazy little, uh, you know, uh, Alice in Wonderland. No, no. That, it says drink me. Don't drink it. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, my. But, yeah, and then bring the Liberty Bell, which somehow gets everybody excited. No, that'll they be the best. They the crack. Everybody's upset. Well, they, yeah, it's like the, the, the witch is dead. Bing, ding. You're just done. I don't know. I, I like that. And just to mention that, I love The Wizard of Oz. It's one of my favorite things of all time. And I don't mind if we don't continue it. I just get to Philadelphia. Uh, but that's that. What is the last book of this section? We got Teen Titans number 37, written by Adam Glass and Bernard Chang, with art by Bernard Chang, Scott Hanna, Marcia Mayo, and Rob Lee. The other is revealed to be Damien's cloned monster brother, Heretic, back from the dead this issue, and while Adam Glass tries his best to make this seem intriguing and make some kind of sense, the best part of this issue were between the rest of the team and working together and Roundhouse realizing the mistakes he's made previously and thinking about how he's going to win his friends back again in the end. I shouldn't be up here. Th- that's what the Heretic's saying. He, he should be dead, Eric. And, and with that, I sat there, uh, you know... Reading this, I'm like, all right, Lobo, you, you're the villain. All right. Oh, I wasn't the other. I mean, you ended up already having that set up anyway, and he was going to come back. That could have been the big reveal of him stepping forward. That's the thing is, we're already done the year of the villain. It's not even on the covers anymore. I know, but I'm saying before, I would have liked a little more setup, even at the point where you have Heretic. And if you don't know, this is the clone of Damien that ended up killing Damien back in the New 52 and Batman Incorporated. So, you know, it's spelled out enough, but the idea of, I, I left you so many clues that it was me. I'm like, really? Banana. I didn't see them. Yeah, really. So I would have liked to have had the setup of that being a year of the villain thing where you ended up even at the point where, I don't know, the year of the villain bringing him back to life, that would be too quick. But the idea of maybe getting his son, I don't know what it would be, what? whatever the offer and half the offers we don't get, but him being back. And just like, haha! The I'm heretic you. being I, back is stupid. I, I'm just going to come out here and say it because the whole thing. Oh I wanted, I wanted to find out who the I other was. It was this background character since Adam Glass took over this Teen Titans. So it's this yeah. thing that Damien's been hunting down. He, like, you know, he's been trying to figure this out. It's been something that's been. Oh, he has. Here's here, the thing, though. But I'll heretic. just interrupt you one second here. No. Uh, who? Who was the other Red the big tie-in to? It, it was also Red Arrow. She was the one who was real concerned about it at first. And now oh, yeah, yeah. it's the heretic. And then you ended up having Jason Todd go, oh, I know this and that. And the, 
he wouldn't You're let this for fly the other, either. Aren't you, Red Hood? Or you but are. This was an Emiko thing at first. This was what she joined the team to find out more about, and then it's a heretic. That doesn't make sense. You know, it makes no just the sense idea, at all. After heretic is killed by Talia Al Ghul, after she finds out that you know heretic killed Damien, gets his head cut off. So we just have a lone assassin who's not <laughs> named here. Take him back, his body back to one of Rachel yeah. Ghul's Lazarus pits. Which at this point. Lazarus pits were hard to come by. So I'm telling you, Lazarus pits are hard to come by, but also because that was the thing. You didn't have Damien come back with a Lazarus no. pit. In fact, Batman was trying to figure out how Jason Todd came back, so you didn't have that. And when you see this, well, I'm like, when you that had just the looks Batman, like a hot tub party. Even when you had the Batman Rachel Ghoul issue of the Batman Robin series after Damien died, yeah. he had Damien's body. He was going to put him in the special Lazarus pit, which would have mind controlled because the thing is, all you had the was prime, the, you had the uh, Well of Sins and you had the other, uh, this new Lazarus pit, which I can't remember yeah. what it's called now, but the uh this is pretty much all you had well of sins was shut down and then this yep. other one which was more pure than that wellspring of the lazarus pits but this was would have raced his mind and made him malleable for rachel go so that's all you had i don't know what this pit is that he's going to go yeah, to but the idea sense. is we have the heretic you know giant muscular man body with a little freaking baby <laughs> yeah. head it's cut off so we're going to take this body and somehow put it in this lazarus pit it's going to mix Stitch the head it up okay and bring him back to life but the, the backstory that he is giving damien and then he spent his days in a monastery his years in the monastery free and they're like you know free to He's discover you his now own i path. think instead of reading these books you would have just been watching like stargate nonsense oh, like yeah, that constantly. you're you're the other that's but no, what you the thing are. is i'm looking at this thing as i recovered there i read their books and learned of an ancient evil that had plagued this earthly plane for millennia yeah. and the whole idea this this ancient evil really seems supernatural but what he because of the way he spells it out here in the monastery books of this ancient evil plague man for millennia he goes and kills the other and then takes his place and his criminal organization i'm like yeah why does this ancient evil have a criminal organization that you then use because you're playing dread pirate roberts yeah yeah i uh, what i want to know is when you see this lone assassin the unnamed assassin he's just taking that head back <laughs> And so he's throwing the head in. Why would it be stitched to a body that was not even there? He's just running with a bloody head. At one point, it looks like he's running for a touchdown. He ends up there, and then all of a sudden, you have the body rise, uh, like in, in Catwoman. Like, it has a costume right, on, right. and he's got a robe, the, the and head, now it's stitched. The head is reattached to the body, right? But you also have a messed up eye exactly. still. What is the this eye pit? is not fixed from when it was no. put out before when Batman this was Lazarus fighting him. pit sucks. You, you better go take it back. Yeah, I want the warrant on this so Lazarus I'm telling pit. You, Adam Glass is trying to make this heretic reveal he's trying make, to make it sense, work. And yeah, but he's it, it failing doesn't. at it. Which is, I, I would so, rather have, you want to have something with some Theo Titan, the old Tom King the nonsense, where you end up having this assassin who's so into this return, where he goes to the 9 pit, maybe the 10 and the 11 pit, <laughs> but he ends up going in there and sacrificing himself to bring back heretic, and now we end up at least saying, well, we don't know how this 9 pit nonsense sense works but this is lazarus pit we didn't have him at that time like this and then it comes back without fixing an eye uh, attaching a body with stitching i i like that there's mrs lazarus down there stitching his freaking thing but you have to have that mrs lazarus so that, yeah, so mr lazarus that. i don't know then you you end up Hi. with the stitching also looks like he has a voice box there or maybe that's a button i don't know where he's talking but he's not talking about too much is, you had a tricky out of it it is the voice box in my mind because if you do look at the thing it is an electronic uh, thing, how he talks. So it's like, they call me heretic, but you can call me brother. And then David's like, you are 
there is a voice box. Stephen I didn't even Hawking. notice that before. Yeah, it's there. And I guess it's Might Stephen Hawking. Might as well be a Mr. Mind, a little radio hanging from his neck. Really? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, no, it's Mr. Microphone. He's, I will be back to pick you up later. Good looking. But like, you can't say that now. <laughs> I, you were gone for a while. You missed that Me Too movement there, Heretic. Get out so of town. So I'm looking at this book, and I see the Heretic is the reveal. I'm already upset because it's, I don't like the Heretic. You know, past the whole idea, he was good for what it was. But when you revealed that baby head back in Batman Incorporated, I'm like, what is this monstrosity? Thank God and it I'm died. Too, but And then when, when he ends up saying, though, too, it's like, you think I came alone? Come on, mute. I'm just assuming there are those other mutant Damien's coming out, but they were burned. But the whole thing in the end, like, you know, we have this backstory of how he became the other, which I find pretty much nonsense. But thankfully, we have the background where the rest of our team, you know, Red Arrow, Crush and uh, Kid Flash are chained up underneath the other's lair where it's slowly filling up with water. And they're working about a way to Kid Flash can't vibrate because his powers are wonky for what was going on in the Flash previously to the Rogue's War or the uh, King Cold stuff that we're dealing with now. Yeah, yeah. So we're just trying to do this whole thing and we have you know in the background as well we have roundhouse breaking free of his restraints in the dungeon at mercy hall and going back home and talking to mama just hanging about what's been going on the idea like hey i thought you were with your friends roundhouse you need to call me if you're going to be out and stuff like that and like he's working through his problems and actually very upset because his mother like you know he still sees her as a bit of an enemy because he's never been as good in his mind for her as his twin sister who died died, you blame me you wish that i died you wish daddy's never around anymore because of daddy's never around which is true i mean he's a piece of crap uh, but he's even like, yeah, you never compliment me. You're always saying that. And she's like, no, no, no. I, I love you. It's almost like it's one of those ideas. Again, Son, we go to American you call Dad in my mind. And I know it's not for your kicks. Yeah, really. I like the I like when we had uh, the whole me. deal on American Dad when you had Francine and her sister, and like, oh, you're always helping us, and it's like, no, 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 it's because she needs the help. Yeah, we know you're okay. Because, and I like this idea of like, yeah, I've been upset. It doesn't quite hit as much because you have the idea where his his mom says, you know, all right, well, you know, your sister was really good at things, but you always had the big heart. You always had a lot of friends, but that also means that he's very emotional yeah. in my mind and needs some. Support which she didn't give him. I wish that she would have just plain out said, "I was wrong." You know what? I love you. You should know this, but I, I haven't been letting baby. you know that, and I really haven't been able. And I wish they would even add a thing like, "We really haven't talked much about your sister." That's kind of been a thing. Let's talk about it before he does go back, and it's a great reveal at the end where he's now re-energized to save them. They may still not accept them. I. I hope and believe they will. But he comes yeah, back and even he comes back you, like gold in a non-sexy if way. If you haven't been reading, because one of the biggest things that really pushed everybody over the edge, besides sort of him betraying everybody and trying to take them down, is that he did lock Jin inside of a ring, and yeah. they can't figure out how well, to unlock her at this point. And what I like about this too, you have a couple of things that I do like the way it plays through. You have the heretic there, and yeah, he, he's a monstrosity. He's, he's a Frankenstein Damien. He's a, but he says, you know. I was kind of hanging loose watching what you're doing. And boy, especially this time, dead is better. You're as bad as me. Uh, Yeah, you're as bad as me. Like you're doing things that I would do. And I see now's the time I'm dying. Uh, He even says you're dying right again where there's the expiration date on the letters. He's dying this whole bit. And he wants Damien to become the other. I'm telling you, it's a dread pirate rivalry because all he's doing is wearing this freaking armor that everybody just thinks he's the original other at this point. So, hey, Damien, you're already going down this path. You're as bad as I am. He's going to be like, hey, there are other you. 
brother. You lost six feet. I mean, you used to be 10 foot tall. You're now three foot eight. What happened? I'm the other. I uh, could do that. I, I, I would have liked it played out more where he goes to Damien here and he does capture them. He, he ends up throwing the, the others in the sewer. He's there taunting Damien. He's got him tied up. I wish that this was more played out where you are poking fun again at the idea that Damien hasn't been good. A lot of people don't like that about the book where the other comes well, and thinks so that Damien does not need to be you know subdued because you were bad you're just like me i mean i've been watching like here we go let's go high five brother and then you have damien like what the hell are you talking about i'm not with you i would have liked that play better but i do see that i do like that that little twist though of him saying you're bad you've been doing things so let's go you'll be down with my plan he thinks that damien will accept the plan because He's been imprisoning thing. He's been getting mind wipes. And then I like the idea, even though it doesn't play out great, where you have Lobo has to get out of the book. So the other shows up. Hey, Lobo, all that money worth it. Oh, my. You are the main man. All right. But now when you go, before you go, can you, you know, do the wonky wonky on your daughter here, Crush, so that she's just submissive and can't do anything, which, again, is pretty much Jin being stuck in the ring as well. And I like that because Crush has had a big problem with Jin. Well, now she's seeing firsthand what it's like to be controlled and what it's like to be under lock and key from somebody who's now gone and you're trapped. So I like the way that this will play out when Jin comes back, where now you're going to have Crush say, I'm sorry. I know. And even at the point, she seems to kind of be lightening up a little as she's under the control and can't do anything. Really, she can still sit there and like, you you guys are my friends and I really want to help, but I can't. Then you have, you know, Emiko and Kid Flash kind of coming in, almost saying they love each other at points, but then it keeps getting interrupted in a good way. And the ending with the whole you know, Damien the heretic nonsense. The setup makes no sense, especially going in the framing of when Damien died with the heretic and all that stuff. But when you get to the others in the sewer, it's great. I, I really that's what I like I'm about you, that's the book. This book them really together. shines because yeah, it I, is. I was so thankful we had the rest of the team actually doing kind of yes. teamwork and trusting each other and just talking through their problems because stuff with yeah. the heretic was upsetting me because no, and, how and nonsense really, it was. It is even funny the idea where they're just in one bit where water's kind of awful water they're in the sewer it reminded me this is you know star wars with the trash yeah, compactor yeah, yeah. but they end up and i That's need them to water. be yelling and like oh no they've died you have c3 feeling like a jerk uh but with all of this going on the the thing in the sewer which doesn't seem like that seems like that is probably looked at as the padding to some people because the heretic that should uh-uh. be a big thing that's the stuff i like me too and i really did like the idea of roundhouse and his mom though it, it kind of seemed a little it odd. didn't play off like, as well as i would have liked didn't. i think that only because we only saw them a couple times together and then he just goes back and immediately she's just like i'm sorry i do love you all right mom i'm off and she take your your silly suit and go I'm see your friend. You, whatever it was that she said to him really inspired him because the whole thing like no, you know, she they, says make it when, right when, they're, when right. they're drowning in the sewer then all of a sudden an explosion happens and kid flash is like what happened where'd the water go what happened your boy yeah. happened. And yeah. where he's, it's like gold, your, your, all sexy. Your boy happened. For some reason, Ralph sounds like that person. I like, I'm like, I like it a lot. Just look at the idea. He's got his arm up there like gold there. Pointing and himself in his thumb. And, and really, his mom's there talking to him. And just like in Stargate, she says, make it so. No, no, right? No, no, That's what happens. Stargate. Okay, uh, but you go, <laughs> you go, and I, I do like the idea. And I want them to be like, go to heck there, roundhouse, you jerk. But I, I hope that this is the whole 
deal. He's back. You end up where now they're going to have to fight off the heretic. I, I am afraid Damien. because the thing is, the heretic is dying, and he wants Damien to join him and actually, you know, take yeah. over for him with this whole thing. It's like, and if I refuse, then I have another use for you, and your team will drown. I'm like. Are you just going to use them for spare parts here? Are you going to like you know transfer yeah. you into this Damien, or is, is that what you're going to do? You know what else I like too. I like at the beginning when you end up having Roundhouse break out of Mercy Hall, and he, he becomes a ball, and he's bouncing around. But as he goes out the door, he doesn't change back. He bounces his big <laughs> self to his house. He bounces in the house. It looks Pretty like cool outside. The, it looks like outside the door of his room, he has set fire. To his house, he he's wrecked the whole house as he goes. There's explosions outside the door, and he goes in. And I just, I, I actually like the the deal because then he gets out of Mercy Hall, his room there, and goes to his actual home where he even, you know, wraps himself up, which is kind of a cool deal where he has to get out in disguise. You have the heretic now coming. In. There's a lot of things that I do like in this. It's just the heretic just fell. Flat I agree. I'm done. That be. is not the, the reveal that you wanted no. if you're invested in the Teen Titans book and waiting this long to finally find out who the big bad yeah. behind the curtain is. Yeah. The heretic fell flat. And thankfully, yeah. we have strong enough characters where you do care about them doing something yeah, that can keep the book up at least but elevated a bit. The, some people haven't liked this book in a long time. And I just think that, okay, well, the heretic's back and then they won't be involved. And we'll see how long all this goes on and things like that. And how long Adam Glass is on the book, even because we're having co-writers kind of, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, it's still listed as him fully on, I guess maybe in the the next solicits, it'll list of him not being on, but it's still listing him as on. And he may have said something. I remember seeing some other things. Because somebody else is coming on to write with him. I know they're they're writing with him. Yeah. yeah. And but there's never been the solicit of him by himself. Uh, It's kind of like the whole deal with VRAM. Right. And the uh Tynan on the Just League Dark, but it does seem like he'll be gone from the book and we'll see where it goes from there, or maybe it'll just go a couple issues and be cancelled or rebooted, whatever it will be. But what did you give this? Well, I gave this a six point five out of ten. I love the art, I love the team, but the heretic is lame as hell. Yeah, I'm gonna go six eight. Uh, because I like that other stuff. I like seeing roundhouses, you know, happy again yeah, and things like that. And I like that old deal. That's the back. The idea of the, book, of the other though being yeah. the heretic just <laughs> so, all of a sudden is so there. Fun. It's like oh, like okay, but let's Dad, just do that. You and I that. were joking because I was waiting to read this whole thing till later on. You would and you got the you read, yeah. read the book. Oh yeah. Like, hey, you want to mean to tell you this? No, I don't. I want to be revealed, like have the reveal for myself and not be spoiled, so I can have it. Oh, all I wanted sickened. to tell you because it was so much nonsense. That's all I wanted to tell you. I didn't tell you. Why not take a stand on this one? Like. Why do, couldn't yeah. I just have him reveal this because it didn't yeah. meant nothing? No, I'm telling you, I wanted to tell you, and I, you didn't want me to, so I didn't. I just giggled the whole time. I'm like, wait till he sees this. It's going to be crazy. But that's the end of that section, and we're going to go off to supper. Yo, it's mail call. mail with eric and if you want to be part of the mail going forward you can email us at weird science dc comics at gmail.com that address will probably be in the show notes we'll see we'll see how that goes we're going to start with steve and steve has a subject of 
Steve's back and why I have to All say right, that is Steve. because it continues in, and that is a double entendre. But he's not getting sexy, Eric. He had back surgery. As I'm finally back reading comics and an update on my back. I have 37 episodes, not exaggeration, actual number queued up between the Marvel and DC shows. He has 37 episodes and and have been reading, going crazy, reading issues for the past few days as I've been too lazy to read a single thing since my surgery date and have been binging Always Sunny and Sons of Anarchy as well. So much for my carefully curated pile of to uh, trade paperbacks to read. So he's got a lot of stuff ahead of him recovery wise. Doctor said MRIs and x rays look great. Aren't MRIs those things that you eat in the, the army? That you eat those MRIs? MRIs you eat in them. You get them like, this tastes great. These meals MRIs. Ready yeah. MRIs, meals ready, intestinal, Instantly. bowel problems, which is awesome and I'm thankful for. But my right hip slash leg slash foot is on fire with horrendous nerve pain almost constantly so if any listeners want to send me some money if it get well that'd be fantastic Uh, eric's always on my last nerve you know nerve pain i'm able to hobble without my walker for the most part and can even almost fully wipe my butt again no chip's not (laughs) Uh, there yet it doesn't matter. It's not, I can't. I just don't. I mean, why would I? I don't want to get my hands dirty. Not back don't, to work yet, as I can't really sit yet. So he can't sit down. Uh, you know, that, that would take everything out of you, jerk. I got to start throwing shade at you, <laughs> freaking jerk off. But I think next week or so, I can rejoin the review team and chip in again. He's one of the Marvel reviewers. Nice. And I saw that he has a book on the docket. For him to do so we'll see if that is the case That's all for now though I look forward to hearing you hopefully shred Event Leviathan number 6 He is behind her Uh, Yeah that's how far behind I am And getting some pop culture And Mrs. Werner in my life again That sounds sexy That's what Jim wants as well You and Brandon still owe $20 for fantasy dues You slackers That's all for Brandon And he says thank you And that is from Steve And I hope Steve Steve feels better And he can start wiping his ass on the reg Right? That's what you got (laughs) Now the next one is from Pauly P And Pauly P who I I neglected to say his name last week Uh um, So I apologize again And he says He says hey gentlemen and Eric, oh, um, I don't even know why. I get <laughs> Here we are at the end of 2019. I just wanted to drop the like the beginning line. of 2019. He, he wants to say good day and whatnot. He's he's writing from down under. Yeah, right? but he's down from America. Under. Yeah, I know he is, but he's still down under. I meant under your bed. Ah. And let you know what I've been up to lately. 2019 has been both the best and the worst of times. The best and the blurst of times. I oh, heard the uh, Mr. Burns ended up having those chimps right with the, the typewriters. Uh, maybe simultaneously in approximate order. Here's what 2019 brought him. I, I'm going to tell you that if I laugh at any point during this, <laughs> it's not because I laughing. think these things are funny. It's because it, it just doesn't end. His misery, hopefully it did end. This this ends up, I mean, really, this is a laundry list. And I, I kind of know what those are, even though I don't do laundry. Uh, it's a laundry list of misery. And it's just, it, thank God, Paulie P made it through 2019. And he seems to be smiling about yeah. it. Number one, I'm not even going to number them. They just go and the, the hits keep coming. This is the Beatles 
of misery. Take a restraining order out on his ex-wife. Huh? Right? That's that's how it starts. Should I have the ding? Uh, had her charged when she violated said order. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, joined a band. Which then broke up when the singer and the drummer, both guys, not that there's anything wrong with that, were having a thing, and their respective girlfriends found out. All right? So the, a band. What else are you going to do? Well, really. I mean, that's why you joined Jim the band. Jim was in a band throughout college just for that reason. That's right. You, you want to get the tail. It's like you're on shore leave <laughs> for some strange. <laughs> yes, my G.I. Uh, Joe name. Yeah, really. Yeah. Attempted suicide. See, this is what I'm saying. And had a 72-hour stay in the inpatient psychiatric unit at the hospital. All right. Got a new car used, but new to him. Nice. That finally wasn't a rolling bomb. All right. Spent 10 days in the hospital because intractable pain in my face because of a nerve. I remember that. I remember yeah, the that butt seems, thing. That seems like so long ago, uh, that nerve thing. I have to say, I thought that was like years and years ago because I remember him saying that. And then all of a sudden, I started Maybe developing. Maybe he's been having a problem for years. Thing. He I'm probably just you, went to the doctor I, I about it. I ended up thinking I had the same problem. <laughs> like, Hypochondriac. Uh, had ex-wife charged again for violating restraining <laughs> well, order again. Joined another band playing bass, and for the first time in a long time, remembered how great it is to connect with to other musicians the on the same wavelength as you. Not sure if we'll ever gig, Eric. Gig, but playing old R and B and funk songs once a week for a few hours is yeah. like therapy. So that's it's like podcasting. Good. Is that the first good that? Well, he got a car. He got a car, and he got that. It's like you. You're like, boy, I want to reconnect with some musicians with gigs, and you went to the local freaking to what is a karaoke. And there's me <laughs> saying that while I'm sitting here doing my own yeah. karaoke all the time. All right, but I was in a band. Joined the Marvel so Review Crew. Oh no, the misery continues. <laughs> he did that. Um, partner Zoe miscarried. I, I'm telling you. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> well, you're taking all the fun out of it now, Polly. Had another suicide attempt. Finally pulled my head out of my ass. Can you and charge your wife again? This Come wasn't on. normal for some serious help seeing a psychiatrist or ongoing therapy and medication management. <sighs> brought a brand new bass. All right. All I right. wish I was. A, he bought a bass. It's like the right? first bass, second bass, third bass. Yeah, he got the third. An actual Fender Precision bass. I don't know what that first band he was in. I think you can get a home run. <laughs> uh, he uh, liked, he always wanted a Fender Precision bass. You know, one of Obviously. Those. He had an abscess on his ass. Yes. Had minor surgery and had to have it drained for over a week. Something that I think is one of the sexiest things I've ever heard of. He he ended up saying to me, like, oh, man, I got to go in. It's going to be a test. I said, I hope you studied. That was my big joke. It's still there, too. I think that's the last time that we talked personally on our deal. No, Uh. I can't. And I'm on a fiber diet, Eric. I'm really having problems. So now I'm going to do my butt test coming up. They told me I have to, though. They think I have some issues, Eric, not to be down myself. Let me tell you, having a tube draining pus is probably the least sexy thing you can have up your butt. Now, I don't know about that. I can think of a couple of things like a light bulb, a baseball bat. I, really, I know. Just is there a worse term? Even if the term pus meant something else, it's one of the worst just things you in like the that language, word right? No, I'm telling you, I don't. It, it's just pus. pus. It, you can't even say, how do you say, hey, baby, come over and look at my pus. <laughs> you can't even say it's sexy, right? <laughs> yeah, I've had some people some tell me that before. Really, I'm they had a weird you, accent to it when they, they said it, though. 
hi there. You want some of these poos, do you? Oh, my. Exactly. Now it's getting sick. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, you might be on some. Wound up gaining about 15 uh, kilograms, which I, I don't know what that is. To- Three hundred, like a hundred pounds. Three hundred and ninety-two pounds. That is over the course of the year. That's a lot, considering I used to be in great shape. He did run marathons, and when he started listening to us, one of the only reasons, Eric, that he listened to our podcast was because we had a longer podcast, and he could train for a marathon and not have find to switch something to tracks. Like here. That's all he had. He didn't like us. I don't think he hated your guts. I oh, think actually, it was still. always me. He always yelled about me all the time, but it was the length of the podcast that started the deal because he needed something for marathons. That's a lot considering he used to be in great shape, ran marathons at one point. Now I'm a chubby dude again, but now that I'm in a better place, it's time to start working out again. Kilo. There you go. You're going to add that. You're going to make him feel even worse, right? 33 pounds. All right. That's okay. That's what Eric calls November. So finishing (laughs) the year on a high note, that's actually what you called 30. 30. We've uh, put an <laughs> offer in on the house. I wish it was all the, I called 30. The, really, everybody sits there and they're like, boy, that Eric Shea, he named the signal. He had, what was you? What did you do recently that you called? Well, it's a big claim to fame. I, I did know that Wally West was the murderer before he was a crisis. Not that, came but it out. was something else more recent that everybody was all impressed with you. And I was like, oh my, I never get credit. But boy, the credit I would get is when Eric came up to me and said, "Oh man, my thirty-year-old thirty-year-old uh, birthday, or my thirty birthday, whatever the hell you say, <laughs> my thirtieth birthday's coming up." And man, I don't know. And I said, "It's going to hit you like a brick wall. You are going to end up gaining weight." You're not going to even understand why or how it happened. You're like, ah, I don't know. Boom. It happened within six months. <laughs> you just were, you're like, I don't know what hit me. I said, I told you what how hit did me. my body know what date it, it, it was? It hit back is what happened. Uh, and I meant freaking Plymouth Rock. Uh, he's what? put an offer in on a house. I don't know what I'm saying, Eric. It's the end of 2019. It's time to celebrate, right? I'm going to be celebrating. I put an offer on a house once. I got a restraining order against me. Celebrating, I said, Eric. You contingent on selling the house we live in now, which shouldn't be a problem. Real estate in my area is booming. That's exciting stuff. And was it like and less snakes and tarantulas where you are? Here's the deal: is less dingoes eating babies. Legitimately, and this might be me really messing up and getting Polly upset. I think he lives in Tasmania, and I heard nothing of trouble there. there. I do. I'm telling you, everybody, everybody goes around. They don't have cars. Why do you get a car? You just zip around spinning. Yeah, I think he is in the Tasmania area. Or it just might be me wishing he's in the Tasmania <laughs> area because that would be the best thing ever to live in, right? That Or bird in hand possibly or intercourse pa you like that That'd be the only intercourse i'm getting is my town name there you go so anyway just a shout out to everyone in the weird science verse there's always something to listen to on the patreon feed even if jim forgets my name on the badass roll call <gasps> see he was gonna get back to that and it's nice to have such a cool community of people to talk about things we all love but and that's a big but we all love but like you a big butt. One thing I haven't been doing a lot is reading DC books. Everything they put out, I'm just not into. I finished off Tom King's Batman run, and I say this a lot. For the most part, I enjoyed it, but the time uh, City of Bane came and when I had checked out, it was stale and was in dire need of a shakeup, and I agree with that. Even if you did like Tom King, I think that it was time. It's like Joshua Williamson on 
on Flash, when he comes up with a new story, it just seems like, okay, we kind of did this already. It just feels stale. What happened to um, the end of the last story? Well, that's what you say, Eric, <laughs> and there's nobody answering. I'm looking forward to Tom King's Bat-Cat book. You, you think that's happening, Eric? You know, said, you said during you. The, the awards, you're like, I don't think that's happening. And I'll check out a bit of uh, JT4 Run. I don't know what that James is. James Tyron the Forest Run. Oh, ah, that's what he's saying. JT4. I like that. Sounds like a robot. But if history is anything to go by, I won't stick around long. I am looking forward to the Tom King's Strange Adventures book and then looking forward to yelling about it. But I really hate the way DC has carved up their universe and the Snyderverse and the Bendisverse. I bailed on the Bendisverse during the Rogozar nonsense. And while I was intrigued by Leviathan, I have always enjoyed Superman facing a villain he can't just punch or throw into a portal. Even though he could have, right? He could have grabbed Leviathan and threw him into the sun. I don't know what the guy was up to, so I have no idea. I don't either. I, he had tech. I, I know. Yeah, he did. He what did kind of have tech? tech. Couldn't tell you. Maybe Manhunter. Maybe Spider. You mean he was Who on knows? Detective? No. He's going to be in all these books coming up. I saw his picture like in the middle. He's joined that Legion of Doom. It's nonsense. I know I'm preaching to the choir, here, but also intriguing that a bunch of secret organizations fell in the span of a day. And I like that the repercussions we've seen from that. <laughs> well, you none. see Amanda Waller's not in charge of Task Force X anymore. Yeah, That's yeah, but, but she's still around. Yeah. But, they, but what Bendis was too lazy to do was show us how that would affect the wider universe. And that's just what I said. I agree. It was just a bit of nothing, really. And it was a real missed opportunity to change up the status quo in some really cool ways. The one thing that they should have done, and I said that a lot of things will go with me saying, hey, we were talking about kind of this in the whole end of year awards show but the idea of us wanting to have big events and something leading to them so that it feels right there was no lead up to this leviathan so all these organizations it's just like boom it happened and yes it was supposed to all happen overnight but some of these things we haven't seen in years and nobody cared but alas if you don't like either snyder or bendis there isn't a whole lot for you in dc land now i will say to you Polly p that right now you ain't going to be getting much of Snyder except one last issue of Just League until at least the summer, it seems, where there's going to be an event, and that might be it. So you might be at least half of that. You'll be happy. Wonder Woman during G. Willow Wilson was laughably bad. I agree. Not a yeah. lot of people, though, uh, that aren't in the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop. They seem to think that that was, you know, poop, poop. golden age of Wonder Woman. I don't get it. The Flash I haven't been enjoying since Rebirth Do- Doomsday Clock because of the delays I wound up not caring about. And they all uh, all but said it wasn't going to be the universal reset. And I couldn't spare the time to reread what came before three months or more back. I listened to Spotlight. I get the gist of what happened. Boom. That's what he said. The black label stuff, I must admit, sounds interesting. But I'm not interested in a bunch of standalone out of continuity one shots. Some of them are two or three shots, Eric. So take that, Pauly P. <laughs> take it. Uh, but yeah, uh, the thing about the uh, black label that gets me down is the good books all seem to be Harley, Joker, Batman, and we have enough of that. That thing about comics I love, and I've been reading comics nearly most of my life, and he didn't oh, yeah. want the ding on Eric, is that the interconnectedness, Marvel has always gotten that and done a really good job at making their universe feel big and connected. Let's see, there's a cheerleader for the Marvel. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, speaking of Marvel, Eric, how great are those books that Chip Zdarsky's writing, huh? How yeah. about it, Eric? I tell you all about it. At least the people will know that I'm legit. I do go in and tell you all about it. Yeah, You're pretty call. much caught up on Daredevil. I do tell I, you about Daredevil. Really interesting. You know everything that's happened in Daredevil. Daredevil because sounds I go pretty in, awesome. Right away, I, I go won't read up, it, but it sounds pretty this, cool. Eric. Uh, Daredevil has been superb. Superb. 
And Invaders was one of the best Cap, uh, actually the best Captain America story I'd read in over 10 years. I won't talk too much about Marvel since this is a DC comic podcast. You're already going too much for Eric. But if anyone out there in DC land isn't reading any Marvel titles, there are some good ones coming out. FYI, Yandu, any one of them. That book's garbage, Eric. That is so bad. Don't don't touch that one. I know you're taking notes. I'm just sort of here, biding my time, waiting for DC to finally put out something interesting again. Maybe 5G will be it. Hopefully. And yeah, at least he's you know hopeful of that. We're going to get 5G and then the 1985 universe or whatever the hell they called that in Doomsday Clock was what I actually predicted. Earth, way 1985. Back. Yeah, I, I kind of said that I thought that's what it was going to be. So we'll see if that goes. I didn't think it was going to be called that, but that's Polly P. Thank you, Polly P. Thank you, Polly. And we have one last mail. And this is from Mandalorian Mark. And Mandalorian Mark, he likes to get involved, right? Sure. <laughs> he likes to send in the emails. So I ended up on the Patreon for the end of your show. I, I ended up putting up an email for a special email for both the Marvel and the DC podcast. It seems the Marvel one eh, kind of got pushed aside by most people, Eric. But the DC one, we I have people write in and tell us what I said. Tell us the hopes that you have for almost like not a new year's resolution, but a new year's resolution in the deal a birthday of wish what at the you end would of the want, year. the wish of what you want uh, DC or Marvel to do in the next year that would get you excited. Uh, and Mandalorian Mark, he decided just to give us his best of year list. Oh. Which I was like, what are you doing? So I told him I would put, or I told him through a podcast, Eric, that we'd put it I on. I wish that this. next year Mark will follow directions. Yeah, really. And, and really the <laughs> thing is I get this email and I thought, you know what? Of anybody that we deal with, I think that Mark is the one who would probably follow directions to a T. He <laughs> seems like a guy who would be very particular in following instructions Normally, to the letter him Mandalorian of the Mark. Law. Yeah, Mandalorian Mark, he's a wild card. This guy, who knows what the hell he's up to? This guy ends up going down. He sets fires places. I don't know. He ends up reading stuff that isn't manga. He, that Mandalorian Mark hates, uh, you know, My Hero Academia. I heard that. He's wild, this guy. Uh, but he says, sup, Jim, Eric. And Reggie, Reggie uh, obviously is not here, but he, he's here in spirit, right, Eric? For oh me, he's here. <laughs> that sounded bad. For What's me, up, this was a very down year in comics to the point where I'm down to reading just two ongoings from DC and none from Marvel. And because of that, some of my choices probably will seem weird. And this is kind of a little shout out. So anybody who's not on the Patreon and wants to know the categories that we had for our best of year DC, you're going to hear them here. They can't follow directions. <laughs> Best artist, Sean Chen. Eric, you know Sean Chen? He yeah, does the Batman, Batman Beyond. Beyond. I know yeah. he has only done two issues. Oh, uh-huh. What is this? Me picking Creature of the Night for Book of the Year uh, <laughs> this year. But I was really blown away by the art. You better be. And layouts in issue number 37. So basically he's saying it's his, it's his artist of the year. He's only done two issues. But it's really that one issue that did it. One issue, Eric. Uh, now I admit. Year. And he did say, though, he only uh, does pull two DC books. So that's Gary Frank got I nothing on the Sean Chen. No way. Not on that issue 37. Now I admit I might simply be so impressed uh, by it because for six months I was dealing with Rick Leonardi's, frankly, amateur art. But that is my pick. Uh, I will tell yeah, you, Eric. Leonardi didn't have a great bunch of books. Rick Leonardi was the guy on the poll because he was in the most. Oh, yeah. He didn't get many picks. Best writer. Tom Taylor for Deceased he says I really like Deceased and it was probably my favorite thing to come out of DC this year yeah we were down on Deceased uh, overall 
it just didn't it just felt flat. It took forever to, to start and then just came out and ended it on yeah, whimper. Yeah, that's that's how you say it, Eric. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> but that is true. Best event, deceased. As I said for best writer, it's probably Love my favorite one book to come out. Keep saying that. And I, I get yelled at. That wasn't one. Best limited series, Adventures of Super Sons, he says. I was expecting that was on the poll. I was expecting Deceased to go here, but I did like Super Sons. I, I ended up not having things kind of go over, you know, I, I because I had Deceased in the best event, I didn't want it to be in best limited series because we're just going to get the same vote. Yeah. So we did pick Adventures of Super Sons. We picked the, I'm not going to say. Yeah, it's fine now. Uh, but he's picking Super Sense for the most part, even if it was more uh, for the Damien John interactions and not the overall story. And really, wasn't that what that first Super Sense book was as well? <laughs> I mean, any anybody caring about that one? The nonsense villains? I mean, really? Uh, Rex Luthor. Yeah, I'm talking about the first Super Sense that oh, they. Oh all my right. god, Kid Amazo. Kid Amazo, really? Best ongoing. Batman Beyond. As I said at the top of the mail, I only read two DC ongoings, Batman Beyond and Red Hood. And the Sometimes Outlaws. I liked Red Hood at the beginning of the year and slowly liked it less as the year went on. Me as well. Pretty much as you got more and more away from the Outlaws. Batman Beyond started okay. Rick Leonardi did art for an arc and made it insufferable despite a story that could have been good if the art hadn't been such a distraction. It has ended the year great. Basically, I had a choice of two options, so I went with the one that was on brand. Best one-shot tales. From the Dark Multiverse, Infinite Crisis number one. The original Twilight Zone is one of my favorite shows of all time. I usually watch the marathon of it for the New Year's. Yeah, it's good. The issue is basically a DC Twilight Zone, and I loved it. Which, uh, one thing that I read recently on the Marvel app, Eric, <sighs> you'll like this because we, uh, you, uh, you probably forgot about too this much book. Marvel talk. Now, you probably forgot about this book, but it's really in line with this. I ended up reading those Infinite star wars books where one little thing happens in the original trilogy that ends up making everything go wrong and it was like luke didn't blow up the death star i ended up reading those the other day did the death star destroy everything uh no no it ended up working out okay except for princess leia got captured again and there was a lot of nonsense going on and they kind of had to redo everything uh i ended up reading that i like force awakens the empire strikes back one i don't know if you ever read that one that's where you end up having han go to find luke on hoth Luke's dead. He ended up too late. And then Han goes to Dagobah to be a Jedi, but it ends up not working out. Well, here's the thing is that Luke says you have to go to Dagobah and become a Jedi. Han's like, all right, I'll go. And when he gets there with Princess Leia. Too old, not force sensitive. No, no, you end up having just end up having uh, Yoda just say, step aside, Han. I want her. And, And Leia and Han is pissed. And then I started reading the Return of the Jedi. Thankfully, there's another. You know what the Return of the Jedi one was? I don't know why I'm going so far into this, but the Return of the Jedi one was that in Jabba's palace when Bosch Bosch comes as you, yeah, when Bosch comes. C-3PO gets hit, his head comes off, and now there's nothing to translate. They can't translate. So they end up just killing Princess Leia. (laughs) She had a thermal detonator. And then I ended up like, I don't need this. I didn't finish that one, but it was kind of funny. Back to the mail, Eric. Biggest news story. Tom King kicked off Batman. I'm very excited to read Batman again. And that's funny because that's the biggest news story that happened seven months ago. We're finally going to see the uh, you know the final deal of it coming up in the 2020 deal best letterer best letterer 
Travis Lanham, he does good letters on the Batman Beyond. <laughs> Tony, we didn't even do the best letter. I'm done with that nonsense. Yeah, Take that, yeah. Pat Roussel. Yeah, it's Pat Russo. I meant I I mentioned that on the Marvel podcast that he ended up just complaining so much that he's my pick every year. Best book of the year, Kaiju Max, season four, number six. I don't even know what this list is anymore. Kaiju Max sounds like some sort of their Transformers, right? It would turn from a mailbox into a skateboard. I know this isn't DC, but I don't care. Eric does. It's my favorite issue. The then again, I was just going through a whole series of Star Wars Marvel books uh, of anything that came out this year. The series great. And no, I didn't just pick it because I'm in the letters column. It's a fantastic issue. <laughs> I know. I'm going to now vote as best letters column anything that didn't have Batman Beyond marketing. There you go. Take that, Kaiju Max. Sounds like some sort of like experience that you'd have at a movie theater. Like you'd go in and they'd Andy say, J? come and see the Kaiju Max. You know, we're, we're going to see Star Wars on Kaiju Max. And we get in there, something goes right up your butt. And and you're sitting on there and it's like. That's why I stopped going to movies. It's like a reptile's hand that goes, oh my, I've been Kaiju Max. Have a great new year, guys. And that is Beyond Mandalorian 2099, Mark. I forget that he's also Spider-Man 2099, Mark, on the Marvel side. But that is it for the mail. Thank you. That gives you Thank a little, little taste of the nonsense of a year-end uh, review show that we end up Star having Wars. the award deal on Star Wars. There you go. I like talking Star Wars. Still haven't seen that Rises of the Skies talkers. Of course, finish it off the Mandalorian. No, I haven't. I, was, I think I burned myself out trying to review that. <laughs> like nope i'm done and i'm now i'm watching black and white tv shows on the disney plus app that nobody th- these things are on that disney plus app and that i i bet you something rang in the offices and like holy crap somebody's watching this the the adventures of skip and marty oh my god i uh, that was a bet i lost but that's it for the mail thanks and let's get back to some books All right, Eric, are you ready? You ready to rumble? No. Is that what you're ready for? No. Oh, God to Betsy. Really, here, oh, here God we go. to Betsy. You know that old God term. God to Betsy. Holy moly is what I say. There you go. Right? Is that what I should say? Because that it? I'm, I'm getting it there. That's what I wanted to get. Yes, that's what I'd say. Legion of Superheroes number two. Eric, at one point, we were talking about getting ready for all these books, and we're doing a lot in this one night, get, doing the podcast. We have a lot a lot extra that we do in one night anymore. Maybe we won't be on the game anymore. We're a little loosey-goosey, what? and we're a little soft in the middle. <laughs> hey, you know, we're out. not ready. We're not fighting shape for all these books. So as we're going, I'm thinking, okay, which ones would we take out? I'm going down the list of the ones we're doing, and I'm like, yeah, not a lot of people metal. No, no, this would be it. Legion of Superheroes. Like, why would Legion of Superheroes be the one I give the axe and not Metal Men if I really came down to it? And I know why. Metal Men is way better than the Legion uh, of Superheroes. This is so tough. And I just – this is where there there is this weird – Kind of a backlash to the backlash going on a little. And it does remind me a little of the Star Wars deal and The Last Jedi and stuff like that. Because overall, with a Legion of Superheroes, with a Superman book, with a Young Justice, with all these books, me and you just want to like the books. And you end up 
that Young Justice, this is a book that you've been yelling at me for 10, 15 years, I think it's been. Like 90 years you've been yelling for that. You're not a Legion of Superhero fan. You never were. You always say that it's too much I'm telling going you, the only on thing I like about the Legion is in the 2000s where Jeff Johns was doing stuff with them because they were older oh, characters. Jeff Johns, they were older it? characters yeah. and actually they did stuff that made them integ- like, you know, integrated with the rest of so, like Starman yeah. was on the JSA and stuff like that. But you had different things going around where these characters were in the future, present day. There was more room to handle what we were dealing with with the amount of characters yep. of the Legion. You know, we don't and, have and, here. Yeah. And I will tell you all the characters of the no, Legion. And and I'm going to wrap this around in the thing I said about Star Wars too, because then you ended up you review both action and Superman. You like Superman. You, you want to have fun with that. Yeah. You do the Young Justice, but Young Justice, it didn't matter who was on. That was your book. That's an Eric book. And we have those certain books that when they come out, if a Firestorm book comes out, Brandon ain't going to be reviewing it. <laughs> He's not going to be able to call for it. I don't think he'd want to. But even if he, even if I said to you like. Firestorm, like I might be able to convince you somewhat of saying, you know what, you love Firestorm. Let me try to review it at first, see if I can get in and love it as much as you. But for the most part, that would be your book, just like Young Justice, things like that. When Naomi came out, that's that's my sort of thing. That that's you know my mo of a young hero learning the deal and going. But it's still the idea of we don't hate these books because we don't like Bendis. We really are here doing DC stuff without really even knowing Bendis when he came over and we had an open mind at one point, we were actually defending him saying, everybody calm down. Let's let him, yeah, you know, get got, into this and you know? things like that. And so just like a, a last Jedi is how I'm, I'm going in. If I tell somebody I don't like last Jedi, don't just assume right away it's because, oh, it's because you don't like ladies in the Star Wars universe. So you don't like, no, no, no. I don't like it because I didn't like the movie. That's it. I don't hate Bendis. In fact, I think that he, I say to you all the time, why does this guy have to be so nice? I mean, why? I really want to, but it's the the books. When we read the, each issue, I just want to make sure because there it's is this thing going on now. writing. There, and there's a thing going on where there's the backlash of the backlash, where there are some people who will just say, I've hated Bendis all along. Bendis coming here is the worst. Oh, I hate it. Hey, like, what didn't you like about the Legion? I'm not reading that crap. Like, they haven't read any of these issues. They just, uh, that's They're not the, the lucky case. ones. But, well, they, they are. Uh, but they're also, the idea, though, with that is people now are assuming, oh, you don't like the Legion book. It's only because you don't like Bendis and you don't, you, you're just biased on it. We have no bias. We have no horse in this race yeah, at all. It doesn't help that I'm not a huge fan of the Legion either, but come well, no, but I'm saying coming out, I'm going to go in there with. Well, you know, what did you say? Arms wide open. What do I like? Yeah, arms wide open. Yeah, what I like younger heroes. I like younger heroes trying to find their way. I like them kind of going against the the established old. That's what this book. Oh, you is. Gen Xer. That's what this book is. Okay, Gen Xer. <laughs> I'm one of the lucky ones. I am, Eric. They are. Uh, but this should be this should be the book that I say. Like, listen. I, I know you don't like it, Eric, but let's, let me talk to you about it. Let me Please tell you why tell this me. is cool. Tell me let me, because it, the one thing that I need uh, from the, I don't need, you know, bouncing boys. I don't need matter eater lad. I, I, you know what I need? I need it to be fun. That's all I need. We and talked about Metal Men. My score are. went up in Metal Men, but that's the problem is because of that, that's part of the reason I'm not having fun. There, there's too much, and I'm just going to get right in this. Legion of Superheroes number two, written by Brian Michael Bendis, and boy, he writes it. Art by Ryan Sook, Wade Baum, Graal Badger, Jordy Beller, and Dave Sharp. The Legion of Superheroes continues, and while it was cool to see Aquaman try to open up the seven seas to help save the day, 
I was too busy drowning in too many characters <gasps> whose voices didn't differ enough for me to easily know who was talking or care. Uh, that, that was a joke, Eric. Drowning. I'm you. guessing this was, book is I, supposed I to be fun, but I actually, and this is true. I get anxious reading it. It makes me anxious because too much is – by the end, it felt like I had run two marathons and been run over by a truck. I like the art enough when I could see past the word bubbles. And while the story like the seems art. like it should be straightforward enough, not a lot is going on. Yeah, Bendis makes it on a long and winding road, Beatles reference, that is tough to travel. Not a Beatles reference. And so when you go and into just like this, this book, I, nobody I sit cares. There. This is where you go. <laughs> no, they care. Uh, I'll just, just give you a little in, in the mind of Jimmy Boy here. Okay. You want to get in my mind? You, you're uh-uh. always afraid of everything. Uh-huh. And you think that everything in this world is made to, to be against you. So there, you're in my mind. But I, I end up saying we, we have seven books we're doing tonight. All right, let's go. That's a lot of books. I need to take a nap. Jimmy boy, he's tired. So I take a look. All right, I'm going to have a certain time. I give myself plenty of time. But by the time we're supposed to start, I have to message you, which you already give me crap all the time. So I don't want to do it. Constantly. I have to message you because this book. I start reading it and I have to stop at one point. I have to do, I also have to make the blurb. So I had plenty of time, couldn't get through this book. And I, I just start reading it. There's so, and yeah, it's wordy. I don't mind just that necessarily. It's you need to tell me information with the words. You need to give me the idea of who these characters were, not just by your stupid frictor dick. To do, Frickman you know, tags. things, the Frickman tags, because half the time you can't read them. No, and what drives me nuts is half the time they're blurred, but then other times they're made. So if you're reading it digitally, you can legitimately use the magnifier and see that they aren't blurred out, but I can't see that they'd be able to be readable in a print copy. They're too small. And so you're doing this, but when you're, you're also doing this, you need to designate your characters with their actions and their dialogues. Everybody's standing around and everybody sounds the same. So I can't say like, Oh man, you know, that Saturn girl when she was talking about this, but the problem is because they don't have a connection to John yet. And we don't have a connection to them. There's nothing to ground you down. You're supposed to have Rose and Thorn do that. She doesn't because she's talking like a robot, often doing nothing with the Madam President that this dialogue is infuriating. There is nothing for me to go through this and say at the end, man, I like, like, just imagine where me, you, Brandon, Reggie, uh, we got Tanya and, and Rafe. We're all sitting in a room and we say right now, hey, Who's your favorite Legion character? This should be a thing. People should be online right now. It's like, I can't get enough of that big bounce and deal, whatever it would be. Half the ones like, I like Brainiac 5. He's always my favorite. And Bendis is nailing him. There is no desert. There's nobody out there going. The only thing you're going to go is by the art and say, oh, I like the art of that. Or I like this. But there's nothing that has happened. It's only two issues. Well, but even Brady feels weird issues. for the little bit of dialogue that he has in here. Because, like, you know, John Kent, I am Brainiac 5. And they talk away. No, I get that. Yeah, that's awfully embarrassing. Hey, it happens. You are the best. I'm like. All right, yeah. Brandy F5, you're weird. Hey, why me? Because you're super, man. I'm like, what am I telling you? This <laughs> Thank you, Ultra Boy. Uh, yeah. And, and so, like, where is it where, oh, man, I, I never was a, an Ultra Boy fan, but boy, this, I, I think I am in love with him with his brown eyes staring uh, into my is, soul. I kind of liked Ultra Boy back in the 2000s. You yeah, know, but this is what I'm saying. Not anymore. It, it, this what, whole reimagining no. of the Legion that we have here, there's, there's and that's nothing the problem that really too. makes him feel. Yeah. 
as they were, like the characteristics that gave them, like, you know, the reason that you cared about them before. It's not here anymore because pretty no. much we have them all fighting at once with the, against the uh, the Horaz who want the Trident back and you don't have anything. Even with your Frickman tags, much. which you like, the idea, like, we're going to have these tags because we have so many characters. We don't want to name drop them all the time and have this force race. So we're going to have these Frickman tags. They, they, the only ones they really feature are like Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, yeah. Saturn Girl, Brainiac yeah. 5, Ultra Boy. Why these are the ones are- like everybody else, like, you know, Triplicate Girl, I'm like, you get that once, I think, this whole time. Yeah, but you have yeah, all these like say well, Wildfire. They actually say it at one point, too. We'll okay, go that's to what get it was. Triplicate Girl. And, wildfire, and, and, at least, you know, they say his name a lot. And he was my favorite. So I'm like, all right, the Wildfire pretty much is the same because he looks exactly the same. He's a dude yeah. in armor, shoots fucking fire But blast. even then, you're going to get a lot of people. And yeah, I saw a lot of people claiming they love the Legion. They needed a book. But a lot of people in this, going into this, they're going in cold. They're going in oh, wanting to learn about it. reader friendly and it's not, at all. Yeah, no, it, it isn't. And I, so when I'm on the you, you rebooted the Legion and you rebooted the way the characters look and act and stuff like that. You're not doing yourself any favor for the I way mean, you're presenting them to and nobody who knows this. I don't even know if it would have been this. better if you end up – well, I know it would be my idea, like we had said. You get the three standard yeah. who go back and get yeah, Superboy Lightning Lad, always. Boy, you get freaking Saturn, Saturn Girl. Girl. You're good. Yeah, you get those three. They end up dealing with John, and if you want to end up making this a full reboot, then you get a weird deal well. where – Yeah, you can have him. He's there doing things, and maybe – uh, the rest of them are off on an away team going, or you, you really go wacky with with Brian Michael Bendis deal, and you're recruiting the team, which ends up being the well, team even anyway. If you go and for the, the, the way that they did it in the New Fifty Two, where you had two Legion books because of the amount of characters, so you separate the Legion with their two yeah, different teams. I just teams. needed this Legion to start lost and Legion with, You get three issues, at least two. These first two issues where you just have, like you said, Light, Lightning Lad. You got Saturn Girl. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Brainiac Five comes in. He's like, "Hey, I'm doing this. Oh, hi, I'm Brainiac." five i do this that and the other thing oh man yeah this is cool hey how you liking things oh i'm like you know hey come in here and now you meet in the third issue you get three more you can as you go and you get your footing you can start adding more and more each time you don't have to just have one guy come in like hey look at me i'm here but with you having everyone at the start and them just all yelling at the same time plus in a fight with a fight that you don't even really get invested in because you just Start it with a trident. That's a neat concept. But you don't really know and what's the happening. The Horaz want that. You don't know who the Horaz the are. They were hired that's by what more drilling, but you are thrown cold <sighs> into this, and you're not given. We just keep moving past it's all the important so stuff tough. that you might want to know as a reader or a new reader of this yeah. whole thing. Or even if you're a fan of the, like you know. What are you getting out of this or if you're a huge Legion fan for the way that things That's are being what presented I mean. to you? And, and you're going to have people who are Legion fans that are going to be like we always say. You're reviewing, and I'm talking reviewers. If they're there and they're like, well, I, I got to like this. This is their thing. They're going to like it no matter what. And then eventually they'll grow tired. But you end up like, oh, if I if I end up reviewing this bed, they'll get rid of the Legion book. No, no. You, you review it you know, honestly, and then maybe something can happen. But you see, even on the Roundup, the – Critic reviews, the critical, they're way up there. And then you get the user reviews. And I read the user reviews. These are not, Bender should go and get this and that. No, these are legitimate people saying, I don't know what's going on. I don't know these characters. I wanted to like them. I wanted to go into this and learn some things. And just the, the big consensus is too many characters and then add 
to that the bend to speak and you end up just being confused and, and then you spend three pages with rose forest rose and yeah. thorn being the liaison to the uh, to the legion talking to the madam president of this whole thing i'm like and you don't know this madam president again all she's no. doing is being threatening and like and the whole thing like all right she's a baddie i guess but rose and thorn yeah, like, and i don't they, understand even your place back. in this world even though we're given two issues of your yeah. millennium nonsense yeah, i don't really. know what she's really and been she's up to. there she seems to just be there she's the liaison so she's going, but is she, was she called there? Was should you just show up to say this? Because you end up where the Legion doesn't seem to understand why or what. And when they do end up where you see a scene and then you're told later through three panels that get to, hey, Saturn girl, just read my mind and tell everybody. But when you're you're even there and it's like, okay, it's setting up the idea that the president, the Madam President, she is against the Legion. They have gone against the rules, but it's not really because the Legion have their own rules, but they have gotten super boy and you do have that call out that kind of seems like okay here we go with the doomsday clock is when they're like hey we got the super the the uh the son of superman the son or the original superman as a boy and she's like the previous ma'am and then she said john kent the creator of the united planets we got him a beautiful room on earth with a new earth Uh, people are starting to talk when they don't even know what the other said she says the one the creator of the United Planet. It's not even a sentence. She just says it, which doesn't make sense. And then she says New Earth, which triggers the president. You can call it Earth, not New Earth. I thought you New Earthers died out. I'm sorry. I'm saying, you know, there's jails. What is going on? It, it's just nonsense. You're supposed to be showing us these are still the issues where people are making up their mind if they want to read this book and you are confusing a majority of the people. Oh, not and- only that, even the speech when we get done the whole thing, we find out from Ultra Boy that he got the trident from the, like, you know, from Mordro, but yeah. it was really his father one who wanted the trident and it was stolen away from and him. And even the, set up and the Huzan. Exactly. And this whole this, yeah. thing. But when you have Ultra Boy giving this whole speech to the rest of the Legion and he just keeps saying Father One over and over and over yeah. again to the point where the other characters are, don't worry, we'll talk to your Father One. Well, and, and even, like, oh. even with that, they even say, like, this is a team that we just get thrown in, right? So if this is the idea that we ended up having a recruitment drive, as they said, it changes it up because of John Kent Superboy. He's actually there before a lot of them. They have a recruitment drive, whatever. But you end up having Ultra Boy like, yeah, my father, he's a real jerk. I was embarrassed about him. They're like, huh, he, you don't even know about my father. These are supposed to be friends. They, this should have been something that would have been mentioned, or at least that he would have known they'd be fine because most of them have issues. That's why they're there. But it's just thrown in there. And John has nothing to do. He said John is basically sitting Planet in a Gotham, room, and he just says that over That's what I'm and saying. over again. John is sitting in a room and gets triggered by one thing they're saying. He's so confused as we are. We he's our point of view character. He's confused as is much as us, as which Rose is Forrest? fine. I don't know. Nobody is. I, I the Madam President. So the thing is, <laughs> though, they Honor keep President. saying. Oh, you know, John, you'd understand more of this if you would have gotten the orientation. The orientation, please. Who, who give set us up the an orientation, orientation for me? Give if we saw the orientation, then we'd see it. Even if it was like one of those weird things that we had a one shot that it was Legion of Superheroes orientation. We have five pages that give us the Ultra Boy. He's there, Father One. Da, 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 da. Then get to John being in the orientation. Then coming out having five more people seeing something else. Give us something. I don't care if this is not a normal comic book thing. I'm confused. I want to like this. I can't because I, I'm just overloaded with nonsense. And then when you top that off with this 
sing song dialogue with the ladder going of them. Hey, we got to go there, there, where, here, huh? And I don't and know what's the going problem. on. The sing song dialogue of Ben, it's the way he writes it, and the idea that none of these characters There's really have any personality, characters. and they have all the same kind of like you know vocal, yeah, they have the, kind of same, the same speech, thing. the whole thing, like yeah. Uh, I can get behind the idea that we have this, uh, like the Aquaman's trident. That's a cool aspect yeah, of the seems story. Neat. We're going to find out why, like, it's been missing for a thousand years and stuff like that. What Ultra Boy's father was going to do with it. Why Mordrew got involved. Stuff like that. These are cool things. But when I'm, ra- it's wrapped around these characters that are terribly That's written. The thing. You end up you take being me out of so, it. yeah, you end up being so trying to figure your way through it's like you're there and you go through a completely dark room with a blindfold even on you and then when you get to the other side and they go in another room they're like hey did you like that painting i have on the wall you're like i didn't see any painting i couldn't get through it and that's what happens where at the end i think okay what's the story okay they got the trident and used it and now that's trouble for ultra boy the end. That's the story. And, and in the is, meantime, Rose goes to the president. That's going to cause problems later. But that's it. But that's even the this story. whole thing where I think this was the big problem was you had issue number one, which I didn't think it was set up anything that we needed to have set up for the issue one. Then you have this issue delayed. This finally comes out. And yeah. I don't know what was the like happened with the delay of things needed to yeah, change or yeah. what. But when you have this whole thing where, all right, our legion, they're going to go off and do stuff. Not John, though. He's going to be busy doing orientation yeah. and then goes back in time to our present to, to grab Daniel because kind of got them. Yeah. He hears Gotham and thinks, oh, man, Damien would love to see planet Gotham. Well, that doesn't like that. The whole idea of going to the future, you're either going to think you're going to get him before or not just because there's a planet Gotham that you're going to go get him and you haven't gone there. And it could be the worst of the worst. And uh, yes, that's our first artificial planet. Oh, that's great. So I'm telling you, we're two issues in and we couldn't even spend two issues completely in the future for what was given. We had to go back to the present yeah, I day said, and get we the were super even talking. Together. It's like almost the idea where he shouldn't be able to know that there's problems but he's like huh, better get that super sun's vibe back already it's just weird now ryan suck i saw some people say that they didn't like the art in this i don't understand that i think that i think the art's really cool and i really love what he does where all oh, the colors end washed up, out too i i don't mind because the uh, really at the one point when you even have rose go to the madam president you have her look even resembles a little of the millennium deal at the point. Uh, he kind of mimics her, uh, you know, with the way that's squashed out and looks, I think it looks okay. I think it actually looks good, especially since you have 7 trillion characters going on and you're trying to get these people, every fan going, you want to get them all involved in these characters, learn the characters. When would you ever think that you're going to have the giant dinner where everybody's there just just killing you with these things and everybody just sitting there. Half of these, you know, tags are behind them and backwards and it's just nonsense. But there there just isn't any story. It it really is okay. The mystery we got the of trident. Aquaman's trident. And and really and it's gonna the weird bring thing the, is they, it's gonna yeah. bring the water back to the new earth and everything's gonna be fine again with I this. I tasted the salt water. It tasted I didn't funny like it. and I don't understand. What's that? That's a needle. Get rid of this. Oh, no, they got New Jersey's ocean water. Like, even what this whole say. thing where we have, you know, our legion fighting this, like, this whole horde of, uh, uh, what the hell, I can't even think of their name. The ho- I, I keep wanting to say hosers, but it's hurrah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, those are Canadian villains. The, the hurrahs. The hurrahs. I'm sorry. But we have all these hurrahs. They're going to fight our legion, and they're doing this. John starts going away with the trident to get it away from them, and then Super, I'm a Supergirl, Saturn Girl goes and she uses her power to try to knock everybody out but all she does is knock out the legion of superheroes and like oh that hurrah he wasn't affected why yeah 
Please yeah, tell me. I don't me. know. I don't know. Even at points, you even have like rows like this is bull crap. <laughs> you have so many. Like, I'm like, I agree. Just ridiculous. But there we go. We have it. it it's going. We're going to cover it as, as long as we can take it. Uh, what would you give this issue? Though? I am not a fan of the art in this book. And I really, I, I, I like the art way more than I like the writing. So I'm going to give this a three out of 10. Yeah, I'm Dang. going 4.5. Because uh, I do like the art a little more than you. And I, I'm desperately, desperately trying to grab onto this and, and have some fun. But that's the thing. It, you get, you're so overwhelmed. I can't have fun. And it's not even set up to be fun. It's just them standing around for the most part after they use the trina. Them standing around just going on and on. And he, it's like he almost, everybody's under contract that they need one line. But not that doesn't even go because there's too many. And now you're just going to add Damien in. Where, like, you would hope that by now John knows the lay of the land and can describe no. things to him so that we can get through that, but he doesn't. John's been here an hour. He's already going back in time and grabbing Damien. Yeah, he's already going back to get him, even the point where they say not to, you know, go watch the orientation so you can get in. All right. Madam President's already mad about time huh, travel. What Gotham, are you doing? Hey, God, Planet Gotham. All right. We're in you know, we're in luck. And he goes back to Damien, who's dealing with Leviathan things. And I, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Something got fritzed out. Damien, come on back with me. Come to the back to the future here. It's your kids, Damien. And they're, they're going to go off and have issues. That would have been a yeah. great joke. Yeah, that would have been. But it's. It, it doesn't play out here. There are no jokes. The joke is me and you. We're a bunch of jokes out here. But that's that. And we're going to move on to the next book. Aquaman number 55, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick, with art by Robson Roca, Daniel Henriquez, Sonny Go, and Clayton Cowles. So hands on deck as Aquaman, Mara, Aqualad, and even the monster Tristan Maurer take on Black Man and his daddy Mecca. Even with all the changes to the Mecca's program by Mana throughout the story, it seems that deep down, this machine is still Mana's daddy and won't let the villain sacrifice himself to take out his enemies in the face of defeat. And Mana goes off to fight another day. But it looks like Mara might have exerted herself a little too much and she is left unconscious by the end. I hope that Aquababy is all right aqua baby yeah uh you have aqua baby coming up so i i think aqua baby you'll be Spoilers, okay it's man, gonna be if mara if mara well we know aqua baby's coming i i think that the big thing is is uh, is mara gonna die or not because i that's what the solicits <gasps> all point out to is if but mara makes mara. it through well, she may not make it through. That's the thing. I say you. I love Mara. It's such a weird idea because we always talk about Wally West and his redemption doing his stuff in Flash Forward. And this one, even when Mara is talking to Aquaman through her, like, you know, hydrokinesis and stuff like that, when she's picking him up, I'm like, yeah. the idea is she killed you. Like, the whole thing. Like, yeah. I know I was a. But kind he of a, says he doesn't mind. I know the whole thing is like, we're I, just I, moving I, on I from you, that. baby. Like, I, I know you killed me, but I got better. Yeah, I, I don't think we're ever going to say anything about that from now on. And it's it was a toxic relationship. Anyway. It was all, all all over the place with, with that anyway. So, yeah, I do not think that we're going to address that anymore. And now it kind of gets the idea that Mara isn't going to be great. Uh, but thankfully, Mother Shark slash the anti-monitor brought him back, whichever one you want to go with. Yeah, and also, thank God, Maurer there, Tristan Maurer, is, you know, a, a monstrosity. <laughs> thank, Eric, a monstrosity Thank God is. that he is a hate-feeding monster. Yeah, yeah, and, and really what he ends up doing, he's like, here's he's my secret. the weirdest part of this book. He's, oh, I know. He's like, you know what my secret is? I listen to Jim and Eric. That's what gets him strong, the hate-feeding monster. He gets there. But yeah, you have this, and you do end the story kind of with the idea of what we wanted, kind of. We wanted to have the black man a daddy. Yeah. Kind of come around, give his son a few lessons, maybe, you know, send him off to bed with a story. And he does. 
by just ejecting him uh, before eric he used to reject him now he's just he never rejected him. his son yes he did he was an awful father and, but and he I was don't there what, jim and he that's was the there. thing is yeah he was and the thing is you end up having throughout this all of a sudden and it plays out okay kelly sue DeCon is going to go full out that you have mecca daddy there and to do what he has to do to follow orders which it, it, doing things that are monstrosities also should lead back to the idea that his dad was, you know, he may have hated the sea, but he was a man of the sea and he is now attacking everything of the sea. And I really wish just by the end, after Aquaman begged and begged black manna to listen to him, listen, we got to get over this. You're a one trick pony. And really I didn't kill your dad. I may have scared him. It's like I punked him. I jumped out. He got scared. He had a heart attack. It's really his bad diet and his uh, type A personality that killed him, man, and not me. Yeah, and so he's just yelling, please, we got to get over this. And I wish that the Mecha Daddy, he is right. He should. He he kind of does, but he doesn't have well, enough the time. Thing is, even with the whole Mecha Daddy, Lex, with their technology, how we have, you know, this whole thing encoded with the memories from diaries and stuff like that. However, the convoluted way that we have a pretty much black man his father brought back to life in the yeah. AI. From journals. From and, journals and, and stuff <laughs> like that, like genetic coding or whatever. Yeah, the whole thing that coding. Go, I'm like, how far does he know to the point we're up to his death? You know, like these journals. Oh, Now I have to relive my death again. Kill me now. Yeah, who knows? The the minute before, he's like, dear diary, there's some weird guy coming out of the ah heart attack. He's dead. (laughs) Yeah, but I like that idea. And I just wish that we could have had here's year of the villain. It's ending here. And I just wish that this would finally be the end of a black man for now obviously you're going to end up having and then at the end what we want it was now he's mad because you killed my robot daddy and then you continue that and aquaman's just like really you're it's just not going to get over this are you when we have aquaman actually confront black man mano a mano on top of the mecca and the idea that like you know like you said before aquaman wants to reach out and say we got to stop this we're constantly yeah. doing this dance over and over again nobody is ever happy with any of the outcomes we have no. to just stop and i wanted something more to come of this but it's just it's just black mana doing black mana where I hate yeah. you and I'll always hate oh, you. Yeah. And it's funny you say the dance because that seems to be some triggering words from mana anytime he's going to fight Mara from now on. Oh, you want to dance again, my love? He says it about three times. Now, it would have been funny too. They're fighting. Mara's trying to do her thing. She even says I'm a little weak. She falls down. She goes into labor. You end up having Aquaman and Mana run over, deliver the baby, smile at each other, and then just get back to kicking the crap out of each other again. Would be funny, but you don't have that. You do end up having uh, some kind of forced ways to get everybody back on the board. I mean, Tristan Maurer, he looks like he should be dead, but he's a little something special anyway. Well, I'm so telling you, this live, whole idea of Tristan Maurer, he is the worst part of this whole thing. Like, I, I don't know if, you know, Kelly Sue Dukonik had a plan for this character to be the whole story before she was put in the year of the villain kind yeah. of thing, but him being here serves really no purpose. We have a Cthulhu-like monster that comes out big, of nowhere. Yeah, we, thing we have a big monster to fight the but Mecha. But it doesn't but even end it. That, no, that's, that's the, the thing. thing. We have Trish Mauer, though. He got hurt the last time he fought this thing, but now because of Manta's hate, which he apparently feeds when we find out this issue, yeah. he is now stronger than ever. And this is what the thing that actually brought him back to Amnesty Bay was, Mike. 
So the initial hate of everybody hating on the old gods is what brought you, and then all of this hate that Mana has, it's making you even stronger. Yeah. But no, I don't actually, it said. Understand I don't, your didn't character. You see, didn't you see the editor's note? It said Christian Maurer came back to our time because of both Reddit and Twitter. Eric, boom! That's why he came back. A lot of hate, and also that the uh, the new Star Wars is out. A lot of people hating on that too. Oh no! But yeah, that the whole idea of this hate deal, and, and you're right. It seemed like this should have been something bigger. It did seem to deal more with the old gods. Yeah. Like you would have ended it ending with the old gods maybe getting involved. I know they say we can't meddle with mortal affairs. But even so, maybe they would go and get Tristan Maurer say, hey, you know what? You don't have to be angry anymore. Come back to our island. We don't like it here. That lighthouse stinks. Let's go. Well, and even, maybe get them out. But nothing comes out from it. Even when the Cthulhu and- monster first showed up, the only thing he really did was kill Ralph, who seemed to be yeah. the biggest hater on the old gods, even though he was nah. getting them food. So, like, is it done now? Like, okay. And it's weird, too, because I that took happened. care of the hate. It was funny. That happened. And yet you can kind of go back and go, okay, that wasn't really spelled out. Yes, we kind of – Hitched on to Ralph with the man, he's a hater, but he even kind of came around a little and was convinced, and he was even helping when he got killed. So it, it was kind of an odd deal because we even uh, had this weird headcanon that he's poisoning that food, he doesn't like yeah, these old guys. It thought. was never on the page when we talked about was. it. <laughs> Maybe he was bad dates, but we, we never saw that. So, but you can make that connection, or you can make a connection that the but he came before the year of the villain sigil, doom sigil, but that might have gotten him a who knows because he's there but he really doesn't have a lot to do except to be a distraction kind of so that mara and aqualad can get together and use their zebel powers their dirty they both got the hydrokinesis dirty water gypsies i call and them do, and we, go and do we that. do get to see that you know his, uh aqualad's bioelectric you know blast that he has here because that's yeah. the thing we started talking about because when this is happening it's not spelled out a well, like well enough in my mind because I forgot that he had this power. But when he's holding on the mirror, they're both using the hydrokinesis to make a giant mirror water monster. Yeah. And then also, this is electrifying the black man of Mecca. I'm like, where is this electricity coming from? And yeah, then me, yeah, you'll yeah. be talking about it. Maybe realize, oh, that's Aqualad. Yeah, like, it was Jackson. Yeah. And then he even says, he's like, I, I got this other power. I'm not so sure. It's almost like he's a guy who sings in the shower. It doesn't really want to go up at karaoke. And they're like, nah, give it a shot. And then he goes up and wows people like you at your gates. That's right. Uh, but Who with knew? this though there there was a, a thing going on here that i thought it, it's all about the presentation right. with you and and that's the dancing and stuff yeah that's what you do so you end up where when they go to jackson too because this is where you end up having mara you are using her aquakinesis to go search out aquaman bring him to the surface then he uses his deal to get tristan mauer we're gonna go down the line to get everybody in line now we saw that Jackson was hurt so they go to get him and I really thought what we were going to get from here and I was like you better not do a switcheroo here because now all of a sudden man and Aquaman Aquaman said, stop you know you can't keep doing this it's killing you can't you see you're right Aquaman put it here next thing you know Jackson's my grandfather and he comes out and starts because at one point I thought he was switching over when they go over to him he's like hey what's that you know we, we heard you were down yeah. he's yeah and he's very angry he seems very angry he's heard stuff about what well, happened that's a black man last issue told him about how you know your yeah. hero yeah. here killed my father and stuff like yep. that so, this and is so he, he seems very mad 
but it doesn't last long enough. And maybe I'm glad that's the case because you just move on. But I really thought, oh, no, we're, we're going to get the switcheroo. Here we get well, a new Black Mana, almost like a 5G yeah. right now with a newer, it's one of younger the weird version. Because I thought the same thing, but I was also kind of mad because when Erica and Dwayne ran up to Jackson Hyde here, it's like, hey, this is not you. I know you. I'm like, you have met yeah. this guy for like an hour I know. now, Dwayne. What are you talking well, about? The, the only thing that Dwayne has for uh, if he could say he not that i know you he should have said listen i trusted you i accepted what you told me without because he was the one who was just like hey everybody was treating him like crap and he didn't he actually didn't even though he was arrested all that stuff i i wish that that's what it kind of meant but no he doesn't know him they only know it i mean really. i don't know how much and further so, we're going to go with the adam glasses team titans and the team that we have but jackson hyde definitely needs to be on that for the idea that all oh, of those characters it. have damaged yeah. like parents and stuff like that villain and parents, parents yeah. thing. He he fits fully in, and yeah, that, that's fully the deal. And I wish that he would be on there so he'd have more to do, unless he's just going to be in this book constantly, which I That'd hope cool he is too. as well. But he could be both. Don't get and, uh, We could have both. Uh, but I I like it too. And you do have Mara and Jackson, you know, meet because they come up, they bring Jackson. He's hurt until it, it looks like he can't walk until he sees Mara. Then he's like, "Hey, I hey, know, let's go on, pretty lady." He, <laughs> he gets there and he's like, "Uh." Hey, and she's like, oh, you, you're the Aqualad. Okay, you're Zabellion. All right, you're, I am a water manipulator. Yes, ma'am, just like you. And I like their connection as well. I actually like the Zabellion. Yeah, that thing. is a cool connection you know, because she doesn't only deal stuff. with a lot of Zabellions because they're all jerks and she's no. banished. Yeah, really. And like I said, water gypsies. Plus, who knows where they're at once the Fortress, of solitude, the Fortress of solitude come on. Once that hit the Bermuda Triangle, I think they're nomadic now. It's a big triangle. Uh, but, yeah, it is. And it's a very big triangle. It's almost a circle then, Eric. No. Uh, you end up, though, it, I like this combo, and I like the idea going forward, if Merit doesn't die, that there that's the connection. Because this is what I was going to say about Mara when you're like, I like Mara. Oh, my God. Like, there's not enough room for all these characters in an Aquaman book. You get Aqua, baby. Obviously, that'll be a big thing. So Mara would be involved. Why then, couldn't this but- become an Aquaman family book? I guess, but you're already not having a lot of story, and then you separate it into things, and I'm just worried about it. But with that, then you get Jackson with it. But I like Jackson and Mara. Maybe we can go and have a Zebellion book. But yeah, they're, they're just that. fighting. The, the old gods do nothing, <laughs> no. and I was I was hoping that by the end of this, they were like gone. Loke was going to do something at one point, but no, he's just yeah. chilling. No, and he even says, I, I, I do like it, though, when they bring Loke to, hey, you, you stand with Mara. And, and she doesn't even say anything. It's like, I, I'm a little more powerful than I'm letting on. She's like, I didn't say anything, uh, are, are but I like that he's, he's holding her hand then. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like keeping her steady uh, there? Yeah, yeah. I like that. I actually like – and I, I'm one of the few that actually like these old gods – in their nothing human to do forms with them. because I think they're nice enough, but we need to do something with them or get rid of them. And they're just there. And when you end up and having that was a the huge day that Amnesty Bay forgot about that island across the sea. Yeah, really. I, I actually wish that it was exploded up, you know. And, and with that, I sit there and say, I like them, but boy, what are they? if you end up having the big story where all hell is breaking loose and they give you the I can't get involved because that's mortal affairs. Yeah. Well, when are you going to get them involved? Because the only way you're going to get them involved, involved is if you have some sort of godlike thing that they can. And you're not going to have that all the time in this book. Oh, no. You Mother scavenger shows up. I can't do that. You know, all these different things. Can't do that. Oh, my. You know, Ocean Master. Oh, it sucks. Can't help you there. I- I'd be sick of that. So I wish they would have said, listen, 
we saw what happens on your world. You, you people are awful. Or even just say, we feel bad not being able to get involved. We're, we're going to go back to that island. <laughs> that island was a lot better for us. Yeah, <laughs> the food wasn't great, but at least it people wasn't frozen, let us in though. the diner. Yeah, they let us in the den frozen. They're like, we don't need this frozen food. And what's this thing you call a microwave? The most that amazing invention ever. All the time, the, the only cooking device you use. Yeah, so you're going and you end up with Mara and Jackson, Aqualad. They're using their water kinesis with the electric powers. You end up having Aquaman pretty much show up with Tristan Maurer, the you know, freaking crazy kaiju, Cthulhu monster, and he's riding shotgun there yelling, Come on, stand down. David, I did like that when he jumps on. He's like, Ooh, listen, we got to stop this. Now, are I we? love it. I, that made me laugh so much when he's like, listen, David. He's like, oh, David now, is it? Okay, You're Arthur. You're not my father. I, I needed him to give like the, the, the air quotes. Like, okay, Arthur. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're going and basically says, listen, you got to stop now. If you don't stop now, Mara and Jack, they're going to hit this. And we've already established it's going to blow. And you're going to die. And that's where throughout this whole thing, you had the daddy oh, even AI, the thing. Well, if, big mecha. If, if it's be, let it be, let it be, because I'm going to do the self-destruct thing. Yeah. We're oh, all yeah. going to die just right die. now. Yeah. And daddy Manta, he ain't going to let no. that happen. He's going to well, override his programming. From the, very beginning, from the very beginning, in my mind, he is already overriding it a bit and actually trying to convince himself to keep doing the, the idea that out of nowhere, he's like, I am a robot and must do this. It really felt like by the end that he was trying to convince himself, okay, I'm getting these orders. I don't want to follow, but I am a machine. I follow orders. Can we go now, Captain? I mean, he keeps wanting to leave. And man, it's like, no, no, no. What, what are you doing? Let's go. Oh, no. There, there's a kaiju. Let's go back into it. And, and they start fighting. And he keeps saying, I am a robot. I am a machine. And until finally, he's like, I'm your father. I can't let you die. And as Mana was going to, he said, activate it. Go. Self-destruct now. I cannot do that. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm in control now. And he even said earlier, yeah, you know, I, I was a robot version of your daddy and all this, but you, you changed me. You, you, you know, I'm not that anymore, but he becomes that by the end and actually does end up saving. And again, will this be the idea? You, my father, had to save me something I couldn't do for him. Now I have to get revenge still because he's still pissed. He's still upset at Aquaman. And that just kind of stays the same. He is the head of this thing. That is the man of ship that was looking pretty cool. And when you want a ship, you definitely want a ship based on your helmet. Obviously. So, yeah. And so he gets jettisoned out there. I like that you see a little man of there banging on the, the glass. No, stop. Turn around. I'm your captain. And then he says, I'm your father. I outrank you. Mara hits. Ba-boom. Dead done and and i do like the idea it's a pretty cool idea with this water kinesis the way that uh, kelly sue plays it out because you do end up having them her and jackson be able to you know destroy the mecca have it explode they don't get hurt because they're not there but the stress of it all still does hurt mara so you kind of get the best of both worlds they don't die but she does pass out from the stress yeah, and, and you know all the things so it's kind of a funny thing that you get to still have this big bad to explode it and that kind of dissipates but she's still hurt at the end and they're all like oh my god mara volko finally gets there because he was hurt earlier I'm like volko you look terrible he's like no no this is just a tuesday morning this is for the way me. Volko I'm, looks. I'm not a handsome pe- fella but yeah you end up and i do like at the point that you had all this time where black man is just like oh man you know do this machine do this finally when he's like 
Hey, Pops, he gets real personal. Hey, Pops, self-destruct. No. And that's what does it. But yeah, yeah, you end with Jackson there with Mara. Mara passed out and, you know, high fives all around, it seems, at one point. But you're the villains over. I love the art. I think the art's great. great. Uh, it was my stupidity that I didn't realize that Mana, the head, got ejected. But at one point, the way it was playing out, I'm like, oh, my God, Mana just died in there high-fiving. Everybody's laughing. I'm like, oh, I guess that is that. I guess, you know, Uncle Man gave him a choice. Yeah, I really do like Robson uh, Roke on this book. I think everything yeah. he's drawn looks great. Yeah, I do. And I also like the idea what this does say to me about Mana now, where if you're going to go forward with it, you might even have this idea that he now just has a complete and utter death wish that it's beyond just, Hey, Aquaman, I'm going to fight you because you killed my dad. Now it just could be, I need to die. And the only way that's good for me to die is to take you with me, you know, Aquaman, and we'll get a little bit more, but it, it kind of ups the stakes I'm of it. at this point. I don't want to see him again for a little well, while. I don't think that he'll be for a while. I would I would hope that that's going to kind of disappear for a while uh, as he goes and regroups and sees what's going down. But what would you give? I think I'd end up giving this a 7 out of 10. Like I said, I love the art of this whole thing. Yeah, I'm and 7 out of 10 as besides well. Besides for Tristan Maurer's weird placement here, yeah. I think the story's pretty strong. The idea of the year of the villain and what the offers that Lex were given, I think this worked out really well. And even the whole thing where his father was still his father after death in this machine and got him out of danger against his well. Yeah. I liked all that stuff. And this idea that we have this extended Aquaman family going on now with Mara, Aqua Baby, Aqua Lad, and even Erica and Dwayne, somebody. I like yeah. all of these aspects. I yeah, just hope I it too. gets explored further as we move along. Yeah. Except for those yeah, lousy old sea gods. That's the thing. You, you add the sea gods, there's <laughs> just so much. I think there is something which we did have at points in Detective with, with uh, Freeze. But that kind of got a little wonky. But having the villain that we always get, having Mana go against an Aquaman and doing this, adding this dad AI, it, it is better than, say, the Oracle machine the Brainiac going one. after Batgirl, the Brainiac one, and things like that. So it, it did play out better and is one of or the better, even if not Cheetah the best. With Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, and but that just didn't play did out not. that well. But at least you could go with, okay, I see what you're doing. But this one, it was pretty well spelled out. Basically, you got a mecha that had your dad AI. Go after Aquaman. That That's all done it was. It was done. very easy to understand. And then you ended up having David reprogram it so that it would listen to his orders. You had a little background. So, yeah, I actually think that this might be the best. Uh, of the year of the villain, you know, tie-in deals that we had in the books, forced into the books, because I, I did enjoy it enough, but I'm going to give it a seven as well. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with you. Hallelujah, it's mail with you. It is mail with Jim, and this is a mail because I done goofed up, and we made fun of Mandalorian Mark earlier for emailing us to the awards show on Patreon with what he wasn't supposed to end up emailing us about, but the joke's on me because Dalton... He ended up emailing with his hopes and dreams about DC Comics, and somehow I just completely missed it. 
and that is not right. So I can throw some shade at myself for being a dummy. I even set up a separate email address so that I wouldn't lose things in the shuffle and still lost things in the shuffle. It's nonsense. So I am going to read his email here on the regular show and you get more people involved in what Dalton wants to have happen in 2020 from DC. And he says, greetings, fellas. Well, my hopes for DC in 2020 is essentially that they rein in some of these creative forces that seem to be dictating the course of the DC universe, namely Scott Snyder and Bendis. I think many share the sentiment that I am just sick and tired of the Batman who laughs. And I, I have heard that from many people. And I said that pretty much immediately And now it's almost like I think I'm punch drunk with the Batman who laughs actually by now that I just like, okay, here he goes again. Here we go. Uh, So I'm with you. I would like the Batman who laughs to kind of fade away for a little. But the thing is, is it just going to be that I want him to fade away for a little now because he's been there so much and it seems like everything is running through him. And DC, I think it shows how desperate they are. For some things where if something is slightly a hit, then they just pound it into the ground until you get a character like Harley Quinn, where her regular book sells, you know, a third of what it used to sell. I, I didn't like him in metal and the fact that we are still dealing with the dark multiverse and the Batman Olaf's is mind numbing. I think the name is dumb. I think he's a boring character and just an obvious cash grab. He's Batman and Joker combined. Not exactly the most original idea. And the funny thing is, if you did read the and actually he actually says this so i won't even say it not exactly the most original idea but of course will be devoured by the masses i did enjoy the little jab about the uh that in harley's villain of the year one shot and i was just gonna say the funny thing about that is at the end of the villain of the year one shot that harley quinn award show comic she basically says at the end because the whole comic ends up i'm not going to spoil it all but it ends up being a dupe to kind of capture Flamingo. But then at the very end, Harley's like, oh, by the way, you guys did vote. You picked the Batman who laughs. Great job, people. You picked the amalgam of the two most popular characters. There's a shock. And it it made me giggle. I would also like to see a leash put on Bendis, but that may be a pipe dream. His sing-song dialogue is obnoxious, but I could look past that if he wasn't so hell-bent on destroying everything that makes Superman who he is the fact that he has been given so much creative freedom with things superman hurts i'm a diehard superman fan and i think that what he's doing is and i maybe dalton would agree with this i I do believe his game is to tear everything down so that he can be applauded when he brings some things back uh one of those things that he wants to make the book his own and the only way he can figure out is making it awful for a bit you know tear down everything make things and he did say after that first year after he aged john destroyed the bottle city of candor moved the fortress of solitude made jarell a villain all these things that he said after that first year uh hey uh i didn't want to do things that big and, and to ruin some so now i'm going to start doing that it's basically what he said like hey that first year I didn't want to step on any toes and change too much. But yet he, you know, changed how Krypton was a show. He changed everything. I mean, seriously. Um, He says, Superman's his boy. I hate everything Bendis has done with him this year. I was really excited when Bendis was signed on. I didn't know much about him other than he had written some notable things at Marvel. So I thought maybe he could bring some glory to DC. Where's Ashton Kutcher? Because all we've been doing is getting punked. 
I, I agree. Where is Ashton Kutcher? I, I, nothing to do with that. I just want to know where Ashton Kutcher is. Actually, I get emails from Ashton Kutcher, not emails, uh, texts from Ashton Kutcher in a, a group text thing. And I'll tell you that he's a nice guy. Other than that, I want to be hopeful for 2020, but 5G has me scared, but we'll see. And that's kind of, I am being cautiously optimistic, but not even that. I'm being cautiously nothing. I'm not going to go either way until I hear some creative teams hear what the real plan is. Cause right now it's still just a rumor, but it's still, it does seem scary, but sometimes, you know, change is needed, but sometimes change isn't good. I, I love the idea that you end up and Bendis was one of those, even on his Twitter at one point, because he was changing a lot of things. And he ended up like, you know, change is this, this, and this. But sometimes change isn't good. It can be whatever it is. But if the thing behind the change is bad, then it's bad. I'm excited to see Tom King's Batman in the dust. No more Batcat nonsense. No more I'm going to break your damn back. I hope Tynan does good. But I'm not a huge fan of his. So my expectations are low. But maybe he'll shock you. Maybe he'll surprise you. Uh, by being good, and I'm not big on the Batcat stuff anyway as well, and I think it lasted way too long, but the thing is, I'm glad there is a Batcat book when it eventually comes out, because I'm not the only one out there, and me and Dalton aren't the only ones reading a Batman, and there's a lot of people who do like the Batcat, so they get their thing, and you know, other people get to get on their thing, and that's what I like, and and again, if we want to have all roads lead back to Bendis, that's what gets me upset at not having two people on Superman and Action Comics. Having Bendis do both those books, I think, was the biggest mistake. Uh, I know that Bendis changed some things and, and people are mad. But the idea that you don't have another option, uh, I think that's where you really, really ended up, you know, screwing the pooch, as they say. Is that what they say? Uh, because of the idea that you don't have another option. And I like to have that other option, like a Bat-Cat book. Where people can be like, well, you know, I really love Tom King and I wanted to see more of the Batcat. Well, they get that option and that's cool. And that's what I like. I'd like to see Jeff Johns do Batman Earth 1 Volume 3. Not sure if that'll ever happen, though. He says he's in the middle of doing it. So that looks like that is going to happen eventually. He still wants to do the three Jokers. And that's Jason Pobuck said he's in the middle of doing that with him. So my only hope there is that it doesn't get delayed every other issue I think that what he said was that they ended up like they might end up having everything done before it's even solicited, something like that. And that might have been the Earth One stuff. I forget what it was. He ended up saying something that whatever it was he was working on, they don't want to have delays. So and he even ends up saying that that doomsday clock ended up being released before they really wanted it to be. So they were already starting out behind the eight ball. So we'll see. I'm excited to be done with Year of the Villain. I'm excited for the Flash to be done with these other forces that never get explained. I have a feeling we're still going to deal with some of that later. I'd like to see Bruce and Damien make up and have Damien stop being such a damn asshole for once in his life. I, I, I like Damien. Actually, I love Damien. But yeah, sometimes you kind of lose grip of what Damien's about. And he is a kid with a grudge. He has a chip on his shoulder. He's coming from the background of being the son of a supervillain who then was trained to be the replacement of said supervillains and then ended up being taken by. And I I think that you lose the idea that he is a little kid and he's also a kid that has a good heart. 
but he puts it behind a tough exterior, especially since he is one of the many Robins, and he's just a kid who always wants to be number one, and sometimes he doesn't know how to express himself and things like that. Is why when you get the best runs of a Damien, you end up having him show his true heart, and it makes me cry. I wish we could get away from all those events and just focus on telling good stories. I think that everybody would agree with that, even if you kept the events. I want good stories, but it seems DC is already gearing up for the next event, and we aren't even done with this one. And it's funny, uh, while if you do go over to the Patreon and listen to the award show, one of my hopes is it's not the opposite of this, but it's just if you're going to have a big event, lead up to it don't make it be a surprise don't make it be just something that happens overnight and boom everything's changed uh they did promise at one point that things were going to be seen in the regular dcu to lead up to doomsday clock and that kind of got ditched and i think that you lose out a bit from that when all of a sudden you just have an event plop on you it ends up like, eh, you know, what's this? That's out of nowhere. Oh, this stinks. But if you are gradually led into that, uh, I think that it works out better. Basically, my hope for 2020 is that we have something better than 2019, and I'm all for that. This year was a struggle for me, and I don't think I would have kept reading without Jim, Eric, and the Get Fresh Coop. Beep, boop. Thanks for doing what you guys do. You kept me smiling through all the BS, and I look forward to smiling through next year's bunch of crap as well. Let's just hope that things get better because it it helps all of us. It ends up being where I like when everybody's excited. Again, when we had that Rebirth special, that seemed to be the time. You know, you ended up finding out that Wally West Lightning Rod was Barry, but that Rebirth special number one, was that not all of our Lightning Rod into what we wanted to have from the DCU? And I, I think that for some reason... Uh, they lost their way. You ended up having DC losing their way. It got very convoluted as well. When you had the Doomsday Clock was going to be the thing that was going to change some stuff. And when that got delayed, we got word that it wasn't going to mean as much. And then it seemed like everybody was just given a free reign to kind of do what they want. And unfortunately, a lot of that ended up being very dark. Uh, You know, things that were replacing, say, that the Heroes in Crisis ended up coming out and that really was to me shutting the door off it not officially but unofficially on rebirth i know that they had stopped the banner of rebirth and called dc universe and stuff like that but my hopes and dreams that came out where's greta uh, when i ended up having those things and i think that everybody was excited about the idea of a rebirth and what that meant uh really then got it shoved in their face when you ended up having what happened to Wally in Heroes in Crisis. And we're still kind of trying to get away from that. And that's probably my my biggest hope for 2020 is actually to get the hope back and to get the dreams back. You have stolen my dreams. See, I knew Greta would show up eventually, right? But that's that. And I, I apologize to Dalton for having to read this on the regular podcast. Uh, but I think it's a good enough email for everybody to enjoy anyway. But it's kind of a little commercial, again, to go over to the Patreon and check out our year-end award show. That is about two hours. We said it earlier, but check that out or just keep listening to the regular show. I appreciate everything. So thanks a lot, everyone. Thank you, Dalton. And we're going to go back to the books.
First of all, I need to give a shout out to everyone in the Get Fresh crew. Woo! Woo! Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. What day is it? It's Weird Science Podcast Day. That's what time it is. It's time for the Weird Science DC Comics Patreon exclusive podcast at patreon.com slash weird science. That's patreon.com slash weird science where you'll get a plethora of veritable cornucopia, a holiday cornucopia full of wonderful content and shows from people such as Eric Shea and the Cellar Dweller and um, the, the Man Child, Eric Lee. The, I love those shows. Those are, those are coming hard and heavy and a lot of stuff from our very own Jaw 3, James Alvin Werner III, Jim Werner, who is just making the news podcast is one of my favorites. Always love the news podcast. Keep up with that. The pop culture podcast has, uh, Jim Werner and co-starring Eric Shea. And, um, you also have the, the sales. I love the sales podcast. I know every time you do the sales podcast, Jim, you say, you say that it, it's just reading numbers, but it's so much more than reading numbers. I enjoy the comparisons of where it is. And it's also kind of depressing with the decline of DC comics as we know it. And I will get into that a bit because let's talk about the comics. Let's talk about these comics coming out right now. These DC comics. Let's talk about how I haven't read them in about five, six, maybe seven weeks now because they're not getting me interested at all or excited at all. And where did this start? Why would Dancing Mike be buying all these comics and not reading them because every week it's like, hey, there's new comic books coming out and I want to catch up with them. And then I look and everything is infected and everything is dark multiverse. Everything is year of the villain. Everything is depressing crap. So let's go back to the new 52. Well, some people, like Jim, might think the new 52 was a great thing. I thought it was a bunch of bullshit in the first place that they rebooted everything. If they had done it right, they could have done it right. But no, let's keep Batman on the table. Let's make sure all the Robins served in a five-month time span for all four, five, six Robins. And everything happened there because we want to keep some of those graphic novels. But somehow Batgirl, it was still shot, but she's back and she's Barbara Gordon. And we forgot the other 
other stuff. And then, yeah, so that went well. And then we had the dark, depressing Batman that doesn't do have anything to do with the rest of the universe or anything of the Bat family. But it's Snyder and it's selling. It was selling. And even though I tapped out, you know, I, I stayed with it through the new 52 for some reason, even though it got ridiculous. And you had things like Mr. Bloom and the immortal Joker and crap like that. But I kept with it. And then once the new 52 was over, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm not buying the all-star Batman because it's just going to be more of the crap from Snyder. And enough said about that. So went through the whole new 52. Then, then we had the DCYOU and, and then that turned into just such a crap show that they decided, we need to kind of reset a bit. Let's have the rebirth. We're going to bring back uh, Jeff Johns. going to give us a great issue. And Wally West is going to come back from wherever the hell he went during the new 52. And then we're going to have the light and the hope and the, 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 the feel good stories again and not so dark and depressing. And then we're going to start the doomsday clock kind of then that's going to go off the rails and then that but then and then okay so we're gonna have batman be good for a few issues so let's just talk about batman first so batman is tom king and a great first arc with gotham gotham girl then we went to night of the monster men where i think rebirth officially died that first crossover so horrible the 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 duke thomas um, ventriloquist dummy to the horrible whatever monster thing uh, your shabberies Steve Orlando crap just horrible writing horrible art killed the whole momentum of the of the Batman series it never got back and then Tom King decided to go off and make Batcat and start talking to fans on Twitter about everything and changing as he went along the way and the sales and uh, I was out I think issue 48 I was done out I couldn't even stay around for the fake wedding non-wedding which also helped and then and then the sales went from uh, uh, over a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand over and then they started dropping and then oh Tom King's got a hundred issue run the sales are going down still a hundred issue run sales are going below 80 still a hundred issue run well the sales are staying below 80 okay let's cut it off about 15 issues early okay so that's yeah and then they're going to bring in I think was it Tynion maybe is that that's going to fix everything because yeah so we've destroyed Batman with Rebirth. That's that's good. That didn't that didn't and that was not happy. Not bringing back hope. Not bringing back anything except de- 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 declining sales. Brought back that. Ah, uh, so Superman. Let's go to the the the, the second of the big three. Superman. We're going to bring in Brian Michael. Bendis, Brian Michael freaking Bendis, Brandon's favorite, Brandon's favorite author of all time, Brian Michael Bendis. Brandon tried to warn us, and I, I read Man of Steel and was like seeing some, and I stayed with Superman and action comics for I don't know maybe six or seven issues each, and then I was I was out I was out, and Brandon, you were right. So yeah, that that's then they've done that to Superman and and and. Uh, John and the stuff and then that's gone to the Supergirl book and screwed with that the whole time and Rogelzar and then the yeah and the yeah so that was that that's what he's doing and so well you've still got Wonder Woman right so 
Speaking of Marvel, let's go over and bring in, I don't know, she did some kind of diversity hire hero over at Marvel. Let's bring in G. Willie Willikins. And, oh, that, wait, wait. and then Wonder Woman is going to be, because Jim kept telling me Wonder Woman, because they got rid of Rucka or Rucka left, and it kind of went, eh, some Steve Orlando stuff, and the stuff with uh, Tom, or no, it's so, the other guy that I can't remember his name, not Tom Taylor, the other guy, but it, it, it didn't go anywhere. It, it was, it was horrible. And then they brought in G. Willie Willikins and Jim said, G. Willie Willikins is going to make it great. I loved her stuff at Marvel and working on Miss Diversity Hire or whatever it was. And, and it's great. Um, and then G. Willie Willikins came on and I, yeah, it's like, oh, you have to, yeah, um, dropped Wonder Woman 2 because it turned into a big pile of crap. So, you've destroyed the Trinity, but oh, you've still got the Justice League, so let's go. It's Rebirth, it's Hope, it's Light. Let's go to the Justice League, and you've got Scott Snyder then is going to bring out the Rock and Roll, yeah, Rock and Roll roller coaster right in the middle. Yeah, baby! And it's going to continue the stuff we started in the New 52, that crap that dark depressing but we're going to make it more dark and more depressing oh but it's going to have fun to it said scott snyder lying as he always does about everything and it's the best thing i've ever done it really is which he also says about everything he does i'm sorry um, it's scott snyder and i represent the lollipop guild and so yeah so and he lies about everything and says everything is good everything is it's going to be fun it's going to be a rock and roll and it's just depressing crap that he always does dark depressing <sighs> batman is never a human batman is nothing like batman and then you've got that with metal and then we're going to make the justice league into all that too and the justice league is going to be fighting in the depressing multiverse universe Versus ending horrible everything that was legacy except Scott Snyder's legacy is broken, remade, reimagined as Scott Snyder does it because he doesn't like DC Comics. He he respects all the DC Comics continuity that he has written and nothing else. And so you've got Scott Snyder's dark multiverse depressing verse, and you've got then then it's like okay, so there's Justice League, but what well there's some other books out there. Well you can't have other books out there that aren't depressing and horrible and the doomsday clock isn't going to fix anything because it gets delayed it comes out once ever it's a, a yearly book apparently so let's give the reins over to scott snyder well it's not just an, it's well scott snyder really really sucks and is really depressing and awful but he's not awful enough on his own Let's team him up with Brian Michael Bendis, and we can have a big, huge event that's all about evil and depressing stuff and horrible, dark stuff and every other title getting affected by the Bendis-Snyder event thing. While we also got Bendis' confusing year Leviathan whatever going on, which yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna in that's gonna be mentioned in some of the other books that normally wouldn't be affected by that. And then we're going to have oh remember that we've still got the rebirth and all the light and hope. So what's Tom King do? He goes over there and decides to make this sanctuary because you had Wally West coming back and yeah, let's just 
kill Wally West, but then he's not dead, but then he's a villain. And But I thought that's not what you pitched, King. Oh, but he had an idea, but then he went on Twitter after every issue and talked to people and would change it on the fly because that's what Tom King does because he sucks as a writer. He is an award, an Eisner Award-winning writer now, I think, for that Mr. Miracle piece of crap, which I also didn't read. But anyway, uh, that, that's, that's more of just uh, how Rebirth died and was horrible was just you know murdered and uh declared doa so you're back in the depressing multiverse with um with so now everything every every issue i pick up there's like infected and and you're the villain and dark multiverse and and i don't want to read that i don't i don't that doesn't bring me any joy that doesn't bring me any happiness i don't I don't like that. So I look at my comic books and, and, and then I, I find something else to do. So it's been like that for, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to be depressing here, but it's been like that for like six or seven weeks. I'm sure I will eventually catch up on the, on the main podcast and, and read my books and catch up and, and, and hear, and hear this rant and rave, I guess. But yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know what DC Comics is doing, but they're, they're bringing, they're bringing, you know, so, well, they brought in Michael, Brian Michael Bendis, who was over there at Marvel, where he, he, you know, they, they had that great thing where they, they replaced all the old heroes with the diversity hire kids. And, you know, and then that, that went so well that they had to reboot, have a fresh start and bring back all the other heroes that people actually liked. But I'm sure DC wouldn't be dumb enough to make that. Oh, oh, 5G. Oh, oh. And, and then the stuff. That Brian Michael Bendis is doing with Teen Lantern, which is basically the same as Iron Heart. Yeah, so anyway, so it looks like DC's got it all well in hand and explains why I haven't read my comic books for seven or eight weeks. And I don't know. I will read them eventually, I'm sure, and get back and then just be and just be happy, happy, happy again at some point. But anyway. That being said, I've rambled on long enough about everything that's wrong with DC, and, and just from my humble perspective, I, you know, your your mileage may vary, but you would also be wrong. And um, anyway, so that's that's where I'm at right now. So until next time, uh, be sure to check out um, the the people at um, Weird Science. Uh, I'm sorry, the patreon.com slash weird science that's patreon.com slash weird science where like i said you will find a plethora a a boatload of shows featuring uh sometimes eric shea and some other people but mostly our our very own little uh engine that could james alvin werner the third and uh just just great shows from there watch out because you never know when those guys from the pop culture con uh, podcast might uh pop up and dilate your eyes like you were at the eye doctor's office and Keep it weird, and I will see you in sometime. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. We'll find out if he thinks the books are good or bad or just okay. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. Dun, 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 dun. He's going out the door. There he goes. All goodbye. Right. <laughs> you already went out the door. How are you saying goodbye? 
That doesn't work in this continuity there. Ventral continuity Christ. fella. That's what you're doing. Oh, you, I'm the Scarface is there. You better watch out because I'm a gad boy. You gad already boy. said bees with better. Yeah, I tried to. Well, you know, that's just what I'm thinking about it. I'm a cat coy, independent cat coy. People are like, what is he talking about? <laughs> ah, it's been a long podcast, hasn't it, Eric? Sure wink, has. wink. Oh, my. It has been. But we see the light at the end of the tunnel. But to get there, I don't know, we got to go through a lot of obstacles here. A lot of obstacles. But, but there'll be quick obstacles because these books are nonsense, I'll tell you. And this is the idea where we have tons of books, right? We got all these books. And th- there's sometimes where we have said, oh, man, you know, that book really stinks. Let's not just let's just skip that. And a lot of people have said to me, oh, man, we like when you guys don't like books and you lose your mind. I'm like, well, that's very nice of you thinking of our sanity like that. Thank you very much. Uh, well, you're going to get it here because if we were ever going to drop three books in my mind, I don't know what you think of all three, but if we were going to drop three, these are it. And that's why they're at the end. They really and are. They are nonsense. Are they there are, any redeeming oh, qualities to any to of these any three of them? books? No, not at all. Some of them even go against some things that I thought I liked before, <laughs> which is the first one. I just get, you know, we're beating around the old you like proverbial answer, bush. Uh, yeah, it's the wow, Wonder Woman number 85. And why I see this is, or 83. I don't know why I put 85. Uh, we did not review this on the site because I ended up, and I, I'm going to try to, we end up having next week where we don't have any books. I think I'm going to go and review some of those uh, black label stuff we didn't do and things. I, I just want to have something to put up on the site. I will get to this maybe even before that, but on a Tuesday night, I did have over, I think I had 11 reviews. Oh my God, I'm knocking things over. I had about 11 reviews. And by the time I got to this one, I, I read three pages and I said, you going right back on the stack there, pal. You ain't going to be reviewed because it was that bad. And it's just. And idea. yet you did The Commissioner. Uh, well, that was one of the ones I had set up for and earlier. And yet you did The Catwoman. Yeah. And well, this is the thing. I didn't get to The Wonder Woman. At the, I had the set up. Wonder Woman was going to be the second to last one I was going to do. You're already beaten thinking, down by that point. Well, here's the thing. I was. And, and I will tell everybody that even at the point where I hit the commissioner, the old commish there, I was already getting angry. And I, I'm hoping that my anger did not bias my opinion of that. So I actually thought and, and fought with this in my mind, like, is it that bad? Because I see other reviews. And I'm like, man, people no, no. seem to like it. And I, I, I really hated it. I don't it. even know the point of that book. <laughs> well, that, that was my point of the review. It was nonsense. Uh, but when I got to Wonder Woman, I'm like, all right, it, it's quarter of three. <laughs> right, Steve. Or Wonder Woman. What you, you got know for what? me this Hello? month? You looking good. Yeah, where's my teddy bear? I need to make out. It's got and razor what wire. I don't said do before, I know it isn't that better. No, I ended up there. It is for me. I ended up there with all right. Issue eighty-two, Steve Orlando. You know, even the annual he jumps on. I say, oh my goodness, and this is kind of in my my blurb. So I'm stepping on my own toes here, which I do often, and then trip down the stairs because of that. But I thought that we were getting the the new. I said, okay, he's jumping on, Orlando. and he's jumping on a story just like a Jody Hauser over at Supergirl. He's jumping on in a book in the middle of not just a uh, a story, a, but a story. story that ends up 
being, you know, tied into things going on and, and things Not like that. Not only so, is he jumping into a story that's tied in, but then he wants to tie in more stuff with the Greg yeah, Rucker and, run. And, and with that, with that, you end up where, all right, he's not just finishing G. Willow Wilson's story, but he also is finishing what should probably have been or would have been G. Willow Wilson's demanded story. So you don't even get that. I, I get he's like, hey, G. Willow, like I'm jumping on. Well, what were you working with? Whatever. She's probably like, go to hell. I, I, I got out because I didn't want to do this nonsense. I didn't have anything. I'm out. So he tried to tie in Greg Rucka's stuff, and I gave him the benefit of the doubt because I liked the dialogue enough. And we got away from the idea of G. Willow Wilson had been spending issue after issue of just Cheetah versus Diana fighting in the streets. So, all right. Uh, now it's Cheetah versus Diana on Themyscira. Yeah, and the yeah. funny part is I had to go back and look and right now. And then in the streets. This isn't even <laughs> Year of the Villain anymore. That's how long no, it's gone on to the I point know, where it doesn't matter. We're still long. dealing with Cheetah. Yeah, it's gone on too long, and now he's reverting back, adding people, and not knowing how they work. Who Wonder knew Woman that number Boston was so close to Themyscira? I, I did. Eric, you didn't realize that? Holy moly, you never looked at a map. What, didn't you go to U.S. history? Wonder Woman number 83. No. There's the best times at Richmond High Show. Written by Steve Orlando. Art by Jeremy Rappick. Miguel Mendonca, Norm Ratman, Mark Deering, Gabe Altea, and Pat Brussel. And the Earth, Wind, and Fire have shown up, Eric. They're all on stage there. Every one of them. Steve Orlando continues the Cheetah versus the God story, but now it's back to fighting Wonder Woman. And then Silas just shows up just because. Our time away from Orlando had me thinking we were getting a new and improved version. Nah, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Awful dialogue, not understanding powers, and a story that goes nowhere until the cliffhanger or the order of the day. And so, Eric... This stinks. <laughs> it's just not good. It's really bad. And it's the dialogue that starts it off where you end up having a weird repeat of terms that don't go well. I sit there on a review and you do the same where you're doing a review and you don't want to keep saying that like, man, when that happened, it was awesome. When that happened, it was awesome. You're like, oh, man, that why couldn't he realize like people don't normally say wield as much as they're being thing. And the idea of Wonder Woman saying to Cheetah, you may have my lasso, but you're not going to wield it until she does. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, the really? whole second half of this whole issue is all about her wielding it. All Diana yeah. progress- professes in the beginning of the issue, you'll never wield my weapons. Yeah. When yeah. Then she proceeds yeah. to wield all of them. And, and, and then it basically then you have, you know, Maggie there for no reason. You end up having the... Uh, I would only think a Top Gun reference because the new movie's coming out. The invisible jets just make him flybys and buzzing the tower uh, just in random. And then ends up where the big point is it to come down and Cheetah can just duck. I mean, she actually just jumps onto the wing and then hangs on. At one point, she can let go until she realizes I can't let go now. Which then ends up them going to Boston, which then is the trigger for Silencer to show up. And now Silencer. You know, the whole thing with the, the guest family is you have Blake Jelly being an honor there. They're in Boston for their family vacation, you know, yeah. while the doom sits in the sky and it hasn't been bright yeah, out for such a, a great vacation. And really, all this ends up being is At the Navy you're yard. not going to hurt my family. Can't even say but, it's the Navy but, Yard. It seems like they're having their vacation on a dock. 
Yeah. With like and, a bunch of cargo containers around Also, it. just continuing, and and again, I, I want to have fun talking about this. It, it's complete nonsense. Like I said at the beginning, you have, oh, man, with Wonder Woman wielding not her weapons that they're going to wield of the not wield, so you have that. You end up Cheetah saying, hey, you know, I wanted to be down with you, Wonder Woman, but since you're not, I guess I'll attack you uh, because you're stupid. You helped oh, me get rid that, of Gerskataga. You've, you've, you mentioned a lot of artists on this book. And at the yeah, one point where yeah. we have, you know, Wonder Woman, we saw in the last issue, she went to the Wonder Woman of, Wonder Woman of China and yeah. got her weapon so she could go and face Cheetah with her. You know, she has the, the golden perfect, the yeah. lasso, and then she also has the God Killer sword. So this yeah. whole thing is we have at one point, Wonder Woman blocks the God Killer sword with the Wonder Woman of China's shield. And then the God Killer sword disappears. The shield's yeah, on her and back. And this is the weird thing. And, is, and then thing, later, she, it shows up because it's jammed into the shield. Yeah. It makes no sense. But no, it I'm disappears. You, after, I'm telling you, after yeah. it's jammed in the shield, it's gone until we need yeah, to see gone. it again. Yep. Like You see it in the visible jet at one point. But when yep. we have the whole thing, she just has it in her belt loop, kind yep. of just hung yep. there. And then she just... just Snatch! I got it for you. Yeah, just grabs it again. Ha ha! And and as this happened, it did look because you end up having the shield go up. The God Killer, the God Slayer deal killer goes, and uh, it gets it notches the shield, and then that's where she loses it. But it does disappear. Then you see it randomly in the the invisible jet a little. If you look, you can see that it's jammed onto the shield again. But then she got and the shield, so everything's fine. Then it's complete nonsense, and you end up though with all this going on and the idea you can't wield my lasso until she does. And you it's, end it's up where everybody's doing talk all about these the idea things. of Wonder Woman's power stuff like that. We saw her block the God Killer sword with her, you know, just wrist. The idea of what the bracers did before, who knows? Because, you know, she used to block the bullets with the bracers and stuff yeah. like this. She here she, blocks it with her here hand. she blocks a bullet that was headed for Cheetah that silenced yep. her shot just with her hand. And yep. now it all becomes this weird thing because on top of like this awful, and I can't say awful, it's just strange dialogue yeah. that Steve Orlando wants to use for these characters. Now we have a strange idea of what silencer zone of silence yeah, means and, and, and like, the zone of silence do. and it's even wrong right at the bat before you even see her you do see her before she goes in the silencer deal because you end up the bullet going a bullet but there was no sound just the wind and it, but it made a how sound did, how did you catch it, made it a then? sound schnick <laughs> it made the sound as it hit which it should have if anything it still would make sound after it left the set it makes no sense she ends up blocking it with her hand this is not something she and, does. And I, this, sw- she I swear do when Silencer is dropping down, I don't know what she did with freaking Blake or Jellybean, but she is dropping down and it looks like she has invisibility on herself as she is coming down yeah. with her costume. I'm like, makes no sense. It, it's the and zone of silence she making thinks her that the zone of silence means that she can still talk to everyone, but we know that's not the case. <laughs> if you've been reading and you did read the Silencer book, that is completely wrong. That does not happen. It's a complete zone of silence. Nobody. And yet, silence is silent. Hey, look at you guys. You're in the zone of silence. But boy, it's pretty crazy, right? No, no, no. It's such you, a weird idea have to use. Because we saw on her guests do different things where she could yeah. create smaller bubbles, large bubbles. But she could create different zones of silence, stuff like that, for whatever she needed to do. <laughs> but when she puts her, her two fingers to her head, so she's like disorienting to lose all sound entering your inner yeah. ear. No, it is. But, like, but the thing is... Is like, are you focusing this zone of silence in her inner well, ear specifically? Because what, what she I, also what I can't ask talk. You too. What I want to ask you is, well, we read Silencer. We really liked sure it. Is we, my we liked New it. Age of Heroes. Uh, you ended up a lot of times where she was doing some infiltrating of a base. They ended up having a lot of things that were in like residential areas. So she done. 
why is she using the zone of silence here? What? So the people there on the dock right next to him don't hurt their ears with all the gunfire? Well, because that, there's no stops, reason for she it. She stops using it anyway. Oh, halfway through yeah. the shoot, they're like, bang, there's bang, There's no bang. reason to use it. There is no reason. She is keeping them silent. And Steve Orlando thinks that they're also invisible, that because she can't hear it, these people don't realize there's a fight. Also, I would want them to know there's a fight so they can get the hell out of here. But you better run. I, I mean, I just, just because you're, this it doesn't make any sense. Cheetah and Wonder Woman interrupted Blake, Jelly Bean, and her family vacation. You know, during the freaking, you know, doom sigil in the sky, during all like, the universe about to die. She somehow just gets rid of them, puts on her whole silencer uniform, and decides to go and I'm going to be out and exposed, even though my whole idea is I'm on her guest. I need to hide myself of my family. I can't be out and about as silencer. Yeah. And then spend a lot of the issue after this the cheetah grabs the sword out of Wonder Woman's belt. Ha ha, I got it now. And then we have an entire Ha-ha. page where just silencer and Wonder Woman spar. And yeah. then I'm like, well, there's Chita, no reason Chita for it. walks away. And even not even to it. mention <laughs> that silencer. What is she doing? Uh, there's no reason oh. for her to well, even, even do this, this. Even at this point, though, Cheetah, for some, I mean, uh, one uh, silencer really wants to kill Cheetah more than anything she's ever wanted to do at this yeah. point. Cheetah what? is getting away. And I'm trying to figure out this you one thing. You almost think that silencer, you go in and people are going to think she's a big game hunter. <laughs> but at the one point, she grabs the freaking, you know, I, I don't know what the, the name of the, the like, J- Japanese weapon is that she got from, you know, the uh, Japanese, the Chinese, uh, uh, one yeah. over China, but that spear The halberd, thing, I think it is, that's actually. What it is, but she picks like it up and chucks it over to where Cheetah's getting away. It, it goes into a gas, like, truck, and it starts leaking. And all of a sudden, I don't know if Cheetah... I don't know if she, Cheetah makes this she happen. She seems to hit it then. But it and- just explodes... And yeah. then Wonder Woman grabs her, get down on her. And she's also telling everybody, my name's Honor Guest. She is not even yeah. going by silence. So yeah, she's telling no, everybody she's Honor no Guest. zone but, now. But for some uh, reason, yeah. right next to Cheetah, this gas truck explodes. I don't know if Cheetah did it, if Silencer did it, or if it just did it because of the freaking spear hitting the truck. But it was leaking gas. All of a sudden, explosion. Everybody's fine. Cheetah's fine. I, I'm like, what was the point of yeah. this whole thing? I don't know. I love that. And this is where you get the dialogue where you have Cheetah, where you end up even at a point where, you know, you get silencer with the, the lasso and you know, she's not she's not doing anything bad anyway. But even that this idea where Cheetah gets cut. And then you have for no reason or she at gets all. Shot in the ear. Yeah, yeah. It's, you have no reason at all. Silencer and Wonder Woman fighting. It makes no sense for either no. to be doing this. Then you have where si- you have Silencer like, hey, they don't have to worry, Princess. Bullets or blades. I know my targets are. And I wish I know what she's saying of weapons or whatever. I wish she just would have said bullets or bracers, just because that's a Wonder Woman thing, and it would have been the kind of a. But it doesn't matter because when you look. The idea of, of Wonder Woman catching a bullet or something, she doesn't have bracers at all in this because they're taking it. matters since they were taken away. No. And Cheetah's dialogue is, damn ear, still, a bit of blood is an easy price. While that fool endangers Wonder Woman. What are you talking about? We're right back to this now. Are we back to Midnighter now? Because I, I went out. And then I, after, really, where's Jeremy? Because I need out. explosion that does nothing but actually no. push Wonder Woman and and, uh, and freaking Silencer and away. And now they're friends. And the th- they were far away from this whole thing. Yeah. Cheetah was right next to it. They get pushed back. Cheetah's fun. She's already on a boat causing more <laughs> havoc. Now it's time for I the Silencer Wonder yeah. Woman team up. Oh, yeah. And I love it's like almost one of those things where we have – an idea on a lot of things you say it a lot where you have to fight before you become yeah. friends. You end up doing that. Well, no, you have to have a gas leak explosion, a uh, gas chuck and, and throws you off to become friends. But also you go and what she is doing at this point, she just seems to be cutting the dock 
she just, ah! and she even says, oh, my God, you know, all oh, this is going to get these gods here, you know, an explosion. And this whole, thing, and this whole idea is that we got away from Themyscira. We were attacking the Amazons because we we're going to get their patrons down here like Hera and stuff like that. And I'm going to achieve this by killing all the people who worship her. All right, we're not there anymore. Now we're in Boston because, like I said, Themyscira is right next to Boston because Man. it happens almost immediately from this invisible jet yeah. ride. But now – Time to cause more havoc in Boston because, you know, Hera loves the freaking Red Sox. So obviously she she's going to come down here and stop she's everything. She's no Yankees no, fan. Obviously not. Since, since Jeter retired. She was a Jeter fan, I heard. But since she retired, she, how, she switched. How she's is a it that Cheetah can use the golden perfect, the, the lasso of truth, better than Wonder Woman can? Because no, now she's and, and using that, the lasso to and, block yeah. machine gun fire. Yep, but blocking them. And, and what I wanted to say as well, and it's kind of a skewed way. It's It was nonsense anyway, but I, I don't know where you're going to get the idea where you end up Cheetah using the lasso. Wonder Woman grabs it, has it wrapped around her arm. Now, who would be in control at this point? Who's telling the truth? Who's not? Because a lot of times we have seen where that will revert you back to your real self, things like that, where Cheetah, meh, Look, but it does nothing because, because nobody if, knows. If you go a few panels down, now it's just wrapped around cheetah's fist and there's no other freaking bit of lasso anywhere no no i I like too where you do end up cheetah she's like oh my um, i don't like this duck she hates this duck she's hitting it and then she's like and then that's where wonder woman goes barbara ann refuses to see who she's become now again that to me was when she has the lasso around her as well as wonder woman they both should be seeing some things but silencer says i offered a solution and it just leads to wonder woman say hey our secret, my people did name me Truth Queen. <laughs> well, even the soul thing, Get she's trying town. to reach Cheetah, and the whole idea is getting down on her knees again. You know, loving submission, yep. I'm going to give to you. Silencer, she's done with all this. So she throws a grenade at both of my. <sighs> What, yep. what are we even doing? And then Wonder Woman grabs it, so it just explodes And all eyes. it leads to is Wonder Woman getting her back sliced by the de- the, the God Killer sword. Yeah, Cheetah's saying, sword. how do you like them apples, Hera? Basically, she's like, are you entertained? Basically, and then, the gods. And Hera shows up. Yeah, she shows up. How long must Wonder Woman bleed? You know, yelling the stuff where you end up having – yeah, she ended up getting the weapons from the – the Asian, the Chinese uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder I, I, I wish I, yeah. And so you end up, but it, it didn't really matter anyway. I mean, she is using powers we've never seen. She's doing things without other stuff. Also, she did promise that she'd bring well, everything back. And that, that shield that was, shield had that a had a huge dent notch in it. I don't know what happened to her lasso. A, yeah. Done. I told you. Yeah, when you, I'll treat it like my own. She told her, I'm like, no, no, no. You, you guys better treat it better because you lost yours. And that's where you do it at the end saying, you know, oh, don't worry about Dinah safely because here I am. Hera, hey, I, you have my attention. I'm like, whatever. I mean, really, this is just bad. It is so We had such bad. high hopes for Frigate, you know, Steve Orlando coming back I did. on this book. I thought we that thought we laid low for a little. As a yeah. dialogue writer. I told you. I said that I'm always worried that we're going to get these writers and we're going to have to suffer through their learning process. I did think that we did suffer through a lot of his nonsense, but we backed out. Jeremy was doing a lot of things and unfortunately can't do them now. So we're back. And there we go. Uh, we're Here resetting. We is, this, is this Steve Orlando Reborn? Must be Orlando Reborn is what it is because this is nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Doesn't even get 
anything right it seems and because the of that art's I, inconsistent I, with art what's going on from panel to panel as, as hell i hate and the yeah, way cheetah looks with all the different artists we have on here that's sometimes the weird thing cheetah looks usually, like a yeah. car- caricature cartoon thing at one point yeah. from like all these different things i'm like i don't even know what you're going i for. don't and know which artist it was but he's probably like hey cheetahs they like roller skates right <laughs> yep cheetahs love the roller skating <laughs> I, I just i don't know what and usually you'll have the you know the art team and it'll be like oh man that was a crazy jump yeah. you know oh, that threw me out no no there are things that disappear reappear uh, it, it's just it's it it's just a doesn't lazy make any sense the idea. on that side all, all the right. way around the invisible jet's gonna swoop down and the wing's gonna catch cheetah i'm gonna jump in and we're gonna fly for a minute and all yeah. crash land in boston yeah, we're gonna crash land because cheetah then realizes i just to have to punch things she punches the wing and then sounds just like you put my family in danger no 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 what you should have done is get them the hell out you know, head out of Boston. Go, you, don't go southeast side. You don't want that either. Then you're endangering them again. Just get out of the way. You, you have Wonder Woman there. I don't know if everybody really. She's she's a pretty big hero. So Silencer going in, start shooting randomly. No, no, not only at that, people. Silencer showing up and telling everybody, right? I am honored yeah, guest. Look at me. They're like, what did they say? Uh, she said some about being honored to be a guest. I don't know. You're good. You're good there. You know, off the Kadeem. But yeah, it's nonsense. Four out of ten. What would you give it? Fu five. All right. That 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 is uh, definitely a thing that could be. Wow. But yeah, Wonder I'm going to go four. You are not yeah. hitting at all. And at and all. the funny at all not hitting. I don't know now. I, I should go check because up until halfway through today, and this is we're doing this on a Thursday actually for the you know we're doing things a little early because we have so many things. Uh, there were there was one review. <laughs> What is it? It wasn't good. And that is telling both ways. I'm going right now just to see you and yeah, one review. That's it for Wonder Woman. One. And it's a two. You were right. I thought it was a three. It's a two. Uh, I better get in there to get that score on up. But that that just shows you people are like, I'm not dealing with this. Either they read it and said, no way. I ain't playing. Or they just bailed after G. Willow Wilson, but that that's a shame because I thought we had something going on with Steve Orlando kind of saying, okay, I'm going to fudge some Greg Rucka stuff in here. I'm going to get going. But once I get going, you'll see that I have a plan. Well, you'll see that going. I have I some see things. Happens. He, got a, he went backwards and then slipped, fell, hit his hip, ended up with a, a carrot up his ass. I don't know what happened, Eric. And I, I shouldn't curse like that, right? No, that's not cursing. Here we go with the next one, the infected, the commissioner number one. The hits keep rolling, Eric. You, you like this one? You like the commish? Uh, you uh, like that uh, that show, the commish? I love the show, the commish. What was that bald guy that you like? That, that is, guy? I can't think. <laughs> I, whenever you put me to this, I can never remember yeah, his name. It, you know the thing guy. from Fantastic yeah, Four, yeah, the thing, and he was in that you know not Vic, ordinary family, uh, right? No, no, Victor no. Victor no. Stone, right? Was that it? No, uh, Victor Stone his, is not his. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about the, he played that character in the Shield as well. Yeah, he did. Vic Mackey. Yeah. Vic Mackey, but we don't remember his big, bald-headed name. But, hey, you will by the, the time we're done here. The Commish. The Infected, The Commish, number one, written by Paul Jenkins. All right, Paul, you, you've been away for a while. I can see Art why. by Jack Herbert. 
Uh, maybe we'll get a little Dune going. Adriana Lucas and ALW's Alls Troy Pateri. One of the first times I've actually had Alls Troy Pateri. It's usually you. Timing can be an issue when uh, it comes to comics dealing with any crossover story and whole. That whole. That's a shame. I, I go with that. I ended up putting a vent, but I didn't want to say this isn't a man. It shouldn't happen with one shots though. Written for that story alone, and even then. They should actually mean something. Since we already know Commissioner Gordon is infected, Paul Jenkins instead puts us in the mind of Jim Gordon. Kind of. The lack of any setup had to throw new readers off who just jumped in at the start of Batman Superman, but it just had me bored and very angry. I'm telling you, this whole thing where we start out at Arkham Asylum, where all the inmates are being let out, but mostly just a couple of them because others are being dealt with. But the idea of like, does this tie into what we're dealing with in Batman Superman where we saw the commissioner going to that lock of all the weapons and going back to Arkham Asylum? But the problem is when you're reading this, and I I end up, I like the gritty art, but the story starts off being useless, at least for now and it just seemed like a last second attempt to squeeze 499 out of people uh near oh, the God, end this is 499 yeah, on top and, of yeah, everything Jeez. yeah you end up with these things that it, it's a one shot it's only one issue it is based on a book that is coming out a batman superman there's no reason that this should come out after issue five of that series but take place around issue two this is a one shot. You didn't have to end up saying, well, you know, he didn't get that. This is all he's doing. And so this should have come out there. So the idea of all this is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we've already gone three issues pretty much past what happened here. We didn't see anything. Well, even what's so, happening here, because for the most part, we this is a Batgirl issue dealing with the idea. We have the infected commissioner and what he's doing being an infected commissioner. He's blackmailing people in the force who he knows is dirty. He has the National Guard coming in trying to relocate yeah. homeless people. I'm like, homeless and the people. Thing is, what's I'm like, going on? I'm saying it here because he's the idea that you know Gotham is hopeless. There's no helping it for what it is. But I'm like – you're still trying to clean up the streets, though, aren't you, Commissioner? I'm like, yeah. yes, you're relocating the homeless. It's bad. But for the most part, and even the idea like you're, you're talking crap on a dirty cop, yeah. where's the bad parts really in this yeah. whole thing? Yeah. And even the idea that we have opened up all the doors to Arkham Asylum because yeah. for some reason he just has a – remote control that does that. A remote control in case because it's the humanitarian thing because in case they have a flood or an earthquake. Just the idea you're going to unlock every door. Like you could actually sit down and press this button. It seems like if the thing happens to be in your pocket, all the doors are around. But – for some reason, these these few like characters who I have to assume is like you know you have mammoth there, you have anarchy, you have these weird yeah, characters, and they're they're very plain Jane to the point where I'm looking at them like I don't know who that is. That might and, be a weird calculator. That's the thing too, though. I think that's why Maxie aren't Seuss. you at least telling Lock us who there. they are? Tell us who they are. You're just having this issue where you want these. Ba- they're not really the big bads anyway, but, but just it seems like an idea. Even at the thing where we have the National Guard relocating the homeless, which Batgirl seems very concerned about, ends up going there and fighting these villains because are they helping the National Guard? I don't Guard? know. I that, don't know uh, what their end and, game and is. And like you said, and it, it does say where you go. He's like, hey, he ends up calling the guy up onto the roof. Hey, you know, come on up. Let's talk. And then, he, oh, sorry, Commissioner, you know, with all this crazy rain and stuff going down because of that. So I'm like, really? That they're fighting and that's causing that? But it's, see, Batman Superman number two. All right. Well, that's setting that up then. 
and it's it's way back and really of this what you learn like you said that there's a national guard called in are they they're legit yeah you may have gotten them there in a non-legit way but they're rounding up the homeless is it because of the year the villain that the weird thing is it has been raining for days and stuff and the national guard's been called in to help these people relocate because they can't be out on the streets who knows and it just says, sorry, Commissioner, it's the damn storm. Weather Service thinks it's been set off by superhero activity. Not even mentioning the sigil or anything. It's just, see Batman, Superman 2. That's where they're fighting Shazam. We see that a little. I, I understand the thunder and lightning, maybe. But like, so I, guess I, going, don't, I don't see the sigil in the sky anymore. No. I'm paging through right now. So maybe we're, but I, we're past They even mentioned angle. some things. But even then, you're going with that where – he ends up, hey, you know, uh, uh, here's a little secret there, buddy. I, I sometimes meet Batman up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all know this. Everybody you know, knows. Conley. It's, remember that it's guy? It's a big joke. You remember yeah, that and guy then you who go died? To <laughs> but the thing is, before that, it, you know, Gordon's like, hey, that's just it. Good police work. Sometimes you have to bend the rules. I'm like, oh, you bad. You bending the rules now? Holy moly. Like, and, and the thing is, I think that what they're playing with, with what Paul Jenkins thinks he's playing with, is you don't know he's infected till the end. But we know this. He was the first <laughs> infected. Before anybody else. We've known it. Before it was, it was before this thing a was a thing. So this should have come out way back then. But that's not a twist. We know this. We have everybody knows it. And so through this, oh man, he's not acting right. No, you're like, what's going on? Because as you're going through it, if you did, you know, read the whole Batman uh, Who Laughs miniseries where he did become infected at the end with the James Gordon there, you get by this like, when are we going to see him go bad? I mean, these are just – he's, well, he's acting crazy. Thing, you know, I, like I said, when people are being infected, we have all this rain. For some reason, there's explosions going on throughout Gotham there's, City. Just which crap is Batgirl. going down. And it's the weirdest part because at one point I thought maybe this could be cool because you do have Batgirl. Obviously, you have a connection to Commissioner Gordon then. But then when she's talking to Black Canary, who's making her way to them, I'm like, okay, you're making it to a Birds of Prey thing. But – yeah. But, but, yeah, but she just disappears. Panel, there's no Huntress anywhere. And that's like, why I said in happening? the thing at the end of my blurb, if this is setting up something later, number one, that's nonsense because you can't count on everybody getting this anyway. So that's ridiculous. But I, I just there's no focus of what's going on, especially into this infected story. And so you have Connolly, and, and now you're going to get the hey, I've been sick a little bit. You remember, you remember all those crazy things, you know, Mickey Giovanni. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. He committed suicide in your holdings. You remember him. Yeah, your wife. And it, it makes no sense because he doesn't. So then you're just waiting for him to just slice this Connolly. Then he goes into a convoluted, very subtle, like, yeah, you know, the internal affairs, they're they're looking into things. But and I'm like, I don't know Connolly. No. I don't know what's going on. No, I know that dude. usually like and so where's Bullock in all this? Where are anybody that can be our point of view where Bullock comes up and goes, Why are you talking to that dirty cop Connolly or anything? We don't know this guy. And well, this is his talking new about guy stuff and- we don't know because even after he gets Connolly the idea to like, look, Connolly I know you're bad, but if you do me a favor and you hold on to this yeah. key here that opens up all the Arkham, like, you know, I won't, I'll keep the, you know, the internal affairs off your back. Um, yeah. but I don't want to hold this. Oh, don't worry. I already pressed him. Like, what's so the there's no of- reason. No, there's but no reason. Later on, though, he's on the roof still. Commissioner Gordon just loves being on the roof, but in the rain, even though there's no Batman around, but it's like, no. he's on the phone. It's me. Yes. No. Not until I give the word. Have your people standing by. 
all right, I have no idea who he's talking to because who, like who in any of the stuff that we're dealing with in the infected would have people who would then be standing by that no. he is working with. He's and like this. So no is this a go- weird illusion that that's the Batman of Les, but at this point he's locked up I in know. the justice, the hall of justice. So he can't and make a call. He, can, he continues on though. No one's going to get hurt. No civilian casualties. That's our agreement. Like, just Why? what are you doing with your infected status here? Like, <laughs> this you is really what I'm saying. Like you're infected to the point where you're really going to clean up Gotham. Like, it's almost like yeah. what Supergirl's doing with now. It She's is. That's what it seems. About but it the it's, wrong way. it's not played out right. No. It's not played out, especially because I said the end, me, it really spells out the idea of, hey, everybody. And it, it is. It's the, you know, CSI Miami. Well, who looks like. I'm infected. Yeah. As he takes up it, you're like, yeah, we know what the hell just happened. Even when you have Barbara come and she's not really even reacting that much to her father who's infected at this well, point. Just the she idea, just she's is kind of angry. That Commissioner Gordon is yeah. going about relocating the homeless the way he is. Yeah, and that's all. Also, we have the whole thing where he seems to be working with the Ark, but we're not really delving into that whole no. thing because we have There's- this giant fight between Batgirl <laughs> and these freaking you know, For criminals. No and then Gordon says, get off them. That's yeah. enough. And, and just along. imagine this, the what? idea that you are ha- right now, this is a commissioner and i like that he has to have that official term for the day but he's the the infected commissioner here and then we waste time with a non-spelled out villain team that he ends up pressing a button to let all of arkham and he even gives it to Connolly, and he's like i'll never press that i did two hours ago all right well where's right. the where's the a-listers i mean what, what were they already out i uh, end up getting mammoth and anarchy please and so anarchy ends up you know, pretty much then fighting back up, but for no and reason. I say possibly, yeah, man. If I look at this guy and it does not look like Mammoth completely to me, this looks no, like I it could be No, I thought it was Mammoth else. as well, but even whatever, it just ends up everybody kind of disperses at a point just so that it's anarchy and Batgirl fighting. Because that's the only two that have a real connection because to this whole thing. that's the connection, but yet there's, what do you need a connection for this? This, what you should have the connection of is my dad is not feeling right. This is ridiculous. I better help him. Not, all right, this is the commissioner infected. I'm going to go fight these nonsense villains who really have nothing to do. And by the end, doesn't matter anyway. So you end up with that, even when commission go home, Batgirl. You know, that's all you get. You get nothing. Well, and him and Connolly making a walking tour of the rain in Gotham and pointing guns at people. And even when we have Batgirl confronted by, you know, the commissioner and Connolly and this whole yeah. thing, the idea was, you know, even with the commissioner being infected, who knows how he feels about Batgirl's daughter, what his end game is for Gotham, like, you know, outside of the Batman who asked, because he even says, hey, we got a lot of stuff going on. People need you down here. And the whole thing is commissioner. What's really happening here? This isn't how we do things. Like, you ever live a day in the city when there was a plan we stuck to? You know, like Batman's MIA, we need you. And then Connelly's like, this is pointless, boss. Let me take her in. I want you to try. (laughs) And then she just walks off. Yeah, she walks off. And then in the meantime, you also get such classics. What do you do with a pile of slag? You burn it to the ground. What do you say to the devil? Nothing. You punch him in the jaw. Just the it's end. Like, this whole what's thing. What's going on? We have the homeless relocated. We have explosions going off in the city. Connolly's freaking being blackmailed. And the whole thing is, then we just got <laughs> a deep inner narration. Like, by Gordon's like, everyone's a cop in this town. Everyone's a killer. Everyone's yeah. a savior or a psycho. And nobody knows which is which or whether up is down. Least of all, you don't know what you are, but you're not yeah. sick anymore. Gotham is. 
and that's why it must die. Yeah. Right? And, and the whole thing yeah, is like, yeah, we're, killing, we're killing Gotham, but we're also relocating the people, and but also I'm helping them as well. Telling, have have something here. I like. I wanted the thing where Connolly's there and like, yeah, man, you let her go. And plus, I've been meaning to ask you there, Kamish. Why are your transition lenses dark here? We're in the middle of the night. And well, I, I, I want to see these eyes. What's going on? Eyes. You got the black and red eyes going on. You're freaking me out there, buddy. And so if you ended up having this be, and I'm telling you, you want to go full out, I'd laugh if all of a sudden, because the signal goes up and you end up, well, Batman's not going to answer because he knows he's fighting Shazam Shazam now with with Superman. Superman. So you end up kind of coming out. And I'm telling you, 10 out of 10, if all of a sudden Gordon's dressed as Batman, I'm the Batman now because he's going to be like, Batman doesn't know how to do it. I'm Batman now. Let's go. I don't need any more people saying they're Batman in Gotham. It would make me laugh. That would make me. But if this was the idea that he's infected, he's insane. We're going to go the Supergirl route where he turns on the signal and then calls Connolly. So Connolly can come up just so that he can start saying his Batman nonsense and go forward with it because he thinks that he could be a better Batman. He's infected. It's making him wonky. All these things. I'd even go with that. You know, hey, I used to call Batman with this, but that's done. Batman is a vigilante. Now I'm the commish. I'm going to do things and I'm going to do them right. And then starts going and doing weird things back. But that's not this. This is, oh my, he's insane at first because he's mentioning things it's that so Connolly didn't have going. For then it ends up with Batgirl and nothing happens. I'm telling it's, you, by the end, the way he's treating, like people need your help. He's relocating the homeless. Yes, it's not the way they do things, but he just seems to be yeah, mad what's at the that city about? itself, not the people, just the yeah. city. I'm like, well, and I do want to mention it is coming out in this week. In the Batman Superman deal, the infected story ends. It then goes to other things. It goes to Hell Arisen. So you get this, and now you've already seen after this, and none of this makes sense to what we've seen. And and not even not make sense. It just it's inconsequential. Nothing ties into this. Now, if you went off and you said, okay, this is going to continue, and I really, I I swear, I'm reading this. And I'm like, okay, what we're going to end up with is the end. No way. Follow the saga of the commish in Batgirl. That's what I thought it was going to do. I thought, okay, well, I'm kind of upset because you duped me into this, but at least then it would make sense that it would continue no, in that. She's too busy may. doing stupid Oracle things. But yeah, no, you, know, you have Oracle things. And then the idea of stories being changed down the line as well in that book. So that book's correct too. Uh, but it's like, you know, follow the saga in Batman, Superman. Well, we already have, and it ends that day. And then, and you're the villain, Hell Arisen, which starts that day and nothing of this makes any sense or matters. So with that, I did, I gave it a four. I think I was actually being very, uh, maybe I gave it a three. Actually, I did. I gave it a three and I still think I was being nice. I like the art. I actually think that the art is really good. And in a way, even reminds me of, say, like a, a Watchmen like type deal and gritty. And, yeah, to how and when dark she comes in, is. especially when she comes in on the cycle yeah. there. And but the story is complete and do. utter nonsense. It means nothing. You're blowing up parts of Gotham. This doesn't seem like any sort of plan that we've seen or anything going on. Plus, you know, you're starting to wonder when this takes place, what's going on, and things like that. So it, it's just nonsense. It is. So yeah, Black Black Canary shows up, and One like panel. you said, you get excited then. All right, birds and that's nothing. No, hey, be careful. All right, oh well. Oh my, an Where's Apache Huntress? helicopter coming in, an unmarked deal. This must be up to no good. Oh wait, 
It's the National Guard. Oh, yeah, Commissioner, you brought the National Guard in, but it's the National Guard. Yeah. They're not just going to come in and do, are they infected? I don't know. I don't know. The freaking infected. Arkham villains are just sitting there. I'm like, I, I have no idea where you're also, going with Also, you this. end up where you press a button to open up the Arkham doors to everything, <laughs> and all you control. deal with is this little little group with only Batgirl doing this. You end up where this would be chaos more than this, and you'd have other villains running around doing crazy stuff, and yet- well, it no, seems like they were all subdued guys. after that whole thing because you even see at one point where Two Face and Killer Croc are being yeah. subdued. I'm like, yeah. how did the freaking set, like you know, the F level freaking villains get out yeah, and about? Really? Well, that's what you get. What would you give it? Three point five out of ten. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, that's what I say after it. Boy, it's just it's it's rough, and I just feel bad because I know Manship had to have bought this, and I feel even worse because I know you liked it. If I if he emails me now, I'm like, what are you talking about? The infected commissioner? That's my jam. Yeah, be like, you better stop eating jam and get jelly, buddy. Is what you should do. Yeah, be a real man. But here we go, Eric. The oh, last man, book. Jelly. Yeah, the real men don't eat jam. Didn't you ever hear that? That was a book. Yeah, they don't eat quiche and they don't eat jam. Jam Did you is write there. this book? J- yes, I'm writing it right now. Jam is only should be used to to stop up a door. You got the door jam. You ain't got the toast jam. That's what they call it. And All you really, have pre- is the toe jam. This is I was talking about this to, on the Marvel deal too. And like preserves, get out of town. Nobody likes us. So we have Catwoman now. See, I'm recycling. I am the and Carlos you, and you Mencia are talking about slash David preserves, Tell. Right? Yes, I am. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of the wild. There, you know, be <laughs> kill or be killed. That's what I go by in everything that I do. And because of that, I'm gonna now attack Catwoman. And I say, done, Eric. This this book where we have the nonsense of a Wonder what, Woman what was with the Steve point Orlando, of the Catwoman. <laughs> Well, this is the, what the point is of any of these three that we did. I really, the, the point was to drive us nuts. You have Steve Orlando just going rough shot with whatever he was doing. You have Paul Jenkins showing up and just like, hey, uh, I'm going to do the commission. All right. Oh, don't you want to know what's going on? No, no, I don't need to know that. Let's go infected. And then you go to Catwoman, though. And this is the one book where you've had the writer on this <laughs> pretty much all the time. You had V-Ram, V-Ram come in at points. But this is her book. What is she doing? Uh, and I'll answer that. Nothing. Catwoman number 18, written by Joel Jones, art by Joel Jones, Fernando Blanco, comes written. in because you have that. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Allred, FCL Placencia, and Aceda Tamafonte. After seven issues, everyone, or after 17, I'm sorry, everyone, including Joel Jones, has to know that the biggest problem with the series is the lack of story and story progression. Yet this issue. Maybe the biggest culprit. We get a teammate with a team up with Zatanna, but because of a bet, we don't even get the full version, which I know you like. There's not much backwards magic because of that, but Thank that's you. Zatanna, though. So really, you're just there looking at the costume. Hey, you guys want to oh, see Zatanna fist fight? Not use yeah, magic? Really. No, yeah, no, no. And a, an overlong fight scene, a peek at Maggie. And a magical rabbit's foot to end it, but not really. We also get a confusing panel that looks like Raina Creel is now running Villa Hermosa <laughs> with a goon squad. I don't know. She declared martial law. What? It's almost as if Joel Jones forgotten thinks she got the offer. Because that's what it seems like. And hints of a zombie invasion no, no, no. by the end. We just got I wanna uh, like lead us into this idea because what we had before was <laughs> 
what we had before was Raina Creole taking her zombie son to a Lazarus pit to resurrect him, but we did not do that. We killed her other two henchmen through the end. They became horrible zombies, and then Wonder Woman was beat up and thrown in. I'm Wonder Woman. A cat woman was beat up and Cat thrown one. in. And then when she came out of the Lazarus pit, she was wearing a different costume. costume it's like a Lady then, Gaga concert. And walked, what's going on? And walked over to where Zatanna was performing, where they would then sit down and talk about in this issue where they need help. And yeah. for some reason, as they're talking, everybody in the bar they're talking they're at decides that we need to beat the crap out of these women. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> everybody there – is it, this is the and cantina? The meantime, They're all after Luke Skywalker after, here. After Catwoman is thrown in the Lazarus pit and comes out with a different costume, and she goes to see Satana, who owes her a favor, but we're not going to talk about that. This issue, we'll no, probably she never remember. find out. Yeah, and, no. yeah. Raina Creel has set up martial law <laughs> in Villa Hermosa and has an army of stormtroopers. Here's the thing: at one point, she was. You know, the governor made, she was, the, the governor's you know, wife, the wife, whatever, the senator's so wife, whatever he, he up, was, I don't remember anymore. Up, she killed him. <laughs> she ended up pretty much being thrown into this because she's a black widow. She's killing all the guys. So she's thrown into this. She's on the run until she wasn't. <laughs> then she came back, had no, any sort of pull or anything, was losing her nose left and right. I mean, like Michael Jackson. Also, then at one point, she's supposed to be on the down low, but going around in the pretty much spelled out Creole limo, just <laughs> freaking Creole being vanity plates. She's the Villa Hermosa player here making it rain all over the place. So then she ends up where her one connection, and well, two, a doctor and a cop, she ends up turning them into zombies. They can't help anymore and ends up now being. The hit squad leader who has declared She's martial the law, the and nobody Hermosa. thinks of this as being a problem. They, they are right down with it. Up, oh, looks like martial law is declared, and she is there at the podium with a hit squad behind her. Have they this found de- her other dead son no, yet? I, no, it, 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 there too. All this stuff going on, no, and I mean, she still has Adam. Oh, running. I know that she. Yeah, that's the thing. No, nothing. And so you, you get the idea now that Joel Jones. Not that the offer deal, but I think she thinks a doom sigil means that it warps reality into something because all of a sudden it is Raina Creel's town. And the thing was that Lex came and Lex's offer for all of this was to give pretty much a GPS to Catwoman to go stop Raina Creel, who was using the Lazarus. Lazarus pits do not make you the goon squad leader out of nowhere that you can declare martial law. And but they, they also don't change your costume and make you okay out of nowhere well, after it made hey, two other people just horrible zombie it's monsters. It's a pretty good costume, isn't it? Isn't it, Eric? Aren't, isn't being one. a zombie just another costume change for some people it, 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 this makes no sense so with that though and now you don't do out, anything let's pet out the issue where zatanna and, and so you have and zatanna there fight these goons off without yeah, a whip and they're or sitting backwards there and I magic do like, i like the art but you have it's this fine. where they're talking like, in a club she, selena goes there to the club she needs some magical help she goes yeah, the old and, magic and club you as even it's called. go there yeah you even go there thinking that she's going to be performing where you ended up going in and off path. oh i'm going to pull a rabbit on my head but satana's actually just watching she's there she's drinking it up probably half in the in the can there uh, drunk so selena sits there and they start talking and just like pretty much in a karate movie type deal each shot, more and more guys keep gathering that are there with ill intent. Why? I mean, not one of these guys. They, it looks like the Last Supper, the way they're lined up. They're all facing them. You end up having Zatanna and Catwoman realize this and say, oh, we're going to have to deal with some of your friends before we do any sort of other thing. Uh, how about we make this 
you know, fancy. Why don't we make this interesting? We'll have a bet. I'm not going to use my magic. You don't use your whip. And I I just see, I I sit there and every time I've read this thought, you're really handicapping yourself worse, Zatanna. Like the whip is the whip, but she still can fight. I mean, and Zatanna, and then it's just a fight. And that's the, all I'm it is. You, by the time they get done, there's drinking the only bottle left that's left in the place. It's not broken. It's like, I'm here it's to, cr- to I'm, I'm not here to yeah. criticize you. You called, and like I said, I feel like I owe you. Thanks, but why do you keep saying that you owe me? For what? Well, Selena, that's another story for another time. Yeah. Just forget I said you anything. Know, because there, there was too much to tell this one. I'm counting one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Wait, we have to go because it comes back seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve pages of a fight, then three pages of a let's sit around and talk, and then let's make a rabbit's foot, and you're done. That's well, it. Even That's this whole it. thing by the end, like the whole thing. Well, I feel like oh, you want to so come here? I'm going to make you this lucky rabbit's foot yeah. out of nowhere, and like here, this will help you out. I'm like, really? Yeah. Did, we, did we really just do all this? And in the background, we do have Carlos watching her uh, Selena's sister Maggie talking yeah, about you're how, watching Maggie. Hey, you know, I'm worried about my aunt Linda. She's I'm not trying back to get a hold also stuff. of Selena, trying but, yeah. to text her, and, and she's not just, responding. Exactly, she's busy doing nonsense over here. But then at the end, it looks like all of a sudden there's a zombie apocalypse outside coming through I, the door. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm looking at this, and you do have just a a fight for that many pages in a book where you have no story progression at all i end up going and i see these other reviewers they're like man this really hits hard now we're getting going really like you're doing nothing Nothing I, i don't think that i've ever ever read an issue with this much padding and no story progression in a series that doesn't have progression and storytelling. And so you just, it just, it's a slap in the face. Also, you know, is it kind of cheating? Selena can't use the whip, but she ends up getting a cable and using it as a whip, choking a guy out, hitting people. They end up beating everyone up and then they're just sitting there drinking together. And yeah, you get that. But as you end up having Carlos, oh, I can't get rid of, I can't get a hold of Selena. Okay, Maggie, we'll be fine, whatever. And then that's where you just are hit with this news conference that either looks like you've got ISIS in Villa Hermosa led by Reina or just this goon squad of Darth Vader and the stormtroopers. It's some, I'm telling you, these are paramilitary guys with their faces covered up with things there uh, next to flags and things. And she's there. And it's like, some claim it's martial law in Villa Hermosa and that traveling to certain parts of the city can be dangerous, if not deadly. I don't understand. Why? You had when one cop on your payroll up? and you killed him. You had him. one cop on the payroll. You turned him into a zombie. And did not you even now? Like you, it's not even like you reanimated him. When we say zombie, she did not reanimate him like you would think out of Lazarus Pit. They became yeah. abominations. They became monsters. abominations. Now, you end up having this backwards deal where you're way back in the picture is what I'm saying. And you have these guys' faces covered. If you're going to tell me that you turned the whole police squad into the Lazarus pit abominations you got to show that you got to set that up and you already had them kind of go from there and Selena just got a costume change that's all she got so if you're going to tell me that they went with just the two guys and then this would take time this would nothing of it makes sense I think that what they're playing at is she has turned all of the police force of Villa Hermosa into her abomination zombies because then even at the end you have a bunch you know banging on the thing and we only had three so she had to have added to it but tell us that don't sit there for 12 pages of a fight that means exactly nothing but when would she have done that 
well, we don't know how much time has passed and things like that. You end up because, what, was Selena and Zatanna talking for months in there? Because I could get that they do because this book goes so slow that it might have been a thing. But you have set up a time frame of maybe a half a day. Maybe two minutes. But I'm telling you, you, some of that was Selena was in the pit and then came out. Oh, I'm just saying since she went to, you know, Zatanna, it's been a half hour. There's not enough time for this nonsense. Martial Hermosa Makes no sense. No sense at all in a book that has done nothing. And now again, oh, no, they're going to attack the, the pawn shop. And we, we've I, seen I just want to see more of what Selena's sister fighting. Maggie is That's all, all I, I want. want. That's what I said in my, my review. You're then throwing Maggie there again. Now you're punching me right in the balls or something because now I'm I'm keeled over saying, why didn't we get more Maggie? That's all I wanted. That's all I needed. That's all I wanted going forward is that story. And that was from like, what, uh, issue four, three, four. I don't know. And now we're at 18. This is that this book Maybe it seems seven. like it knows it's going to be canceled. But they said. You cancel at 23, so don't start a new story. Nothing happens. Nothing at all. It's it's complete and utter nonsense. On the site, I give a nephew five. I do like the art. I always like Joel Jones' art. And Fernando Blanco is a really good compliment and has been. Oh, yeah. Even with together. this in together. You know, you, there's not much of a jarring deal. You just sit all. there and like it. Yeah, so it's really good. The art's great. Uh, Joel Jones, I, at least at DC with these characters, Go back. If you're going to do your Lady Killers book, that's fine. When you're at DC, please just just do art until you're ready to do this because I don't think you had a story. You were thrown on this book because they wanted a Catwoman book because of the wedding. That's when this started, that day of that number 50 Batman. You wanted to have this going on, and you have done nothing since. You have done nothing at all with anything except one issue that you set up Raina Creel. She's been around too long. She's not even a good enough villain to get the offer. Selena gets it and you set up that one issue with Maggie that's it you haven't really paid off either of them yet and you gotta yeah FU5 what about you I love the art in this issue but even with that because nothing makes any sense and this issue is just padded out beyond belief with a fight that does not matter in the long run I'm giving this a 2 out of 10 Jeez, Eric, how am I flave like that? It's so big. It is. I I told you that it might be one of just the way it's put together and the way it comes from nothingness to get this might be one of the worst cases of just a nothing issue. And I just said that about the infected. It's been like that for months now. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's 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 so much nonsense. But if you like Joel Jones and you like her art, maybe you could just buy it for that. But I wouldn't. No. You need some sort of story. Have some. Have her just do a caper of the month. That's all you need. Even we the saw background when of Ram came in. feels like she should be there. You're not gonna. She's not gonna tell that story. Get out no. of here, sucker. Yeah, really. <laughs> It's just nuts. And she gets a lucky rabbit's foot that I can only think is just going to reset things. And then, uh, oh, well, looks like Raina Creel isn't uh, Darth Vader anymore. Hey, she lost it. Where did she get that nose? It's going to be a weird thing where she just wishes it all away with the freaking rabbit's foot. And then the next thing you know, that happens so that they can just go off to the bad cat fuck. And this is over. Nonsense. But that's it, Eric. I'm wondering after that score, would this Catwoman possibly be Book of the Week? I don't <laughs> think it will be. I have a feeling that it won't be, but we'll see right now. All right, Eric, and that's the end of the podcast. We already gave our Book of the Week last what week. Was it, and Jim? since there wasn't any things going on, so I'm trying to think. I think that mine 
definitely was that book that we talked about. I think mine was one of the Patreon only uh, yeah. deals, I believe, because I remember saying something. <laughs> I don't remember what books even came out. Oh, my. Eric Shea. Uh, I believe that mine must have been. De- it wasn't the Doomsday Clock. I don't know what yours was. Yours was weird. Yours was Suicide. Sure Clock. was. I do remember that? Why can't I remember mine? I think you it was remember Justice mine? League. It might have been. It may have been. Maybe there was something else that came out that we are forgetting. Metal Men, maybe. Maybe. But we don't have a, a book of the week this week because no books came out. These were continuing. But we are going to have books next week. That's how it goes. We keep having book after book after book. Keep and there on, are a lot on. of books next week for us to talk about, including Action Comics number 1018. Batgirl number 42, Eric. Oh, the Tales of the Oracle I don't want robot. it anymore. The best is, is that Oracle robot is going to continue on in that hell arisen. Uh, of all the characters, they can break out continue on. Of the Oracle robot. Of the Oracle robot. I don't understand my one. prime directive. I don't either, Oracle robot. Why are you talking to me? I have no clue. It's because you're a jerk off. Quiet See, why, down, why would, meatbag. Why would Oracle do that? Hey there, flesh sack. Why do you end up having emotions when you really don't there, person? There. there. <laughs> How about Oracle comes up to me? It is sad that I have more emotions than you, and I am an android. And I say, listen, don't say that to Eric because he'll start getting in an argument if you're a robot or an android. Shut he has up. problems with it. <laughs> I don't tick care it. about Eric. He plays with toys. Oracle is That's an android. True. You're fine. That's Hello, true. Hello, science. I, yeah, I am a robot. <sighs> it says, well, why did you make me care about Eric so much? I don't know, robot. I did not end up programming you. Barbara did. That's your problem. That's what they say. She abandoned me like both of your fathers did. All right. It's you're the villain for us now, Eric. We're part of it. We're, we're there. I, I just I ended up getting the offer from Lex. The offer was to have my dad remain dead. I took it, Eric. I took that offer right away. We also have Batman Beyond number 39. Is it Batman Beyond is only at 39. Why does it seem like it's at issue 7 trillion? It's just going to keep right? going. Oh, my God. That, that's the book that will not die. It really won't. I but think that's something to do with the that Oracle robot. And Dwight back, Jim. You Don't know. blame me for that piece of crap. Batman Beyond Mark's mad at me now. Well, thank God he's Mandalorian, Mark. We also have Detective Comics number 1018. little synergy for at least a week with that Action Comics. And the weird thing about this Detective Comics number 1018, Eric, it, it is a start of a Christmas tale. <laughs> <laughs> That's good timing, right there, folks. It's a little off. I, I saw that it's a Christmas tale, and I thought to myself, "You knows there, Jimmy and Oracle Robot. Why me?" Uh, I end up wondering, when are we going to get that next great Christmas tale? You know, like the one you liked with Ace the the Bat Dog, uh, where Ace I, the I Bat Hound nonsense with the abused dogs. But w- when are we going to get? I like that. You story. know, something like that. I just don't like stories that are revolving around abused dogs. Uh, but it went better by the end. Maybe this will. No, it didn't. It's just that they rescued the dog. The dog yeah. still is ending up with that PTSD that dogs always have. This thing's going to go wild. Uh, you end up though where this is going to be maybe one for the ages i don't know i didn't read it but i i thought it was funny that we're going to have a christmas tale 
a little late in the game. We also have such things that we won't be talking about in the podcast, but if you tend to like to read them, Go for it. Dial H for hero number 10 and Harley Quinn number 69. One of the dude, th- dude. <laughs> one of the things that we do have uh, Justice Harley or Joker Harley criminal sanity number two is finally coming out. And I will probably talk about that for the Justice podcast because I did that first one. Justice League Dark number 18. Oh, I hear about this. waiting trouble. for that. I hear, yeah, all I hear is there's a book of the year right there. You got Lois Lane Hawk, number seven. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, that just leaked dark. You're ending getting the stretch run of pretty good writer James Tynan. That's right. Also, uh, Ram V. Coming which on. I always want to say V Ram. I think that? V Ram. I don't know. Ram V U. Isn't that from Ram Babe? You. <laughs> Isn't that what they say Ball in Babe? You? Whatever the heck they say. The Ram you. That's what they yell when it's time for him to write a book. But yeah, he's going to start getting his uh, mitts into that book until he takes over fully the magical in world. March is when he takes over it fully. And maybe, just maybe, the magic world will not be at war with something. Uh, yeah, Lois Lane number seven. I guess me and you might continue uh, oh, yeah? talking about that. We did number six, so yeah, why not? Because it tied into Event Leviathan. Yeah, well, this is going to just tie uh, into gonna, the identity, gonna, I'm sure. You're so going to catch we'll just back up going. to the rest of this because you're going no, to need to make number that. seven. No, I will not. I think that it's just <laughs> going with the whole identity. I'm not well, gonna I don't know. To know. I haven't read crap. it yet. Martian Manhunter number 11. You will not be hearing that as well. Martian Manhunter is one of those that you'll never hear from us. Red Hood and the Outlaws or Red Hood Outlaw or Generation Outlaw, whatever you want to call it. Number 41. We will be talking about that. The Flash number 85. And that's that. There's also Terrifics number 23. I'm trying to catch up on that to talk about it on my Leftovers podcast. And it's not going great, Eric. It's a rough catch up. A lot of those are rough. That's not as rough. I do like catch up on my Leftovers, but that's not as rough as some of the others. Some of them are just uh, Like awful. Lois Lane. No, no. I'm talking Batman more about Beyond. Inferior 5. <laughs> that is that nonsense. Yeah, that goes to 6. But that's it. Uh, if you want to listen to us, talk about most of those books next week tune in we will be back to having a weekly spotlight on the patreon so two of those books will be picked by the bad asses of the get fresh koopy boop i don't know what they're gonna pick there's not a lot of great picks uh, if you ask detective me detective in action yeah i think that might be it maybe justly dark that's J-O-D never really and detective. much for the patreon but maybe we'll see we'll see how it goes but that's that that is the end as far as I just wanted to make sure there wasn't that two uh, second page. There is not. That's it. So that is it, Eric. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to this continuation podcast. We'll see you next year. But, Eric, what do we say at the end of the show? Everyone have a great week. We, Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh, yeah.